Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 44, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We're talking about episode 407, G-Yon, or as uh, at least thought, G-Yon. Oh, yeah. Sun and Jen. What were we watching? What was, was something on? What? I'm going to bed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're acting. I forgot. You yeah. threw me off there. I didn't yeah, expect that. Yeah, that's a little scene. That's my addition. Please. Yeah, please I didn't see that me. one coming. Yeah, <laughs> Justin Young. If you want to hire Justin Young for your birthday party to Bar Mitzvah, press star four now. Get togethers. Uh, <laughs> weddings, you know. Weddings, funerals, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, if it's a time to cry, a time to laugh, Justin is there. Right. Just give him. He, he needs to eat. Um. All right, folks. Um. Enough of the funny stuff. Now we're getting to the serious yeah. drama. Yeah, please. Right. This is no time for laughing. It's a with sad this, day. With the, with the seriousness of, of this podcast, Justin and I decided that it would only be respectful and right to um, to sort of take a more somber tone with this podcast and and yeah. really and really sort of not be so like you know hilarious and uh, irreverent and uh, as New York Times said, uh, quite possibly the most interesting. Okay, I can't finish that. <laughs> That was a little too much, I think. When the, the day the New York Times reviews podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I will have long passed. I think it'll be in like five years, though. <laughs> I think uh, it'll be I soon. Think, I think the New York Times just started reviewing operas. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah. Mm. They just they've just accepted them as an art form. <laughs> We're hoping for photography, but <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, but somehow they got uh, <laughs> somehow they got um, bobbing for apples on there as uh, they cover that every week. I don't know <laughs> yeah. uh, why yeah. that was so important to them, but um, I, I can name the top five apple bobbers this side <laughs> of the Atlantic. So um. uh, yeah, no, it is pretty strange. I, I think I think there's I think there's something afoot on that on that uh, committee that votes for those things. Something is a foot and it is a foul. Yeah. Um, okay, so anyway, <laughs> we didn't really I didn't okay, so what did you think? I mean I didn't hate it. Um, you know, I thought it was it was Sun and Jin, you know you know, come on. So <laughs> I didn't hate it. It was okay. Um I, I thought the best part was at the beginning. There was two scenes I liked. Two things I thought were good. The one where um where Sun, Sun and Jen are talking to Kate, and they actually take the time to have Kate give answers to questions, and it was it was very 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 nice, a very nice moment of wow, someone asked a question, someone got an answer, mm-hmm. and like and like and it was it was the sort of like dissemination of information, you know, and it was it was it was so nice to see. You don't ever see that, you know. Uh, they don't do that every now you know every now and then they'll do that. Um, they'll take the time to, to really have, you know, it's not just someone asking a question and someone kind of getting a, a close answer or a lie or whatever, but it was like they really caught them up. So I thought that was cool. And yeah. then the captain, and then the captain stuff I thought was cool. 
Yeah, definitely. The captain was crazy. He really uh, yeah, was not what I was expecting. As far as the Sun and Jin, uh, the, the, the flashback slash fast forward, um, that to me is what I didn't like. I didn't I didn't like the big reveal that it that Jin's thing was a flashback and all that and and I, I just thought it was too manipulative and I thought it was sort of needlessly manipulative. Yeah. Um so that was my big gripe with that. Okay. So we'll talk more about it once we get there, but uh Yeah. So what do you think? Uh yeah, I mean in general I think uh uh, I've been doing a, a, a running ranking, and I, I would put this. Uh, I I would say I like the constant better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I'd be surprised if you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. The, uh, um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely I was definitely more more into that like the crappy part of that episode, uh, which I guess for me is is. Um, is all the penny stuff. Uh I I I think I'm I think I'm more invested in that than than this stuff going on in this episode. But one thing I am less invested in I think <laughs> than the son and Jen and their adulterous and pregnancy filled past is uh is Kate stuff. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know, maybe because it started out as a mystery I care about and I'm bitter. I, I, I don't really know, but I just I c- couldn't give you know, Less of a shit about. Uh, I. I can't even. Problems. It's funny you. It's funny you bring that up. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of. I, I. I didn't even think that. I didn't even think it was on the same. You know, sort of what's happening with Sun and Jin, and what's. You know, I didn't even think that was on the same level. What happened with Kate? Like I. I feel like, and maybe I just feel like. You know, they brought it up, and I know, and then I know they're not going to talk about it again for a while. So I guess I didn't feel like it was. It was. Uh, you know, I'm not keeping that in my mind as something to worry about. Uh, and so that's either, and maybe it's because I just don't care about it. Um, so it was funny you brought that up because I didn't think about that. But, um, but yeah, I guess, and yeah, I mean, I, and I don't even know if I really care about what's going on with Sun and Jen. I mean, now that, I mean, obviously there's some, some questions still there. I mean, I think... I'm sure there's some people who think Jen's still alive and maybe he's on the island. Maybe she's pretending. Maybe she thinks he's dead and he's not. There's a couple of scenarios. Um, And, you know, so there's some questions there, you know. To me, what was really – and then, of course, the big reveal of Michael, or I should say the small reveal of Michael. Um, And and it was really weird how with that reveal, I thought it was very fitting – that it wasn't the end of the episode. Because I think it feels like a reveal that should have been at the very... Like, they should have cut to Lost when they... And when I watched the episode the second time, I thought I had the exact same feeling. After he shakes hand with Saeed, it just feels like a moment when it should be... The, you know, it should be the end of the episode. That should have been what it led up to. But it wasn't about that. It was about Sun and Jin stuff. So, you know, so it was just like... So not only was it lackluster that it was the reveal of Michael because everyone, you know, in sort of our community knew that uh, or at least expecting it, um, you know, it just sort of didn't even come at the end of the episode. So it didn't have that that heightened sense of importance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, you know, a, it was so. a cut to commercial cliffhanger. Yeah, and it was just like, wow. Like, like I think in any other show, I feel like a character like that who left like Michael left in any sort of analogous form, 
and, and comes back with, with, you know, if we didn't know about it, you know, with no word, that should have been great. Like, holy crap, Michael, mm-hmm. what? What? Like, oh. Michael, like, what the crap happened? I thought it was what and this and blah, blah, and this and them, you know. Mm-hmm. And it should have been this moment that we all reveled in, and we should have been flooding the message board. Yeah, exactly. That was a clip from, like, an alternate, that was yeah. an alternate reality podcast where no one knew Michael was coming back. Um, maybe we should maybe we should just do that podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where where we that we realize very different podcast. I think. Well, yeah. Well, we we just speculate about what could have happened and 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 how did he do it? And mm-hmm. I I didn't think he was the man on the boat. I thought it was someone else. Yeah. You know? And and um, you know that one person who thought it was Michael, and everyone's like, no, there's no way it's Michael. Yeah. You know. It, it, it but that's the thing. Yeah, I, I, you know, with with all of the hype, and we talked about it before, but you know, with everything surrounding Michael's return, um, it was just so sad when he just like, is that? I mean, is that? Yeah, that's him. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, fake name. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, all right. check. All right. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, well, you know, we'll we'll, and we know we're not going to get anything else. So it's just like, all right, well, we'll check you guys later. You know. Yeah. <laughs> When you guys pick up yeah. the storyline, we'll come back to it. Otherwise, you know. Yeah, I mean, it should have been as good as, you know, like the reveal of Locke's dad or whatever, you know, where it was just like, yeah. you know, it was amazing. It should have been, should have been bigger than that. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's Michael. Like, yeah, it you're right. That was, yeah, that it was wasn't even one. as good as, it wasn't even as good as that. Yeah. yeah. That one was better. It was done better yeah. than, once again, at the end of the episode, not like the, the three-quarter mark. It was a. It was about. I would say it was about as interesting as the reveal that uh, that Paolo put the diamonds in the toilet. Oh. <laughs> oh God, that's a bad one. Wow, that was kind of mean. That was a low one. That was low. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> no, that's not that bad. I, I, I was trying to get something ridiculous. Yeah, it's not that bad. Um. It's it, not bad it, if you want to illustrate, like, you know, how bad it is compared to how how good it should have been. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, yeah, I think in in that way, like, it's a good comparison. But yeah, but yeah, I, I was like a little bit happy about that reveal, but it, it definitely didn't blow me away. Yeah, I mean, I was, I, I think I was only happy because I'm like, well, now that they've done it, they can get past this. You know, now we can go to part two of his. Yeah, comeback, part two you know? is what I really want because I don't already yeah, know part two is coming. Exactly. We, we, I mean, it's like, you know, when you're waiting on something, like, yeah, you're happy when it comes, but that's just because you want to get to the next part. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was hoping they'd reveal him way earlier than this. It's very weird mm-hmm. because apparently, you know, before the strike, like, he hardly did anything. He wasn't even mm-hmm. in the first six episodes. One scene in the seventh. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you know, maybe he'll be in next episode, but, like, that was all he did. And, and yeah. all, you know, I don't even know if they started filming yet, but, like, I don't know. It's weird. Like, he <laughs> – it seems like his participation is, is – Strangely, like not much yet, just because of the strike. Yeah, do me remind me. Is it? Are we getting an eighth episode and then the break? Yeah. Oh okay. shit, that's the bad news. I got to deliver the bad news. To, oh no. To you, everyone who listens to this, and everyone who watches Lost. 
Um, it's you gonna, there's a lot of people deliver news to. You're gonna go door to door, or, <laughs> yeah, I think or so. do you have a list of phone numbers? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Carlton and Damon chose me to deliver the news. <laughs> I have flyers, and I'm doing a mass email campaign. Uh, we'll see. I, uh, is this Rebecca Morton? Okay, yeah. Hi. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. I just got some bad news. You watch Lost, right? Yeah. Not anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Crazy man calls millions of people worldwide. <laughs> Yikes. And you're like, glad I got that unlimited calling plan. <laughs> Your phone company drops you. Yeah. yeah, we know we said unlimited, but 50,000 minutes in one week, sir. It's just too much. But some weren't. They weren't all international. Um, all right, so what's the bad news, buddy? <laughs> all right. Now that I've lightened everyone's spirits with a couple jokes. Right. Um, now let's uh, now depress us a little bit. Bring now us that we back all down know to zero. what I'm going to do after the podcast is over, uh, <laughs> I can tell you, uh, you can be the first to know that uh, uh, turns out that uh, it turns out that the five more episodes we're supposedly getting are kind of really four more episodes, and that the two part finale will be split up between two weeks, uh, apparently because of Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> they blamed it on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, they did in their podcast. They said because Grey's, <clears throat> Grey's Anatomy is going to have a two-hour finale, and so Lost couldn't also have a two-hour finale on that same night. So, as a result, uh, the finale is going to air separately, uh, two separate weeks. So, so technically, we're getting four more episodes with the two-hour finale split up over two weeks. Oh, I see. So it's when they said, yeah, I mean, I mean, how does it, I forget how that used to work. Is that how they used to do with the finale? Like it was, did they, did they, did they count the finales as separate episodes or is it, just, is it usually just a two, a two hour, but it's one episode? Well, it depends on what you mean by they, but they, they have usually split it up, but it's always shown on the same night. But it's always shown on the same night, but it's usually part one and part two, right? There, there is a natural break, yeah. Yeah, they, okay. They, they've done that both times. Actually, the season one finale was like three parts. Yeah. But, so, basically, so, so basically, it was just sort of a misunderstanding when they said five. Everyone was thinking, well, the yeah. first one will be two hours, but it's really... Yeah. Just five episodes. They, yeah, they definitely break up the the finales into parts so that they're like two episodes. Yeah, you know, they're connected. Yeah. Like they're connected more closely than episodes that follow each other usually are. But it still it still functions that way. And on the DVDs, they split them up too. Yeah, that's right. Um. So what about so the break? Basically, well, what do you mean? Well, my question was, are we getting seven and then a break or eight and then a break? Eight and then a break. So there's okay. next week's episode where, as as usual, and then there'll be a five-week be... break. And so I think... What? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> says, says the man who just spent nine months not watching Lost, and I guess five weeks, I just can't imagine how I can make it. 
I think I think I'll manage. I think we'll all manage five weeks. <laughs> I shall surely perish. I guess I thought I I was I was thinking it was four, and I guess that extra week really threw me off. Yeah, but, uh... yeah. They they did say a month, and I I guess they were stretching it a bit. Um, yeah. One month, five weeks. So yeah. so so they should have just said, "Sorry, guys, we made a mistake." Instead of five episodes and four week break. We really meant four episodes yeah. and a five week break. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they told you to do. Like, sorry, we just got the numbers mixed up. Sorry mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, yeah. You should talk to their publicist. I think they You know, I should be actually, yeah, I think I should uh, apply for a job at <laughs> at A B C uh the their publishing uh publishing. Um <laughs> Publicity, that's the word. Um, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, not so, uh, so I think Lost is set to return April 24th and then uh, five more weeks of new episodes, but, uh, you know, four new episodes. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, so what that means, I think, I mean, you know, I've, I'm, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what we'll do. I guess I guess you know maybe we sh- should talk about it. But but as far as the finale, the the way they've done things would make it you know so where the finale special, the finale podcast wouldn't be that special. You know it'll just be another hour episode. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be weird to um... unless we wait two weeks and do a podcast about the whole thing. Mm. Uh, the, yeah, the finale I podcast mean, is just going to be a lot uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll just be a two-part finale podcast. I mean, I guess it's the best way to do it. Just, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Part one of the, our, our you know, finale and so, part two. Yeah, if we decided to make it podcast 49, part one and part two, mm-hmm. then that would mean the 50th podcast won't come until you know, mm. later. Uh, so so I wouldn't be doing, you know, the 50, 50th podcast thing. Um, well, would you rather do the 50th podcast for the season finale or the next season premiere? Well, the thing is, I feel like we, we ought to have some kind of podcast between those two, and we usually give those a number, and then it would sort of mean mm. that I want to oh, do it on that one, but I don't want it. I want to do it on a real you on know, like a uh, episode podcast. Yeah, an actual episode, and so I could wait, but then it won't be fifty. And then the other alternative is to make you know make it forty nine and fifty, which would just mean that you know it'll be the second half of the finale. <laughs> that that will be you know the one. I don't know. It's really not that big of a deal, but <laughs> it's well, it kind of screwed up our little plan here. Yeah, it's kind of like disappointing to me. And just in general, like our finale podcast, you know, it was a big deal last year. I mean, we did a really long one, and we did. Uh, and I was <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah, I was just thinking uh, this year. Uh, uh, I didn't know what we would do, but this makes it seem like it's just you know. I don't know. In the normal course of things, it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be that long. I mean, and and are, should we be surprised that it got fucked up? I mean, with the no. the, the strike and everything. I mean, like I'm. It's it's par for the course at this point. <laughs> yeah, I guess it is. Unfortunately, you know. And unfortunately. I'm just like, yeah, I know, I know. That's the way this year's been. It's really. Uh, I'm just disappointed that. Uh, 
you know, just for loss in general, like since it's four instead of five, that's, you know, pretty much at most four different people can have episodes after this first thing. And, you know, I mean, that, that doesn't seem like very much story to me. <laughs> Wait, you know? so maybe I'm, uh, let me make sure I got this correct. So how many more hours are left? Five hours. Five hours. There'll be so it, okay. So it's four episodes, and the last one is two parts. So it's still so it's still five hours instead of five episodes. Two parts would have been six hours. Yeah. See, and that's what I thought when they okay. said five more episodes. I assumed the last episode was a two-hour finale. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking six hours. Okay. Okay. You know, but it turns out it's the it's the bad version of that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I say I say maybe. Um, <laughs> Um, we could do, I mean, yeah, 50 would just be the last one and it would be like kind of weird and not that interesting and unless we, mm, I don't know. Maybe we could, um. I was saying they skip 49 <laughs> and make 52 parts, but it's just, and then, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's just kind of like, like what's cheating. the point? Yeah, yeah. It's like, this is like, well, it's just, a, you're just fooling around with the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Which is frustrating. It seemed like it worked out perfectly, and now they just, like, destroyed it. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and I would have been happier, you know, uh, with just with just a regular mid-season episode like it was originally going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now it's like now now it was a thing, and now it's like, wow. Yeah. Now it's just going to be weird. Yeah, we have to do something crappy to make it work. So. I guess I guess just do forty-nine and fifty, and, and, and it'll just be fifty. Forty-nine and fifty will be together. Maybe we can. Uh, yeah. It'll be the the forty nine fifty podcast or something. I'm not. I don't know. Just it'll just be, you know. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want to do a like a whatever update podcast we do next after the season or something. Yeah, or, yeah, that would be that would be crazy. Because there's nothing. I mean, there's nothing to, to you know. Yeah, you don't do that. Mm-hmm. Or or. Or you can just do the intro for 49 and 50. Or you can just do the intro for 49, and we just do it two parts, and you just make it 49 <laughs> instead of 50. Yeah. And that way it could still be a two, you know, one podcast with two parts. Mm-hmm. If you want to just change it to 49. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I just feel like that loses the... Yeah. You know, it isn't that big of a deal. I don't know. It's not I'm, good. There's no really good way. I'm thinking I mean, this like it's some kind of crisis, but yeah, it just it just bugs me. It's not like yeah, satisfying. It, it just seems like a problem that it's you could. It's like you feel like you could almost solve it and, and make it work, but it's just like, well, no, it sucks any way you do it. Yeah. So unless any of our fans has any ideas of how to make. Uh, you know, just the idea is Justin. Justin is going to do the the intro, the opening stuff for podcast fifty. But the way it works out, you know, fifty won't be that interesting. <laughs> it'll just be 
the second part of the finale. Yeah. So, yeah, so I don't know. But anyway, let's talk about this episode. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the, the title uh, turns out to be uh, uh, What Jen Wants to Name the Baby. And, the baby. Uh, uh, I listened to the podcast, the official podcast, you know, before this came on, and they said they said that uh, I knew what the title was because I always find out what the title is shortly before the episode comes on. And uh, on the podcast, they said that the title uh, uh, was a name. <laughs> and when they said that, I'm like, oh, of course, <laughs> it's the mm-hmm. baby's name. That's got yeah. to be. You know, before that, I was like, okay, this is weird. But as soon as they said it was a name, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a pretty I, obvious I, title. Well, it's funny because I, I thought it was a name. I didn't think it was the baby's name. Really? I I didn't even think it was even a Sun and Jin episode. Like, until I, until I, I mean, you know, of course, you know, when I just saw the name, but when, you know, when I saw the, you know, last time on Lost and it was all Sun and Jin flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like every single story, major storyline they've probably had on the show, just about was in that next last time on Lost thing, and uh, so yeah, so and then just like some episode have nothing to do with that stuff. I will love that. And yeah, just puzzle people. Yeah, I'd be like, what? We just got the whole history of Charlie and his drug addiction. <laughs> yeah, and it's a it's a lock episode. Yeah. So this is a, yeah, you know. I don't know. I just think they should do that at least once. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's weird when you when they do that and you just you 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 just know what they're going to talk about. Yeah. You know, you you have some sense, but so yeah, so once that I knew that I said, oh okay, you know, but um, but yeah, okay, the baby name, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing to say. Who? What can you say about that? It's, yeah. But we usually do the title things, so I thought it. Vomit that out there. Do you do you know what the name means? No, I have no idea what it means. Okay. Do you? If you had heard, no, I just wonder if you had heard on, oh. on the interwebs. No, I haven't heard anything. No one even seems to be asking that question. Uh, <laughs> <Nobody>. <laughs> it means this is a savior baby or something. It means something like crazy and nobody cares to find out. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's like, guys, don't you know the history of Yuan? Like, the legendary, like, baby who was born on the island, and she saved all the people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's, like, the yeah. key to figuring out everything. Great, yeah, it's the most important clue I've lost yeah. ever. Yeah. And, everyone's and it's like, like ah. she grew up. She grew up to marry, like, a man named Aaron, whose <laughs> mother, you know. Oh, like, you know, they totally do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the biggest like reveal that you could figure out yourself ever and <laughs> everyone's like oh it's korean i don't know what that means yeah. but uh there's no way to know yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scientists will never know the answer <laughs> <laughs> so i'm thought to ask a translator but none could be found at the time of reporting <laughs> God, yeah, no, they. <laughs> uh, it doesn't fit in with the with the with the bit here, but uh, they they did kind of obsess over translating the the gravestone. 
Oh yeah, um, yeah, they did. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's something that I guess we'll talk about later. But yeah, maybe Dion just means like Steve. Yeah. I guess you should be a girl's name. Steve. Stevette. <laughs> <laughs> Steve is a very popular. I think Steve is a very popular girl's name. Uh, in in I guess in it's Korea. like Stephanie. Something like that. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, because Steve is Steven. Yeah. Steph, I guess, would be the closest thing. Yeah. To Steve. Steve and Steph. Steve and Steph stood at the stoops. <laughs> and they stepped on Steph. They stepped Steven on stairs. And they, <laughs> I love alliteration. You just, yeah. Steve and Steph stepped on stairs as they stood at the stoops. <laughs> Uh, uh, stenographing stiletto <laughs> stenographers. All right, that's silly. Um, so are we done with the podcast? Yeah, yeah, I think it's over. Okay. Um, read the forum uh, comment. Yeah, yeah, because we're just like you know babbling, and I figure we do that at the beginning and do that at the end. I didn't, you know, I don't have my constant, so I don't know uh, which time period we're in. Uh, well, right now you are 1994, Desmond, and it, oh, we're babbling shit. at the beginning. Oh god. So yeah. Well, can I can I go in the Ferris wheel with Minkowski? It looks, <laughs> I think he's having fun. We don't know if he's in the future or the past. So. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you know, if he if if we never see him again, that's gonna be the weirdest. Like, cause it, it's gonna be like Fisher Stevens, just like a cameo almost. Yeah. It was like. It was. It wasn't much bigger than a cameo. It's just like, wow, that's it. You just, you're out, buddy. All right. Yeah. See you later, man. Weird. It's pretty weird. I have to say, I think Regina uh, suffers a similar fate. Yeah, yeah. I I expect. I was surprised that she was just gone that quickly. Like, you know, I was thinking. You know, when we were when we were thinking about how many new people we would characters they would introduce on a ship. You know, we, we we didn't think they would introduce a lot, and I and we were kind of wrong about that. And I think the reason we thought that was given the idea that the more characters in the, and they introduce, the more characters they got to deal with. Yeah. And we didn't think, hey, they can just they can, kill. Ha- they can just kill off all their characters very quickly and, yeah. and 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 have it be part of the story. And so we didn't think about that aspect of well, they could just have a lot of characters and just have some need to not have need them, you know, for a long period of time. And, yeah. and they've done that with quite a few already. So, um, yeah. You know, who knows who's next? Uh, I thought it was really weird that they got Zoe Bell to, to do the voices for a few episodes. And by the time they actually showed her, it's like one scene. And she, it's, it's the Minkowski. It's the same thing with, with Fisher Steven. Yeah. He did, he did the voice for a little bit and mm. then, and then they had, a, and maybe that was, Maybe it was set up that way. Maybe they, you know, obviously they should have gotten known going into it. It was just going to be, hey, we're going to hear your voices for a while, and then hey, we're going to be, you're going to be in a couple scenes, and that's your, that's your thing. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just a small little piece role on the thing. It's nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and maybe they thought it would be interesting, and it is to get sort of, and you know, casted very interestingly instead of just casting random people. Yeah. You know, they cast like people that you. You know, why is Fisher Stevens in here? Why is the chick from Death Proof in here? <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's interesting because, you know, God knows Lane Wise talking about it. Definitely. <laughs>
Um, all right. Oh, so, oh that's what I was going to say oh. um, uh, earlier. Is uh, As far as my rankings go, I, I have to say I liked it better than Eggtown. Not by a mile, but... Uh, but but uh, <laughs> Eggtown. Eggtown is still at the bottom for me. Then this one, then the constant, and then the the, the first the first three and the other woman uh, arranged in some order. Probably the other woman's at the bottom of that. But that's that's what my rankings are for now. All right. Yeah. Wow. So. Uh, yeah, this I I, I liked the ship stuff too. Um, and the Sunjin stuff, like some of it was terrible and some of it was okay. I I don't know. Overall, it was it was a little yin and yang, maybe. Yeah, no. I've... <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like it's it's some somehow one of those either yin or yang is is only at half mass. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of the other. Yeah, plenty. Um, so you ready to go through this? Maybe? Yeah, let's do it. Um, dun 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 dun. Episode dun, 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 dun. recap. It's now. It's time for the episode recap. Episode recap. Starring Bert Convy. As Claude McIver. <laughs> and Dudley Donaldson as Justin Young. So, Act One. You know, I have to say, uh, I like the new uh, the new little additions they did to the, the transcripts. They kind of, like, marked them out a little better, marked the scenes, you know, delineated the scenes a lot more, obviously, and they sort of put act numbers so you can follow it a little bit better. Yeah, it seems to be a different transcriber than... Yeah. Whoever um, it is, usually. I feel the need to uh quote whoever did it, but no, I can't tell who did it. Um so uh the first scene we find uh Frank on the freighter, I should say Kiwi finds Frank on the freighter at the top deck and uh he says, Are you ready? and Frank says, I'll be up and he says, Don't be late, Frank and then Frank walks away. Uh, next scene, um, we've got uh, <clears throat> Frank and uh, Frank finds Regina in the um, in the sort of hallway corridor or something, right? Um, and you know, he sort of asks what's going on, and she's sort of uh, pretending to to read this book. She seems a little out of sorts, um, you know, and he. Then he goes inside and talks to um, Saeed and Desmond, who are hanging out. He says he came to um, <clears throat> sorry. He said he came to uh, bring him some food, um, and he, you know, Saeed says, "Why are we being held captive? We didn't, you know, we didn't have anything to do with Minkowski's death." Frank says, "This has nothing to do with Minkowski." Uh, you know, he thinks that they busted out of the radio room. Saeed said, you know, thought that Frank was the guy who was helping them, uh, but we all knew better. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess he doesn't listen to the official Lost podcast. <laughs> he didn't know Michael was coming back. <laughs> it's weird that he says we assumed it was you, and I was like, I, it never even occurred to me that it might. It be never Frank. Even occurred to me it was Frank. <laughs> why would Frank do that? I love. That's why I love when Frank was like, "Why would I do that?" 
You know, because Frankel's already helping them in, in obvious ways. Why would he help him yeah. in this sort of surreptitious way? Yeah, that I didn't. That yeah, wasn't yeah. Frank's style. If he was going to open the door, for, he would have just came and did it and said, hey, guys, he I'm getting you out. He didn't need to not be revealed. Yeah, that's why I never, you know, it never yeah. occurred to me it was Frank. I'm like, what? Yeah. Okay. I just thought, like, if anybody said, like, maybe it was Frank, I would have been like, ugh, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, and see... I think that's I think that that was the line of reasoning they wanted the common public to have was you know, not knowing Michael was coming back and thinking, Oh, who's the man on the boat? I have no idea. Oh wow, someone opened the door. Oh, they have a friend on the boat. Maybe it's Frank, because Frank says, I'm trying to help you. You know, very sort of logical, you know, one way <laughs> thinking. And, and without, you know, knowing the sort of stuff outside of the show, yeah. that makes sense. And that's obviously what they want you to think, because here, here it is, Saeed is dispelling that. And now you're supposed to think, oh, whoa, so it wasn't Frank. Who was it, you know? Um, uh, they A couple times in this episode, they played it very, like, very lowbrow, you know, very, like, you know, you know remember Ghost Rider? Yeah, and they were like, "Ghost Rider, help us with the <laughs> spelling the word. The word is courage. See, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it's like you know, sometimes they were a little slower than they they had to be. I think uh, you know, or would have been in any normal situation. Yeah, and I, and there was a couple of scenes in this that that I thought were like that that just like really put it in like <laughs> you know. Uh, first gear and was like, all right, let's make sure everyone's on board here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing to the rafters. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's just get the people in the back. Um, so he says, um, did you have any contact with the people on the beach? And he says, no, something must have happened to the phone. Uh, what happened to the phone? I didn't remember. Didn't it break or something? Or someone someone took it? Or I don't think anything happened to the phone. Did did but didn't did Dan and Charlotte take it when they left to go to the? Oh yeah, you know what's weird. That's... I think in the last episode there was a scene, the scene where Kate comes up to them. Uh, she asks about the phone, and they say it's broken. And then they cut. You know, she looks at the phone like on in one of their yeah. Bags. <laughs> that was a bad one. It's on, and it's it's probably got a little. A little pop-up on it that says, working 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely working. Absolutely positive, you know. <laughs> like, there is no way in hell this phone is not working at this precise moment you're reading this. <laughs> the most workingest phone in the world. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. God can't make a phone work better than this phone works right now. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. I, I wish there was somebody that could have... Distilled that, but that's what it was like. It was like that phone is obviously working. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it yeah, totally. It was it was ridiculous. It was like, God, these guys suck. Like, oh, it's dead, and the, it's right there in their bed. I don't know. It made them look yeah. really silly. Hey, so we didn't we didn't really talk about that. No, we we really didn't. We kind of we kind of skimmed over. We that. totally glossed over that whole thing with um. I'm sure there's people listening like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you guys to talk about that scene. And you just glossed over it. Um, I was but yelling that, at my iPod the whole time. <laughs> exactly. I'm working on my spreadsheet, and my coworkers are like, why is that kid yelling? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and so that's what was weird was was when uh, yeah, because Dan tried to lie too, and we're gonna get batteries and you know all that stuff and yeah, and like the and they just like you know Kate was just figuring out you know every step of the way it was just obvious they were lying you know and and I think Kate you know Kate already is astute enough to tell when someone's lying, but it's like you know. They weren't even trying. <laughs> yeah. They weren't even trying, you know. I think, mm-hmm. you know, even Hurley would have been suspicious. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think I think he could have cracked that one. They may be they may be able to convince Claire. Claire would have Claire would have looked at the phone and saw the light and goes, Oh, that's the not working light. Mm-hmm. That light means it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. But um <laughs> that's Ow, yeah. that must mean it doesn't work. <laughs> There's a little Edith bunker too. Somehow. Um, all right, are we ready for the next scene? Um oh uh oh, that's what I was gonna say. I feel like this thing about the phone's not working, I don't think it's true, but it almost seems to me, as you say, like it's one of those things where, you know, the characters in the last episode said the phone was broken. Mm-hmm. And now he say like I don't know even though they they sort of had a shot where you see that that's not true, mm-hmm. it's certain things like oh the boar gone or whatever they start out as lies and then they just you know become become true. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. No, the boar is gone. Well, there's a boar right there. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was weird. It was like it became the boar heard that. The board was like, nobody wants us around. Let's leave. <laughs> They're yeah. all saying we left. Fine. We'll give them what they want. The bastards. Because <laughs> yeah. the board are pretty, pretty proud of themselves. Or Locke's speech about the others. You know. Like <laughs> that. What was it? They, uh, they attacked us. Like, um, yeah, it was. That was a pretty powerful speech there. Murdered us. Thing. Kidnapped us. Mm-hmm. We're not the only people on this island. We all know it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I he think for Peter long, Pan. like, that was his, I think that was his version of, of Anna Lucia's, like, one gun, one bullet speech. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, like, his chance yeah, that was to, his like, big speech. really get up and, like, convince people. And we all people know it. <laughs> And yeah. you know it, and you know it, and you know it. And they play it now as though it were a sincere speech. Yeah. You know, but if you watch it, you find out that he's just doing that to throw them off. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows Walt did it, and, you know, it's just weird. Like, when you know the real context, it's, you know, it loses something. Yeah. Because <laughs> he didn't really mean it at the time. So yeah. Anyway, that that's, it makes me think like they got, and also the thing with the ten best people or whatever, like they get that idea out there and and it just you know, or or the sky turning purple, like it just yeah it just, yeah it yeah just turns it turns into the truth. Ethan, it's some sort Ethan of like on the manifest. It's like a it's like a not a retcon, but it's like a like a they're doing it as it goes on, like a. A, a present tense retcon. Yeah. Like a, you know, they're sort of, they're sort of course correcting, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, we'll just kind of make it true. We'll keep, you know, you know, have people just say stuff and, yeah. And that's the party line. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's interesting. Uh, if the phone is actually working or, or I should say, isn't, it seemed like it was working, 
but we'll find out it wasn't. I mean, Frank did go back over there. That's true. And he could have gone to, you know, since it wasn't working, but I feel like he could have also got it. They could be working, and he contacted them, and now he's going to go back and, you know. Yeah. But it's so crazy. I can't believe he went back. Me either. That really shocked me. <laughs> I'm like, he was just like, yeah, he went back. I'm like, well, and he said, you know, I thought Frank went somewhere else. I thought maybe some other island was close enough to fly to, you know, mm-hmm. some some place for supplies or something. And then he's like, do you know any other place to land? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I hope, you know, I feel like I, you know, I don't know, I feel like a little puppy here who's just like begging for a treat. But I just, I really hope he, Frank lands on the mini island when he lands. I just, I just want to be right oh. about him landing on that. I just... <laughs> I just want them to use that darn like runway. I want it to. I want to have one thing in Lost where it, it, they brought it up, they made a big deal about it. It seemed like it was going somewhere. It didn't go anywhere, but it's gonna be used. <laughs> They'll do something now. Like <laughs> like I want them like you know or to like you know find the blast door map in the in the jungle and like mm-hmm. and like read one of the inscriptions and figure something out you know or you know like. Or, or, you know, find Adam and Eve's journal or something. Or, you know, like, I, I need something. And I feel like yeah. th- this is right for them to just, just even if he if, if it's just a mistake and he's like, oops, landed in the wrong spot. <laughs> 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 this isn't the island I meant to land on. Because uh, I feel like now he, they could do it. I mean, I feel like they could have a scene where he's flying back to the island and then he sees the mini island, and he decides to go check it out. Yeah, I don't know what he would find. I don't know who's there, but um, but I feel like he's by himself, uh, presumably. And um, and it'd be interesting if, to just if, if if they wanted to bring it up, they've got the time, they've got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because before he did need to land, he did need to land on the real island because you know they were trying to get say Desmond off and that everything else. Yeah, I think uh, I'm expecting. I don't think that he's going to. I uh, one thing. One thing I would wonder about that is how would if he were to land on the mini island runway, how would they indicate that that's what he was doing? What do you mean he would just land there? Well, but how? But how would the show tell us that that's where he is? Well, we would we would have to have a shot of the mini island, and you know, and the real island and the mini mini island in the same shot, and him heading for the mini island. Okay. And then him landing, and it 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 would look familiar to us. You know, he might go see. You know, we might pass by the cages. You know, where they were kept. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to bring up. I don't think they have those sets anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might. I mean, they might just be done with. This is just my hope against hope here. They might just be totally done with Minion. They might not ever go back to it. But the you know they brought it up in the Mobisode. I want to. I want to feel like they did that because maybe they are going to bring it up again. Or you know they could just be closing the case because they had the footage. You know. <laughs> Uh, so they might not be bringing it back up. So well, they're just like, hey, we got the footage. This what I'm expecting is, uh, I'm expecting that we will learn why they were building it. You know, we'll mm-hmm. learn why they wanted to build a um, uh, runway. But, but I think it's going to be, you know, I don't know. I, I, my my sense is that it's going to be a quick thing, mm-hmm. not like a big, a big production. 
Yeah. Oh, he wanted a runway because he wanted to, um, I don't know, fly he got t- Oh, God. I can tell you, see, he got tired of being going using the submarine. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, traveling by submarine was too whatever, and... Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, or, or I, I knew I was going to get locked to blow up the submarine, at, you know, mm-hmm. at some point. So I needed, you know, and another, you know. Something very straightforward like that where it's just yeah. like, oh, okay. You know, because yeah. I think they've set it up to, you know, um, not not totally run away from it, but to easily sort of explain it. Yeah. You know, so that's that's what I see in the future. But if they actually go back to it, you know, hey, I'll I'll be surprised. You know, um, I mean, because we, you know, we did see that whole thing too with um, the polar bear, you know, having the Hydra logo, and the polar bear in mm-hmm. Tunisia, you know, yeah. and I'm like, you know, that stuff is on the mini island, you know. Yeah, so. that's true. I feel like they might they they're doing something. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It's not but. it's not like the flame and the swan where they blew them up so they never have yeah. to show them again. Yeah, exactly. Um uh and there was a hint in a recent podcast that maybe someday we'd see the arrow again. But uh um, Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I thought that was weird. The storage one? Can't imagine why. Yeah, the storage one. <laughs> Well, maybe when we find maybe when we find out it was it was uh, Mikhail, uh, mm-hmm. Mikhail, God, um, in Jacob's cabin, he'll want his eye or something. Yeah. And someone will have to go get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And then... Give me my eye lock, and I shall tell you all you need to know about the island. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's that sounds like fun. I can't wait. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have to say, uh, Frank leaving like it's it's one of the times where I'm like, man, I just really didn't see that coming. I don't know, it just blindsided me. Yeah, it was it was like, where did the helicopter go? And I'm like, yeah, where did it go? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess I just had it in my mind that Frank was a part of the boat drama, and he couldn't just leave. You know, They've kind of been marginalizing him, yeah. You know, because he hasn't really helped them. He hasn't, you know, he wasn't there when they when they got into the, you know, phone, you know, the the communications room. Like mm-hmm. he hasn't really done a lot, and and I don't really know what his agenda is. And he doesn't seem to be on the same agenda as the as the boat crew either. You know, he's not really. I don't feel like he's doing a hundred percent, at least from the, this perspective. It doesn't look like he's doing a hundred percent to help the Losties, you know, Saeed and Desmond. But nevertheless, he he seems apart from the boat crew too. Yeah. And so he seems like he's just sort of a, you know, he's there, and we still don't even know why he's really there. You know, I mean, that's I guess that's part of what's going on. You we know, do know that he that he knew the pilot. He knew the pilot. He was supposed to he was supposed to be the one on that plane. He was supposed to be the pilot on the plane, and uh, and also from the report, he recognized that the dead body pilot was not the pilot. So mm-hmm. so he has that little thing. Oh, yeah. we gotta talk about that. Available. Oh, we gotta got talk about the plane wreckage. <laughs> we gotta talk about that scene of the captain. Yeah, it's quite a scene. Eh? The scene of a thousand confusions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's centuries from now. That's what <laughs> oh, yes. 
yeah, yeah. I mean, philosophers for eons will be to try to decipher this scene to figure out who did what and why. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. There were so many pronouns going around. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, what? Okay, oh, he did, oh, he did. Who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the yeah, it was weird. It's a it's a weird scene, but uh, we'll we'll get there. I think in the next ten hours, apparently, mm-hmm. where we're going. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> all right. So Frank, blah blah blah, and it was cool and it was fun. Next scene. Um. Uh, oh wait, no. what, what what scene do we just done? So anyway, so Frank gives him some lima beans, and he's like, "Sorry, oh. we had a little problem in the kitchen," which I guess maybe more more problems aboard the ship. You know, I don't know what happened in the kitchen, but uh, yeah, seems like something's going on. Uh, he says, you know, Sadie says, I, want, I, I still want to talk to the captain, and Frank goes, no, you don't. And then it's like later, it's like, why did you say no, you don't? It wasn't that big a deal. The captain was awesome, you know. The captain was like, wh- like the best we could have hoped for. He was totally forthcoming with answers. He was helpful. He was accommodating. Like, Frank made it seem like, you know, you don't, like, if you, like, if, like, if you talk to him, you know, you might die or something. They made the captain seem like he, he was like, you know, just, just someone to fear, you know? Yeah. That if you, if you talk to him, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, you might, and he might end up killing you just on a whim or something. Who right. knows? You know, who knows what the captain's going to do? Yeah. You know, but but um, and we'll get to it with the the note about don't trust the captain. Right. But, um, they were really building him up. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway, Frank leaves, and then we get the next scene. And I think in the last episode, or sorry, in the constant, they did that too, where it's mm-hmm. like when the captain finds out about this, you know. Yeah. He's gonna, you know. He's liable to have a nice conversation with us. And- I know, yeah. He's going to buy us a beer and uh, tell us how beautiful we look. I don't know. Um, so the next scene, we're on the beach. Son is sitting by the fire. Jen comes in with firewood, and he feeds the fire and sits beside her. And So they're sort of talking about everything that's been going on. And, uh, you know, this Desmond left. Desmond said he left three days ago. Why haven't they come back? And, and, um, <laughs> and then... Uh, then they kiss, uh, as only Sun and Jin can. Uh, and then, so, then they start talking about the baby, and Jin says, wants to talk about baby names, and Sun says, you know, he's talking in English, and Sun says, good, you're getting better. And, uh, but she doesn't want to talk about the baby names, and, and you know, she doesn't want to jinx it. So we find out Jen wants a girl, you know, and they talk about, you know, that's the thing with couples, and it's like, you know, I, and I get it. It has to be true that, you know, any any sort of expecting couple is going to have that, like, oh, I wanted to be a boy or a girl, and oh, you do, do you? You know, like, that's, how many times have we seen this scene? A lot. You know, like, they always, it's, it's always, it's always one person who, who voices their opinion about what they want. There's two ways it goes, either like, oh, I don't care either way. Me either, honey. Oh, I love you. Or it's like one person wants something and the other person's always... Their reaction is usually, oh, really? Hand on the hip, like, you do, do you? Like, mm-hmm. you think you're going to get your way, mister? Like, you know, it's always like, okay, guys, we get it, you know, but... 
it's just like, come on, let's 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 write a different scene. Show us show us those emotions in a context we haven't seen before. I don't know, you know? That's yeah. all I ask for. Innovation. I, think, <laughs> I, think, I want every scene to be innovative and the best of television. Is that too much to ask for? <laughs> <laughs> Are my standards too high if I want every, every scene to be like momentous and the best thing ever? I don't know. I think, although the larger plot and various things definitely have their problems, for me the most disappointing part of Lost is always the, the smaller character moments. I think I think they mangle those uh, yeah. to an extent more than they do anything else. And I think if they could make those good, Lost really could be, you know, a great show. You know, like, like just really take off. But, but you know, cause like, I, I want to like that stuff. But then they give us a scene like that. And, yeah, like how can I – how can I really sort of respond to a scene I've seen hundreds of times, um, yeah. you know, with with any kind of, like, you know, actual connection to it? I mean, it just, it seems so, like, robotic and obligatory. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they teach that scene in acting school. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, um, I mean, you, you, it's, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's pretty crazy, but I, and I feel like there there are there are shows that that do that do this better, where you know they have they have one thing that they're good at, but when they're but you know then then when they get to like you know this kind of stuff, it's still as good and interesting. Yeah. Um, and they don't really because I feel like I feel like with scenes like this, they're really just catering more towards the people that like scenes like that. They don't sort of make the effort to sort of, you know, sort of cross the, you know, uh, uh, bridge the two a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. you know, make it make it interesting to where you're going to satisfy the people who want the sort of emotional relationship stuff, but you're still going to keep the people who who will be satisfied with just an interesting scene, or you know, the scene done in an interesting way. Yeah. You know, but I think they're too willing to say, okay, well, this scene will be about keeping the folks who like this interested, and this scene will be about keeping the folks who like this thing interested. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because I, I, I think I have no problem with like pure personal drama mm-hmm. uh, if it's done in a in an interesting way. You know, and it can yeah. be. Yeah. I've seen a lot of examples of it. You know, there mm-hmm. there are other TV shows that I may not name that that do a better job of this and yeah. also have a uh, you know a, a plot side to the show. Yeah. You know. Um, so a lot of shows are like that. And I just yeah, for me that's where a loss like always fails. Yeah. You know. But uh, you know, not well not, always is too absolute obviously. Sometimes they're they're good, but um mm-hmm. you know, I think I think season 1 was probably the peak for those kind of things. Yeah. Um, that's when it was the most interesting, I think. Um I mean, like I said, I've 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 sort of liked all of Juliet's kind of stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. had those moments. Yeah, I agree. She she's she's good. Mhm. She's good. And with with yeah with material that that could be awful. Yeah, anytime. I mean, she's had quite a few scenes when it's just her and somebody else, and it's something you know. Um, nothing is, and I guess only a few things is sort of romantic, you know, on the romantic level. But uh, and those are still you know interesting too. But but yeah, you know, it's just like you know, Sun and Jen talking about their baby, and it's just like I that's not what I care about, and. and 
And if I don't inherently care about it and it's not written in an interesting way, then I just don't care about the scene. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I really feel like they could, they can approach the same subject matter in, in an interesting way. Yeah, yeah. Another thing that it, that it brings up, uh, just to briefly say, because it's, it's in a similar vein, the, the other place, the, probably what I'd say number two thing that lets me down as far as Lost goes is um, when it comes time for them to do something that's, that's kind of surreal or weird or scary. Mm-hmm. Like I, I really, I really wish they were better at that kind of stuff. They do. They have like this one approach to that. It's like it's a very like, I don't know what to call it, but they, the, every time they have to do that, it's like okay, here it is, guys. It's like a formula they use. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah, like I was thinking, for, just for a quick example, in the last episode, the other woman, when uh, when Harper appears to Juliet in the jungle, you know, after the mm-hmm. whispers, and she just says, long time no see. Like, at the time, I thought, like, what a boring thing to say. Like, you know, I, I mm-hmm. was like, I, I feel like there's got to be a better line <laughs> than that. Dude, long time no see? That's just the be- that's the best line you can have there. I mean, there's so much subtext there and, and history and, uh, yeah, long time no see. Yeah, it's it's almost like comic book. It's like, it's just like, it's, it's. There's no, there's no real like um, artistry to it. It's just like it's like a, it's like it. It says what it means. You know what I mean? Yeah. Instead of instead of it being something interesting that means long time no see, mm-hmm. uh, it's just it just is long time no see. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know? it's like the most sort of blunt, bland way you mm-hmm. can put it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Just state it flat out and exactly. You know? It's just like you know. You know, uh, I like you. You like me. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, um, it's a little too, it's a little too blunt and 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 uh, unrefined. Yeah, and there's just nothing mysterious about it either. It's sort of mm-hmm. to me, it just remove whatever you've built up with music and the way she's presented. I feel like it's just deflated by that one. Yeah, it's basically like she comes on screen and she basically says. I'm letting the audience know that it's been a long time since <laughs> I see Juliet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want them to know that I haven't seen her since the other scenes, which were flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it just, it's like, it's, because she, because the question in everyone's mind when she pops up is, is, is what is she doing here? And she answers you with like, you know, you know, hey, I know I'm not supposed, it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, <laughs> It's it's too like, ugh. you know, and then they just, they do that thing where like, you know, we talked about it before where like she pops behind, you know, it's always behind them. Like, you know, it's just, they've got to do it that way. It's always got to be behind them. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, you know, like when Hurley, you know, when Hurley was freaking out when he saw the whole thing with the cabins yeah. and stuff, you know, it's just like classic it's like classic, it's like cliche horror, you know? Yeah, I, like, I feel like the first horror movie should have invented that trick. Yeah, exactly. It should have been cliche by the second horror movie, yeah. you know, that did it. <laughs> yeah, having something appear behind someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it is really... And then, the, like, the, the, when he, like, fell down and, like, mm-hmm. and then someone above him. It's just mm-hmm. like... Really, guys? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they have to, like, you know, frighten us or, like, 
whatever. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do a bag of tricks. Yeah, yeah. We've got a big bag of, hard, of tricks in the hard section, and that's what they pull out. It's mm-hmm. like, wow. Yeah. Since and 1984. <laughs> and, like, I just, I want to be intrigued and creeped out by those scenes. I really do. Yeah. I love it when, when people can really do it. But, mm-hmm. man, they, they're always just, like, not good enough. Yeah. You know, like, come on, guys. You know. I mean, one or two times they've sort of gotten there, but in general, it just it just it just disappoints me. Anyway, just in that general category of aspects of loss that, you know. Yeah. Well, horror is. I, I mean, you know, you know your whole thing with horror and like the associated disappointment, mm-hmm. uh, masses of horror being one of them. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just like. Those are the masters of horror work, and they all and they all suck. I know, yeah, yeah. God, that's yeah. Good. Point. I didn't really think about how bad that was. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, I necessarily agree with all of them, but like a lot of the directors on there made at least one movie that I thought was really good, and you mm-hmm. get them all together. I mean, that many directors that I'm familiar with, you know, one show. Like, I would expect it to be just amazing, but yeah, you kind of hope they just they they just rename it to like you know like you know. Semi-professionals of horror, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, yeah, you know, uh, dabblers in horror, because <laughs> uh, you don't want the masters to not make great stuff. Yeah, you know? it comes across more like tired has-beens of horror. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people who need the work of horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and, and of course, you know, the example I always have in mind with this stuff is Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. You know, which, like, it it has bad stuff in it. Don't get me wrong. There's some bad stuff in there. But uh, but when it came time to get scary or weird, it was it was great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, it can sort of, you know, scare me in, in ways that most TV shows, you know, don't even try to. But, mm-hmm. you know, I think Lost, like, I feel like it wants to have that kind of effect. But, you know, sometimes when it goes for it, you know. But um, for some reason, never, yeah. I don't know if it's the writers or directors or the music. I don't know what the problem is, but it never quite, you know, gets there. They never reach the right tone, I think. They never, it never, I guess because of losses, you know that when they when they get into the horror side or, some, or this, you know, the suspenseful stuff, like, you know, you, you can, you, you know how long it's going to last and you kind of know, like, what, yeah, I just feel like you, it's it's so familiar that you just you you you're not gonna really get invested in getting freaked out. Yeah, you know, because I feel like you know, oh, in in a second it'll be a reveal of what's really going on or something. You mm-hmm. know, like if okay, I got thirty seconds and then this will be over. And be, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It does seem to have boundaries. There's, there's no real jeopardy. Yeah, you know when Hurley is freaking out about the, you know, you knew he you knew he wasn't gonna spend the rest of the episode being haunted by Jacob. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. It wasn't. It, it clearly wasn't like. Something that could follow him forever. Right? Yeah, and you knew, and you knew he wasn't going to solve it anytime soon. Yeah. You knew that, like you know, um, I mean, that's the thing. It's like you know what when you know the boundaries, you know, and and anyone who listens to this podcast knows lost enough to sort of know the boundaries of you know when they bring up something in a scene, how how far they're going to get into it, you know, and obviously there's some things you don't really know, you know, how big a deal it's going to be, but I I'd say in general, you know. Um, you know, when they bring up, you know, like the the idea of, you know, the problem in the kitchen, you know, we got one offhand comment about that. 
you know, um, so we can kind of gauge by that, you know, you know how how important that is, and when we'll find that out. You know what I yeah. mean? But like, and something as specific as as those little horror scenes and those moments, like you you know, like it's just it's gonna end. It's not gonna be like, oh man, it's gonna follow him the whole episode, or you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When you know when um like when uh what was I gonna say? Oh, like when um. <laughs> When I guess Michael is who apparently it is opens the the door for them, you know, um, like you, you you get a sense like you know he's he's not gonna just every turn he's gonna be there and it's gonna be somebody helping, you know what I mean? Like you get a sense, okay, it'll be here's something cool that they did and it's not gonna be that much more, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can just tell the boundaries of what they're gonna do, and so I think that sort of takes the jeopardy out of those situations. So when you're in like a suspenseful situation or sort of those horror things, it's like. Yeah, you know, not much is at stake. You know, how scared can you get? Yeah, you know, uh, ooh, somebody popped out, or or you know, um, this guy's dead, or like, you know, it's like okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but um, I feel it, I feel like you a, know, like the scene, the scene with Locke and Boone and further instructions, you know. He goes into the tent, like, I think it's supposed to have that tone, but it's like, he's just going to talk to him, and he's going to jump out of the tent, and that's it. Like, I don't know, it doesn't, it doesn't ever feel like, you know, I don't know. It's 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 clearly compartmentalized. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, that, that is part of the problem. I, I, you know, most of these characters, like, just can't, you know, the way the show goes, they never spend their time, like, dealing with some kind of mission <laughs> like that for, like, no, you no. know, very long. I mean, you know, a lot of them have seen stuff, but, like, it never lasts. It mm-hmm. never continues mm-hmm. to sort of, you know, bother them. Yeah, it's, I mean, most characters in most episodes have a certain thing they'll, they'll be dealing with, but it'll it'll kind of change, even if it's, you know, it changes by the scene. Even if it's, you know, even most of this episode is about, you know, Sun and Jen's relationship. What, you know, the crux of each scene is about changes, you know, and it's like, so you know, like, they're not going to be embroiled with, um, you know, uh, her cheating on him for forever. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, they're gonna resolve it. They're gonna get, they're gonna get past it or not get past it or, or, or reach a different state, a situation. They're not gonna, you're not gonna see five more scenes of them talking about it, you know. I'm sorry it's a long time, I'm sorry it's a long time, and they argue and they argue and then they're done, and then the next episode we come back and they're still talking. That's not going to happen. Yeah. You know, and it didn't happen even in the same episode. You know, they had one scene where they talked about it, and he went and talked to Bernard and he came back fine, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing, you, yeah. So that that's part of the problem is you, you, you know, you're sort of, you know the boundaries and you know what they're going to deal with, and so... And now, even you know, you sort of throw into the mix now we, with the flash forwards. You know who who's not going to die, who is going to die, you know potentially, and so that sort of even more defines the boundaries. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, if anyone points a gun at Saeed, you know, I'm mm-hmm. sorry, you're not killing him. You know, <laughs> he's not going to die. Um, yeah, he can walk up, put his head to it, and say, "Go ahead." Yeah, he's always in. It, it, I, I, I almost wish there was some way where, like, if, you know, some sort of time paradox where somehow you could get into the situation where if you if you knew you were alive in the future, 
that that like somehow time worked that if you if somehow you found out you you were in, in, you know intrinsically alive in the future that that somehow would prevent you from dying in sort of the past or or like your present mm-hmm. so like for Saeed if somehow he knew he was alive in the future like that knowledge would somehow make it where like he just couldn't die mm-hmm. and he could just like be the biggest badass ever cuz he just no matter, you know, if someone shot at him, like, somehow the universe would protect him because he just can't die. Yeah. You know, the bullet would ricochet off of something, or the gun wouldn't work, or, you know. Um, that'd be interesting if that were somehow true, and he could just, like, manifest some weird power that way. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, that'd be that's crazy. Just, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Not at all. Not on this show. Mm-mm. Um, so what are we doing? So that was a slight digression uh, from the uh, <laughs> the little scene with Son and Jen where they talk about the baby, and uh, Jen wants a girl, and Son says, oh, you want a girl? She wants a girl because the title episode is a girl's name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I feel like it is. If it was a boy's name, I think he'd want a boy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it works, but something tells me uh, he wants whatever the title episode is. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It would have been weird if they made that not true. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let's get off the island first. Then we can pick a name. It's like deal. <laughs> What a deal that is. <laughs> Let's get rescued from our certain death, and then we'll pick baby names. It's just like, you know, someone's stuck on the top of a mountain, and it's like, we've got more pressing issues here. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's a deal anyone would take. Uh, mm-hmm. No, I want to talk about the baby names now. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Uh, okay, so the next scene, um, it's Sun, and she's in a room. She's sort of in, like, a hotel room, kind of looks like. and uh, or Maybe it was. I don't know. Did you think it was a hotel room? I kind of did at first, yeah. It came across uh, as a hotel room. Yeah, oh, no, no, maybe that's their house. I don't think it was. But... Yeah, it sh- I don't think it should have been, but it did seem like a hotel room. Yeah. Right? That was the oh, did her dad own hotels? Yes, yes. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So or she's probably saying he... what her. Actually, or, actually, well, I think it was. Wasn't it? Um, her. You know. Oh, Aldi? it was Jay's. Yeah. Jay. Oh, so is she at Jay's hotel? Hey. No, he's dead, isn't he? He's dead. Yeah, he killed oh. himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she could be at his hotel, but he's probably not hey, there. Hey, spirit form. It's like, hey, she's not having sex with him because mm-hmm. he's dead. All right. Um, okay, so anyway, so she's just going about her duties and being, you know, it's weird when she, I get, you know, I sort of thought, you know, of course, as everyone else kind of thought, I think, to a certain point, uh, that this was a flashback, um, because, because I thought it was a flashback because she had her, like, princess son face on, you know, where she'd, like, I feel like, you know, in those old days when she, you know, those flashbacks, she just had that air of being daddy's little princess, you know? Yeah. And I feel like she kind of had that persona, too, you know, like, like just, you know, like, I don't know, something that came across. Maybe it's just because she's clean or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her face isn't dirty like it is on the island. 
Um, but anyway, um, so she's going about her stuff, and then she sort of put on her makeup and stuff, I guess, and um, and then uh, she picks up the phone. She's not feeling good. She picks up the phone and dials and stuff. It looks like she dials nine one one, which I, I wonder if if they have nine one one in Korea. She dials oh. three. She dials three numbers, and I, I was really wondering if if it was one of those weird like. American script things where they just said mm-hmm. she dials nine one one and she did, or if, or you know what exactly they told her or what exactly she dialed like, you know just I wonder what happened there. Mm-hmm. It looks like she dialed nine one one to me though. Yeah, but they might have nine one one there. I have no idea. They might. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so um, never even and huh? I never even thought of that problem. Yeah, um, it was just like what was that thing? That that was that was like that before something in season two I think or season three, where like uh, oh the the like oh the universal healthcare the universal healthcare yeah. yeah and there was another there was another thing about um, uh, where Locke says winter's coming soon, mm. mm-hmm. which which you know which isn't which isn't right because they're in the southern hemisphere yeah oh Locke <clears throat> yeah <laughs> I know. Now it's just Locke being Locke. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. That's probably what they'd say. Yeah, exactly. I, that's I, so I, what they'd say. I think maybe that's just Locke being Locke. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> if I were a betting man. <laughs> God, those fuckers. I know. Uh, so she calls emergency services, and uh, she says she needs an ambulance, and what's the problem? And she says, I'm pregnant. I think something's wrong. This is the reveal that, oh, no, she's pregnant, so this is a flash forward. Whoa. Yay, we're all happy. I was sure that this was a flash forward, mainly because uh, we haven't had any non-flash forwards this season except – the the uh, the Bodies episode and mm-hmm. and and Desmond's time travel episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and and also I mean we've been talking about those Shannon Six and like Sun was like a prime suspect. As soon as they showed her, I was like, okay, this is a flash forward. I was sure, but you're right, they did try to kind of sell it. I think as a flash. They forward. always do that. They always <laughs> they take every opportunity they can to to make a, a false grounding for their scenes like this. It's always like. They do. They just like they always try to like. They can't just you know show her show the belly at the beginning and and at the beginning of the scene. You know mm-hmm. they don't want to make the drama. It's not just good enough that the drama is her. You know she's she's you know having early labor or she's just going into labor or whatever. Um, it's like no. Not only it's like hey here's son just hanging out. Oh no something's wrong with her. Oh no she's pregnant. You know like that's what they're going for instead mm-hmm. of just being like. Hey, her son hanging out, and she's pregnant. Right. And then, oh no, something's wrong with her. You know, mm-hmm. they always want to go that extra level, which I guess is good. I don't know. It's supposed to be good. I, I it's think it's supposed to be good. I, think I guess they, if they do it all the time, like it gets a little. Warm. Yeah, it seems like they could like not do it once. You know, just to <laughs> just to try it. Just to try <laughs> yeah. it. Just for, just for, uh... It's just worth for, it. Just for, you know, experimentation. Yeah, yeah, just for the randomness sake. Um, yeah, spice things so, up a bit. next scene, we got Jin. He's in a, going to a little toy store. He's browsing the toys. Uh, the owner says, can I help you? And he says, yeah, I'm looking for a panda. And he shows him where the panda is, and he, he gets it, and he asks if he wants a gift wrap. And, of course, 
Uh, he's like, no, I've got to get to the hospital. And he says, how much is it? And he says, 50,000 won. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you said $50,000. And I'm like, that's a lot for a panda. Um, but, um, you can quote yeah. me on that one. Yeah, exactly. What an expensive panda you have here, sir. <laughs> how much for a rhinoceros? <laughs> um, so, um, so they talk, and, you know, is it a boy or a girl? He says, I don't know yet. He says, well, don't worry. Everyone loves a panda. And he goes, yes, yes. I'm on, you know, he gets a phone call. And he says, yes, I'm, yes, yes, I'm on my way. And the guy, the store owner, wishes him good luck and gently is. Um, in this scene, you know, I kind of thought the way that they played it with the store owner, there was some little – I felt like the, the store owner was a little suspect. And I felt like – I felt like there was something going on a little bit more. He gave a couple looks that, that piqued my interest. What did you, did you get that at all in this scene? Um, mm, he seemed a little weird. I didn't think much of it. I didn't think it mattered. And maybe even more so, I think in the next scene that he's, when Jen comes back, I think there's a, there's a bit more in the look department there. Mm-hmm. Cause there's, you know, because, and I, and I think it's sort of predicated by how Jen lost the panda too. I thought was weird, weird, you know, it seemed, it seemed like a setup almost. At least that's the sense I got, you know, some guy bumps into him and he drops his phone. Then, oh no, some guy, you know, jumps yeah. into a cab with a panda in it. Who jumps into a cab yeah, yeah, yeah. with someone else's huge personal belonging in there? As it, oh, is, is this your cab? <laughs> like, I didn't notice the giant panda. I thought that was part of the cab. Like, come on. I, I really thought, <laughs> yeah, and like it just seemed, it seemed like if they wanted to, if they were setting him up, that's how they would have set him up. This, you know? this, this bit of Jin's, um, what what is revealed to be a flashback, uh, reminds me of the like. I feel like it should be the beginning of a. Um, <laughs> of like of like a a sort of a, a charming holiday comedy. Yeah, it really should be. It's like he's he's the big time businessman who doesn't have time for his family. Yeah. and like, and you think like, oh no, he's about to have a baby, and but oh no, he's so dedicated to his career that he went to his you know business interests mm-hmm. instead of his own wife. And, and he's going to learn his lesson by the end of this 90-minute exactly. PG, PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> that's right. That's uh, right. You know. And, uh, yeah, that's what it seems lot. like. We won't step over. I think a lot of it had to do with the music. I think it yeah, was a very sort of, totally like, upbeat, like jaunty tone. And it was like, dee-dee-dee-dee-dee, Jim yeah. buying a toy. Yeah. And like, it was like weird. The, the kind of movie I'm thinking of is maybe, like, Groundhog Day or mm-hmm. something like that. A movie that starts off with this bitter, I'm thinking, cynical I'm thinking, uh, character. I'm thinking the uh, the Nicolas Cage, Cialione classic uh, Family Man. Mm-hmm, sure. You sure. know, where it's just like, I can't wait for Don Cheadle to show up and teach Jen a lesson about mm-hmm. life, you know, as the angel. And Yeah, that's what it seemed like, you know. I, I This whole flashback was just so worthless to me. Like, it was it was just worthless. It didn't, all it did was, was, was build up to one little idea that might not even be true, <laughs> you right. know. What is that Jen is dead? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you guys spent all the time and energy to show us this whole flashback, and it was, now that when we watch it, when we forever watch this, 
we, we know what we're watching, and it's, yeah. and it's not interesting anymore. We already saw Jen be, you know, be very um, um, uh, ambitious and whatever with, with Mr. Pike, you know, doing whatever it takes. We've seen that. We know him to be that. And, and to show us that again as a flashback, as a, you know, sort of um, um, uh, beguiling flashback, um, like, uh, it, it's just, like, weird to me. I'm like, come on, you guys could have done something else. Show us something new we didn't know about him in that time period. You know, like, um, I, I don't see why they couldn't have done that. You know why did why did they just have to recycle so sort of this thing we've seen before? Yeah. You know, um, and I even thought I mean I was giving them a lot of credit. Some of these twists and turns, I was thinking, oh okay, this is a flashback, but you know maybe this or maybe that, and then oh even at the end when I was thinking um, when you when you sort of find out when he says I've been married two months, I'm thinking, oh oh maybe they're doing it where he did get off the island and this is a flash forward. And and he just remarried, like you know, something happened, and he mm-hmm. he didn't get back. Like he sort of, we'll find out something happened with him and son, and they don't end up together, but they get off together, you know, or something, and he just gets remarried. And I thought maybe that's what they were gonna hit us with, you know. Yeah. But of course, it's not that interesting. Uh, he's just dead. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a flashback. Yeah. You know? That's actually what I thought initially, but upon review, yeah, he, I, yeah. He's dead. It's a flashback. Mm-hmm. So, I anyway. I to be crazy, too. I was like, son's living under an assumed identity. And, <laughs> and you know, and Jen's still working for her father somehow. And Yeah, I thought it know. was, I thought part of it was like, oh, no, he came back and had to work for Pike again. I thought that was part of the, like, yeah, drama we were witnessing was that oh like no one he got yeah he got rescued but he you know he ended up back working for Pike so part of his story is going to be how did that come about because he wanted to leave last time we you know last time we had to deal with that he was trying to escape yeah you know so I thought that was interesting you know and they had that whole thing about wanting to go back to Korea you know um, in this episode so you think well maybe they're back in Korea together but. Yeah, right. They are yeah. not just a, not in the same time frame. Right. <laughs> there are questions about Jen um, that are, I think, legitimate. But uh, I'm I'm totally convinced that Jen does not get off the island. He's not one of the Oceanic Six, and and this was a flashback. Mm-hmm. Th- those three things, I'm I'm sure of. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, there are still a few questions about him that are reasonable to still ask, but yeah, anyway, that's, that's, I think we can be sure of those things. And I'm sure that the next scene is a son and Jen scene. Yay. Uh, what happens? <laughs> Something special. <laughs> so, uh, so the next scene, we're on the beach, uh, inside of Jen and son's tent, the tent of love. Uh, Jen's sleeping, and Sun wakes him up. Um, and then um, she says, Jack and Kate are back. So they get up and they go, and Kate's uh, going to get some water. I love this, by the way. That's something Lust does a lot. Like, some some characters just like, blah, blah, blah are back. And then mm-hmm. and then they go like I don't know they always they always shoot it that way I don't maybe that's the only way to do that scene 
It's mm-hmm. just it's just weird that somebody always says it and then they look and then we're like, yeah, oh, look, yeah. back. We usually don't yeah. like march back with the people who are coming back. No, we don't. They always they always sort of want to surprise us with that. Uh, well, yeah. there's been a few times where we I think there's been a few times where we've come back from the perspective of the people coming back. Mm-hmm. Few and far between, though. It's usually. Hey, somebody's back. Yeah, <laughs> and if they've been gone for a long time, like we'll we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see it from their point of view. Yeah, if it's a yeah. Big reunion. Yeah, like, um, even even like I remember uh, what was the one? It was uh, oh when Michael came back, like mm-hmm. you know they had like they had a whole scene, and then suddenly they're just like, oh Michael's standing over there. <laughs> like, <laughs> they don't yeah. gotta realize it. Like look. Like he, but the way they shot it, like they should have seen him a long time ago. Yeah, it was, you know, weird. It was really weird. Anyway, um, so so the next scene, this is the scene I mentioned earlier that I really appreciated. Um, it was like, let's take a moment to talk to Kate. You know, like it was yeah. just like time out on Lost, and let's let's just let's just talk about what's been going on. Um, so so Jen Jen in his great English. What happened? <laughs> All right. Uh, it was great. I uh, thought Kate should have been surprised, but she wasn't. Um, she says, you mean before or after the redhead knocked me out? Oh, God. Uh, you know. What's the deal with lines like that? I don't know. You know, I, 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 I'm really thinking, like, you, you don't, we don't usually see people, especially this soon after an, an altercation, complaining about the altercation. Like, you know, uh, because wasn't Charlotte back with him? Was Charlotte there yeah. in that scene? Yeah, that was the thing. It was like they shoot her, they show her. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was just like, you know, in terms of the timeline, you know, just before this, you know, and in terms of Kate's sort of storyline, she got hit, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, and now she's talking about it, and it's just like that doesn't usually happen where someone is sort of attacked or something, and they're just talking about it the next scene, pretty much, you know, the next like thing, like. And the person is there, you know, it's just like, I, I don't know, I feel like there's some, like, unresolved issues. Like, they should, you know, she should apologize for hitting her or something, I don't know. But mm-hmm. but it was weird, yeah. And um, uh, so she says, uh, so, oh, yeah, so Simon looks at Charlotte and turns her to Kate, and, and she hit you? <laughs> that bitch did what? Um, and she says, you know, I ran to my way back from Locke's camp. Why would she do that? And she says... I guess she didn't want to explain why she was on her way to, to a poison gas factory. <laughs> what a what a load she just delivered, I, you know. Yeah, like, son has to process that. Okay, you get a what now? <laughs> uh, I didn't learn poison gas factory when I was uh, learning English from my uh, co-adulterer. Um, so, Julia, and then she says, Julia told that's like, Jack. That's was one a, of those comebacks that, like, should never, you know, I don't know. Where's Mommy? Oh, at the Poison Gas Factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, like, shouldn't just come out of nowhere like that. Yeah. Like, where's Mommy? Oh, Mommy went to sign up uh, to, for the Interstellar Alien War. Mm-hmm. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, she's halfway to Pluto by now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect that one, Dad. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're burning the French toast. You gotta. Mommy makes it with cinnamon. 
Like, if you're following the external story, like, it's like, okay, you, you're comfortable with it. But to Sun, like, this is, this yeah. is, quite, a, this is quite a low. Like, to, to, her, to hear that there's a, not only is there a poison gas factory, but people, but other people know about it and we're about mm-hmm. to do something with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so and, and, and she could have easily, you know, she didn't know, she had no clue, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, it's just so weird. So anyway, um, I mean, she says, why would Juliet lie about that? Force of habit, you know, the first bit of anti-Juliet propaganda, mm-hmm. I think, uh, sort of in this episode. Uh, and then she says, why were they going there in case they turn it off to deactivate the gas? I guess, you know, she, they wanted to earn some brownie points. Um, although Kate knows why they turned it off, but I guess she's just being cynical. Because the reason that they'd said, I think she was there when they said it was, you know, to to make it inert. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, she, didn't they say that? She says that. She just said that, to turn it off. But, I mean, I'm sorry. My point was, yeah, she said to turn it off to deactivate it, but, but the reason that they deactivated was because they didn't want Ben to use it against them. Yeah. You know, but she just said, she makes it a little more, a little more of a cynical approach just to say they wanted some brownie points. But it could be they didn't want to die, Kate. Um, yeah. One or the other, I don't know. Um, so Sun said, do you think they're really going to rescue us? <laughs> it was like every question was like the, a question that I feel like the sort of average audience would ask. And at the very end, you know, which was the sort of the big question is, are they going to rescue us? And, you know, after all of this, you just, you know, the answer can't be yes. Mm-hmm. And then she does, she does a great job of putting it in, in very good terms of just saying, and all the time they've been here, they talk about a lot of things and none involved rescuing us. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about this idea that Kate seems to believe that um, it was a poison gas factory and not a power station. You're right, and that's something I had no idea. Uh, if she hadn't said that, I would have gone on believing that. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was uh, a power station that had a poison gas like we talked about why why does this power station have post like is it what does that even mean you know yeah uh, and so you know what's cool about this and they don't really say it but if you everyone remembers at the end of the last episode Kate went with Charlotte to get information mm-hmm. and we unfortunately stayed with Jack and Juliet yeah for their <laughs> tender moment of the week yeah instead of getting the the real scoop on what's going down um we were hanging out with them mm-hmm. um but um so um that's what so it's interesting that Kate kind of knows a little bit more than than I guess you know, Jack and, and anyone else kind of knows. Maybe Juliet knows what's the deal. But but I don't know. That's the thing. Maybe Juliet thought it was a power station. Who knows if she's ever been there before? You know, she could have only just heard about it from what Ben has said about it. Uh, we don't really know what Juliet knows about it. Um, so she could be lying. She may not have been lying. Ben lied to her about it, quite a few things. You know, Ben lied to everyone about, you know, Gretchen and Bonnie uh, and the and the flooding of the station, you know, so... Uh, you know, the uh, looking glass station. So um, he's not above lying to people about things. So I don't know if Juliet really knew about it or not. But uh, but it's interesting that we kind of find out sort of sort of subtly that it might not be a power station. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I believe it. Mm-hmm. I, I believe it, but I still feel like, is it still a power station, though? Like, you know, like, does it... Because st- I feel like I like the, having an answer to where the power comes from. I don't want to give that up. It's it's a small thing, but, like, 
if it's not a power station at all, I feel a little let down that because it was like one thing closed, a very old thing of how do they get their power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, and I, I, I kind of hope that it's like, yeah, it's a power station, but that's you know, you know, but it's somehow because even even it being a poison gas like like why why would they have a factory that makes this gas? You know, like like what what's the point of that? Yeah, that's... I why would you no need to continually, pro, you know, make this, like, poisonous gas? It's very like strange thing. This doesn't make any sense. So, I don't know. Maybe she's just being, like, she's just being flippant and, and very cynical. Um, and, and maybe, you know, that's, that's that's the thing about this line. I don't know if she's, if she's, if she's, if we're supposed to take it as face value or not, you know. Because mm-hmm. it's almost like, you know, you know, if Sawyer said this, I would, you know, I would feel like, okay, he's just being, he's just being cynical. He's just, he's just, you know, being sarcastic about it, it being a poison gas factory. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I could see. If she, and if she said something else, like it, it was a, a chemical processing plant, I would believe her. You know, but she says poison gas factory, mm-hmm. which is like who, you know, you don't really, there's not a lot of opportunities to build a poison gas factory. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> So anyway, um, not sure how to take that, but I, I would say there, there, there might be some more to learn about this, uh, the Tempest. And I have a lot of questions about how safe a poison gas factory would be to work in. How what? How safe? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends on like what I guess what you're doing and like how much poison gas you're and like I don't know. I mean, you know how it's being handled and shit and stuff. And, yeah. and, 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 and I guess all you need is an oxygen mask, apparently. I mean, or I guess they had a whole suit, but maybe, I don't know, does it burn your skin or if it's, it's just toxic if you inhale it? Or Yeah, yeah. It's um, If we're assuming that's what it did to Dharma, it looks like it just, it just kills you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, like, singe your skin or whatever, burn through it or... Maybe it maybe it crystallizes them and turns them into mannequins. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's. Uh, I guess that's a possibility. Theory of the okay. week. Okay. Um, All right. Are we ready for the next scene? Um, All the stuff we're talking about will be coming back up. Yeah. Yeah, like. yeah. Yeah. Kind of, um, you know. But I, but I believe. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Uh, the original answer I thought for power was geothermal generators. I think sometime in season two they said uh, that that's how the Swan Station got power. I don't remember how they figured that out or why they said that, but that I remember that being in season two, and I, I thought that was the official answer for power. Well, well, but but what is that? What are the implications of that now that the Swan is gone? I mean, is, do all the stations power themselves? Is there is there a central power station? Is you know what I mean? Like, and now that the Swan is gone, sure, maybe the Swan powered itself with geothermal, but now that it's gone, what does that mean? You know? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like we don't really have an answer. I mean, we have a method, but we don't really know how how it works. Mm-hmm. You know how it's hooked up or. Or you know, is there is there a place they could turn it off? You know, um, mm-hmm. is there a central location to 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 sort of control it and stuff? You know, yeah, that kind of thing. Which you would imagine there would be, I think, unless each sort of each sort of thing has its own separate kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know how geothermal yeah. stuff really works, but I have no idea. I think they just put. Uh, 
salt and vinegar together and stick a wire in it and you get an electricity. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what geothermal is? Salt and vinegar? Um, I don't think, I think that would do anything if you put those together. Salt and vinegar? Uh, no, I don't think so. But if you put it underground, that's when the magic happens. Um... So the next scene, uh, we're on the freighter. Desmond is in a bed. He wakes up and sees Saeed eating the lima beans. They exchange pleasantries. Um, Saeed says, you know, I hope there is other kitchen issues. <laughs> He's like, I may be a torturer, but I don't want to torture my taste buds. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Desmond notices a piece of paper slipped to the door, and he's like, Saeed, what's that? <laughs> this is this is the first, like, the the other um, ghostwriter scene that I that I thought. I'm like, hey. I thought he was going to say, hey, a note. And he was like, hey, what's that? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's obviously a note. And then Saeed goes over and goes, it's a no. <laughs> and then and then he kind of starts to unfold it, and then he's like, three days ago, when I was in Locke's camp, Ben claimed he had a spy on the boat. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we all remember. Keep going. Open the note. You know, but it's just like he's he's got to catch everyone up. Yeah. You know, um, and then he unfolds the piece of paper, and it says, don't trust the captain. Um, I just thought that was, <laughs> what's that? <laughs> I know you've been through some trauma recently, Desmond, but um, I think it might be a nobody. Uh, at the very least, it's a piece of paper. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I'll read it. You stay there. <laughs> Eat some lima beans. Calm down. Um, I thought they went a little slow with that scene. But anyway, so we get to know don't trust the captain, which, of course, will precede them needing to trust the captain because the captain gives them – Every bit of it, you know, inkling they should trust him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in true loss fashion. So, um, next scene, we're on the beach. Uh, son approaches Dan as he's trying to fix the telephone. Maybe it was broken. I forgot about that. I oh, oh, I was going to say about the, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, wow, good point. I didn't even catch, uh, I didn't even catch the, uh, that he was working on that. I didn't either. I didn't, oh. I guess it is broken. Apparently, that's weird. <laughs> that is weird. I didn't even. I didn't know what he was working on. Is that the phone? It looks like he took it apart. It looks like the phone to me. Well, okay. Yeah, I'd buy it. I'm starting to think the phone's broken. <laughs> Everybody's saying the phone. When it's when yeah when, when if it looks like it's broken and talks like it's broken, walks like it's broken. Yeah, I think it's a duck. Uh, the thing I was going to say about the note is if they hadn't had the note and like also all the weird build up about the captain like I would have just totally believed everything the captain says I still believe everything the captain says I don't I don't feel like there's any reason not to trust what he said I mean I feel like everything that he said and maybe maybe you can think of some st- when we get to that scene. Maybe you have some ideas. But from what I remember, everything that he said, line, it all made sense to me. It all made sense why he's there, why they, why Widmore be interested. Uh, the whole thing about the cover up. Um, you know, there, there's I feel like a little bit of confusion about what, who did the cover up and why. And, and there was some weirdness there. I still couldn't really figure out. But um, I think I got what they're trying to tell us, but um, I didn't really, I didn't really see at any point that that the captain was saying anything that I'm like, well, that's not true, or that shouldn't be true, you know, like, 
if what he's saying is a lie, I just don't I just don't know what the truth is. You know, if, if Widmore is not his boss, I don't I don't know who is. If if he's not there because of what he said he's there for, I don't know why he's there, you know. Mhm. So so that's what's weird to me is the the don't trust the captain stuff. I feel like I, I feel like it's almost like a reverse red herring. You know, like it's it's sort of reverse because because we've get we we got this spy who's telling us this and so we want to believe it. But it might not be true. Like maybe Michael's wrong, you know. Yeah. Uh, or maybe, or maybe we haven't seen an instance where we shouldn't trust the captain yet. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe he'll start off by telling the truth, and then we'll we'll forget about the note or whatever, and we'll believe him. And then later something will happen, and we'll believe him because we believed him the first time, and that's when we shouldn't have trusted him or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I would, I would never even thought of like not believing him or whatever. Yeah, exactly. like, he's I mean, as Saeed says later, he's surprisingly forthcoming. Like he he shows up and starts talking and just like mm-hmm. he never he never seems to try to be uh vague about things or talk about things like in that mm-hmm. language they like to use on law. You know he's like the, he's the anti Ben. Totally, yeah, definitely the anti Ben and, and just in general like people ask questions like, Oh, it's it's complicated. You can't understand. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll put it in terms you can understand. You know, yeah. he, he just he speaks straightforwardly about why he's there, what's what he wants, what's going on, what they're gonna do, and it just uh shocked me. I really uh, uh was not expecting the captain to be that way. He's just he's just he doesn't come across as diabolical. He comes across as like straightforward, like I'm gonna get my stuff done. Yeah, yeah, he does seem very straightforward. Um, and I, I like that. It was it was kind of refreshing. Since the captain was the best, expected. yeah, he was the best. I, I like that whole thing. It was very surprised. I didn't, ex- you know, you think of an old freighter captain, you don't, you don't think of that guy. Yeah, definitely. I yeah, he was younger than I expected. Definitely. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Um. So, next thing, we're on the beach. Okay, yeah, so Daniel is uh, trying to fix the phone because it's apparently broken, folks. Um, and so, you know, Sun introduces herself. This is another one of those scenes where you don't really you don't really get these scenes a lot where, you know, some new character we're very familiar with is, in a, you know, is sort of formally talking to some person who is sort of tangential, who, who has been tangential for a long time to, like, that, that character storyline, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like, you know, Rose coming to talk to Desmond or something in season, t- you know, three or something. It's just like, hi, I'm Rose. Let's talk. Yeah. Like, yeah. what? We don't have anything to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. so, um, so he says, you know, hi, I'm Dan. I got to tell you, I love Daniel, man. He's, he's, uh, he's always great. He's always great. I love, I love, I love how they write his character. Uh, and, you know, he's like, hi, Dan, you know, something I help you with. And she's like, I'm two months pregnant. And he's like, it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's like, oh, wow, that's congratulations. Um, and then she says, so are you here to rescue us? And he kind of hesitates. And she says, you know, it's a simple question. Are you going to rescue us or not? And he says, well, it's not really my call, son. And he goes, whose call is it? And, and he doesn't say anything. And then she's like, thank you. Yeah. Um, what I thought was weird that she did there is say it's a simple question and then ask a different question. Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> you know whether they're there to rescue them is different from are they going to rescue them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know I think the question are they there to rescue them seems to be clearly no. 
but uh, uh, are they is really the important one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And maybe maybe the idea is she kind of distilled it down to that, you know, like she she's like, okay, I'm going to make it even simpler here, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. It, you know, she's like, it's a simple, like maybe she, you know, what she said, she was like, okay, I need to rephrase this. It's simple, and here are the terms. Yeah. Are you going to rescue us or not? I think she that she was kind of prefacing it, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, because that's really what it's about. It doesn't really matter why you're here so much as are you going to rescue us or not yeah. now that you are here. Right. Um, and, and I like the really simple response. About, rather than, yeah. like, motivations or whatever. Yeah, and, and, and I like his just simple response of, you know, it's really not my call. Um, and I don't I don't understand why he couldn't say whose call it is. And and that's, you know, when the captain had that moment of, you know, when Saeed was like, I don't think you're going to tell us who he is. And, I, you know, I've always, we've always been like, just say it. Like, you know, why is it such a big mystery? And, uh, you know, Sun isn't going to know who Charles Woodmore is. Mm-hmm. You know, and he could say any name. It won't even matter. Like, you know, um, because, you know, I feel like t- for her to ask, I mean, maybe he just doesn't want to lie, obviously, but it's just like, you know, it doesn't really matter. Just say something. They don't know who it is, you know, but I guess the audience cares, so they can't say yet. Mm-hmm. Um, next scene. You ready for the next scene? Uh, yes. On the beach, Jack and Jen are eating, um, and Jen says, can you pass the cereal? And Jen, Jack passes the cereal. Uh, very flabbergasted. He's like, can I pass the what? <laughs> like, uh, you're speaking English there, buddy. Um yeah, and uh, he's like, pretty good English, Jen. Uh, and he goes, thank you, I understand better than I speak. Uh, which is just like the writers telling us, you know, don't worry if Jen can understand what's going on, he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Jack says, has son been teaching you? Just been picking it up. He says, oh, son's been teaching me, Sawyer too. Son is better. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Um, and then Jack says, I bet. Um, and then son comes over. <laughs> I love how Sun came over and Jack's like, hey, Sun, how you going? And she's like, Jack, oh, you, uh, great, thanks. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, she's, she's, I don't think she's all about Jack right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, she's like, the morning sickness has stopped. It's been nice. He goes, that's good. If you need to let me know. And she's like, yeah, right, I'll let you know, all right. Um, Jack leaves and then Jen says, do you want some breakfast? And she's like... Uh, I just love how, you know, she's obviously preoccupied. <laughs> and Jen, you know, asks her in English, you know, you want some breakfast? And I just feel like she's like, not now with the English, Jen. We've got stuff to talk about. <laughs> you know, save it for later. We, <laughs> I got to, you know, you got to do yeah. what I say. Don't ask questions. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like, like you're you're in the middle of doing your taxes or something, and your dog comes up with, like, yeah. a in its mouth. And it's like, exactly. no, no, no. No. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I know I've been working with you all day on, on fetching the ball, but right now, like, you know, my house is on fire, dog. Yeah, yeah. Just can't, can't do it right now. Um, but look, but look, I can do Yeah, play. any other time it would have gone out perfectly, but she's, she's, she's preoccupied. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's like, you need to do what I say, and then ask Christ, like, what's the matter? And she's like, we need to find food for two days. Meet me at the tent in 20 minutes. I'm like, why can't you, you guys go pack together? Where, where are you going to be? In, where, where is son going to get in 20 minutes that Jen doesn't yeah. need to do? Yeah. I, that was so weird. Like, meet me in 20 Meet you where? 10 feet away from where yeah, we yeah. are I'm now? Yeah, right now. But you, you go. You go later. <laughs> okay. 
okay, we need to pack and, and, and use the bathroom, okay? You go to the restroom first, and I'll pack, and then I'll use the restroom, and you pack. Then we'll meet at the car. Like, shut up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, so anyway, so she says, why, what happened in there? We're going to Locke's camp uh, in Korean. Ooh. So. Um, so, and at this point, I'm thinking, okay, Sun and Jen go to Locke's camp. I know Hurley gets rescued. I know Sun gets rescued. Uh, and I'm like, okay, so how is this going to be that three people, you know, uh, get rescued from Locke's camp? Yeah. You know, who are the people who want to stay? I was like, okay, that's weird. But, of course, it's not what happens. But mm-hmm. um, Just my mindset at the time. Okay, so next scene. Oh, another thing I wanted to say about that scene, just a, oh. uh, uh, just a minor bit of trivia. Uh, in season three, uh, there's a scene. I don't remember what episode it's in. It's in, it's in one of the more trivial ones. Uh, um uh, Sun is is in the beginning. It's one of the first scenes where you see Sun like trying to teach Jin English, and the thing mm-hmm. she tries to get him to say is, "Can you please pass the cereal?" Oh wow! So yeah, that's funny. So it's a little like reference to that, I think. Oh, Cause, that's cool. Yeah, because he won't he won't do it in that episode. He what do you mean won't do it? He wouldn't say say it in in English. Why not? I don't remember. I don't know why not, but he. I mean, he felt like he couldn't do it, or I, I don't really know. Uh, I mean, it was a short scene, but she's like, you have to say it in English, or you'll never learn. And you know, the scene kind of ends quickly. It's not really a, oh, that's right, a yeah. drawn out thing, but uh, that's funny. Yeah, I just thought it was Aww. weird. They they had him say the thing that she was trying to teach him. Mm-hmm. That's just one level above, you know, a character quitting smoking or something. Mm-hmm. You know, very clear, you know, they start out smoking at the beginning of the movie, the end of the movie they're not smoking anymore. A very clear example of their growth, you know. Right. But that was cool. It was subtle. Nobody remembered, so. Yeah. Well, except for you know, people who except did. Except for me and others. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I just mean, like, it's it's nice that it was subtle. It wasn't like a huge thing that, like, yeah, whatever, we get it, guys. Yes. Like, it's nice and subtle. Up and I remember 20 days ago when I instructed you on that very phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've come a long way, Jim. Mm-hmm. You've come a long way. Here's a pat on the back and a, and a plaque for your wall. <laughs> but yeah. my wall is a tint. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, all right. What are we doing here? Okay, so next scene, we're on the beach. Sun is going through uh, Juliet's medical supplies, Ooh. and Juliet enters the tent. Oh, no. Uh, I, you know, one of the things, the, the one thing I didn't think was going to happen when Sun was going through somebody else's stuff is that the person whose stuff it was was going to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is the first time they've ever done that on Lost, uh, where someone gets caught doing something like that. So I was pretty I was pretty intrigued by that. Um this is the first time they've ever done that, so it was awesome. Mhm. Yeah, I'm being sarcastic. Um <laughs> I was gonna say, I I feel like there are other examples, but uh, yeah. I'll go with it. That was Mr. Sarcasm. That I is, see. Okay. That is the least interesting. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so Juliet comes in. What are you doing? And Sun says, oh, I need another bottle of vitamins and, you know, the prenatals. And she said, you could have asked. And she's like, you're right. I should have. Um, you know, that's, 
You know, a lot of times, I, you know, you've seen this scene, and, and every now and then they do, you know, the person who's in the wrong says, yeah, I should have. To me, that's just never a good response, you know. It's a very sort of understandable response because it's just like they just take the responsibility for it, and I kind of like that. But I just feel like it, it doesn't really, like, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I feel like you should punish them more somehow. I don't know. It's just weird. They get off too easy with that. Like, yeah, you're right, I should have, but I didn't. <laughs> like, okay, well, all right, what do you want, you know? <laughs> anyway, um, so she says, what happened to the last bottle I gave you? And son's like, what? <laughs> you're going to question me and <laughs> give me a hassle about this? Uh, she's like, sorry, and um, Juliet says, you know, the last one I gave you, there should be, oh, about a thousand left. Um, mm-hmm. Are you planning a trip? And she says, just give me the vitamins. <laughs> Sun doesn't even try to, like, you know, uh, go through the motions of, like, pretending, you know, uh, anything. She just, like, goes straight for I mean, she's the daughter of a pike, you know. she's um, She's been in worse situations, I think, so... Um, She's like, she just cuts the crab and is like, just give me the vitamins, you know. Um, and didn't she do that thing before where, you know, or, or know some characters in that thing, are you going to give them to me or not? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's like the most demanding a character who needs something can be, you know. It's like, it's like I, I'm going to give you an ultimatum of whether or not you're going to do this favor for me. <laughs> It's a weird, it's a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's like, just give me the vitamins. Where are you going, son? Oh, we're going to lock camp. Why? Um, she says because she doesn't trust the, the, you know, the boat people, the freighter people. And and Julia tries to remind her that, you know, lock doesn't want to leave the island. I told you, you know, pregnant women don't survive. And son's like, yes, you did tell me that. Um, all right. So what scene are we on? We are on uh, the scene uh, with Son, Son and Juliet. Son and Juliet. Son, uh, Son, you know, takes the bite. You know, the, what we left off on was when Son says, just give me the vitamins. Just give me the vitamins. <laughs> All right, give so, me the vitamins and I'll let you live. Yeah. Um, so she says, you know, pregnant women don't survive here. We kind of went to that. Um she said, yeah, you did tell me that. So, you know, she doesn't trust Juliet. And she says, you don't believe me. Look, I know uh, that it's been, she's been less than truthful about certain things. <laughs> Another big understatement. Yeah, she loves that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, no, I may have been 100%. Yeah, but not 100%. It's the 0%, 5% or something. <laughs> Um, and she says, you know, she promised you that she's not lying about this and and uh, everything, let's see, after everything you've confided in me, I should at least have your trust. That was what was weird. That was such a weird line. Like, I'm telling you, like, you don't believe me, <laughs> but you should trust me, <laughs> but I don't trust you. <laughs> it was weird. So she says, you know, Claire's baby's fine. I feel fine. All I have is your stories that I'm getting going to get sick. I got to do what's best for me and my baby because, no, I don't trust you. Um, and she takes the vitamins and just leaves. Um, so, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I was really hoping, uh, you know, and, and I don't think they said it this episode. I was hope I thought at some point Juliet would say, well, you know, Claire didn't conceive on the island, so, you know, yeah. that's why her baby's okay, and you're fine for now. And, I mean, later she says, you know, you, you know, hostage. 
you know, that she's, when she's going to get sick explicitly. But, uh, but you know, if Son is using Claire as, as her reason for, for wanting to stay, you know, for being, thinking she'd be okay, it's like, well, she's a special case, you know. And Juliet never tells her that, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that is. And we in the audience know that Juliet's not lying about um, pregnant women dying and mm. uh, uh, and why Claire's okay, and you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it would be it would be the thing to say as a response. Like, yeah, in in the pattern I've seen, you know, uh, if you conceive off island, you seem to be okay and. And you know they don't get symptoms until this time, and so yeah, she spent three years researching that. None of what you're saying contradicts the, you know, the the fact that this happens. So uh, yeah, but she just kind of let it go, I guess. Oh, yeah. the other thing I want to bring up about this, because um, uh, we we talked about it before, but it, this episode showed a clip in the previously on that made me remember that line she says. Uh, um, uh, the, about it happens in the second trimester, and no one mm-hmm. made it. No one made it to the third. She she actually says that uh-huh. that, that no one made it to the third trimester. Wow. So, you know, a very explicit statement, and 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 so uh, uh, that 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 Mobisode with Ethan, where he says that his wife died in childbirth, like that's either just wrong or. Or his wife wasn't on the island, you know, or didn't conceive on the island. And it's not an example of this problem. Well, isn't it that we we didn't see a lot of what was going on with the pregnant women. I mean, they had that one thing where we saw the sort of, you know, it looks like they were trying to deliver the baby, and then she died. And, and we, we realized it was she was one of the victims of this sort of phenomenon, right? I, think, I guess it was maybe Juliet's flashback. Yeah, it was Juliet's flashback. Yeah. yeah. So, the second one. Um, so it seems like that even though, like, whenever the, the trouble happens, because I, I always thought it was, you know, whenever they reach the point to where they're going to die, they try to deliver the baby, but neither one survives. Is that, isn't that what happened? No, that's not what Is happened. Is that not what happened? No. Um, I mean, the scene they show, like, yeah, you could conclude that, but if you watch it again, you know, it, do, it doesn't have to be that way. And oh, I think okay. I think the way we're supposed to interpret it is she's, you know, somewhere in her second trimester, she suddenly got sick, whatever Julia describes in this episode, you know, and then and they tried mm-hmm. to save her, you know, and that's what we see. She's not actually trying to deliver the baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, know? okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. And so he says that his wife died on childbirth. Um and you, you, you're just saying, in terms of what they say, you don't think that you consider that childbirth? Uh, no. Getting sick in the middle of your second trimester and dying, no, I would not call that dying in childbirth. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if he's, be, if, yeah, I don't know what the answer is there. Yeah, I mean, they're all early laborers, but, you know. Usually it's the third trimester. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah. I feel right, like, and, and maybe when they wrote, you know, who knows, man, when they wrote those, who knows what they knew about what exactly happened. <laughs> it's a weird thing because I think they wrote them after season three, you know, which has the line. 
Oh, really? uh, yeah, that's that's the line they used him previously on. It was from season three, you know, that no one made it to their third trimester. And, and yeah, I, I, like, I really – I wish I knew what happened. I mean, it's easier for Ethan to say that. We brought that up at the time. You know, mm-hmm. it's more straightforward than, like, you know, going into the whole thing about what happened. It sort of gets the idea across. But uh, uh, I don't know. It just bugs me. <laughs> Maybe yeah, maybe maybe it's that he he's being vague about it because he I mean how do you say yeah my how his wife should have died you know I mean you know what I mean like in terms of what the story should be um, my wife how do you died say when that without inviting questions like my wife died well I, but, but, I mean he could have said she had a miscarriage I mean I guess mm-hmm. that would be the only other thing to say um, you know but when you say but when you say you you know your wife had a miscarriage um that that sort of implies that the baby didn't make it and it seemed like they wanted to sort of make the point of not only did his wife die but the baby didn't make it either you know mm-hmm. um yeah i i think they're just they just chose a, they just chose the sort of a word that really just doesn't fit for what happened you know uh, i mean she died in the process of in the in the in the overall process of giving birth you know uh, uh, uh sorry of you know of creating a you know a new life you know from inception to to birth she died during that process but that whole process is in childbirth you know uh the childbirth is just the end of it so yeah i i i, I guess it, i just think they just chose a, a weird word yeah because uh, otherwise yeah otherwise what's the point she just died somewhere else yeah, I know it would be weird. Oh, he's just lying, and like it just doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah, it just it wouldn't tie in at all. It would just be really weird if if uh, uh, if it were true, and it's just totally you know just a weird coincidence. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I don't know. They bothered me then, and then when I saw you know, because at the time I didn't remember what the line was. I remember that they died you know before the end of the pregnancy, but. But when I heard her say no one made it to the third trimester, I'm like, well, then no one should have died in childbirth. Mm-hmm. You know, so whatever. It's not a big deal, but. Well, maybe it's just how they use immaculate conception and all that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, it's not quite right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They have a history yeah. of that, so. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, next scene. Yep. Are we ready for the next scene? Are you ready? Um, Who's ready? ready. The next scene, uh, this is son coming into the hospital, um, and one nurse says, you know, it's going to be okay, and another says, oh, it's that, and he says, yes, Oceanic 6, and uh, so um, this is just sort of confirming that, yes, she is Oceanic 6. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was was really, (laughs) I don't know, that felt weird. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. Yeah, it was weird. It was it was an awkward way to say that. I don't know. I guess they felt like they had to say it, and mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> but they just kind of tossed it in there. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it was it was just a step away from just flashing, you know, a subtitle at the bottom. Yeah, you know, Sun is Oceanic Six. Sun is Oceanic Six. Mm-hmm. The oh oh deliveries for Oceanic Six is over here, you know. Mm-hmm. The Oceanic Six ward is this way. Yeah, it was very blunt. Uh, next scene, Sun is in the room. The nurse tries to take Sun's wedding ring off, and she's like, she, you know, she's resisting. She's like, stop! What are you doing? And she's like, we remove all the jewelry, for, you know, for the swelling, and she doesn't want her ring taken off. Um, 
Uh, and so uh, the doctor comes in, Dr. Bay or Bai or B-A-E, I don't know. Um, he was weird. He was a weird doctor. Did you think he was weird? I kept waiting for whatever his deal was to become apparent. Like, I'm like, something's weird with you. Like, either you're working for Whitmore or you're, like, you're working for Ben or – like he just seemed like he had an agenda. It was weird, and and I felt like what it was was I felt like if there was some way where they told us that he knew because I don't they didn't make it clear that he knew that Jen was dead. Yeah, she was just being sort of emotional when she was thinking he was alive. Because mm-hmm. like, I felt like he was playing that. I feel like that's that's the weird vibe I got from him. I felt yeah. like he knew something about her that we didn't know, and I feel like what it is is that. Jen is really dead, but they didn't make that clear. Yeah. So I'm like, because I just, I'm like, something's going on here. You know, you're you're doing something. You're drugging her, or you, you know, you want her baby, or you know, because the the regular doctor wasn't there. You yeah. Know? Like it, it just it started out suspicious, and he had this kind of look on his face, and he was so reassuring, and it's just like something's going on with you, man. Mm-hmm. And I guess what was going on was that he was just a really nice doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's the mis- <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> the big mystery was, you know, he did his job well, and yeah, yeah, uh, he, he had a great bedside manner. He's a competent professional, and uh, and if I had a baby, I'd want him to deliver it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, so he says, you know, uh, you know, uh, let's see. So he comes in and he says, uh, you know, it's okay, Miss Khan, I'm Dr. Bai, I'm, you know, on duty for Mr. Park, for Dr. Park. Uh, and so Park is away at a conference, of course, uh, as doctors usually are when you need them. Um, and he, so he looks at her, examines her, and he says the baby is in distress. Uh, he doesn't know what's wrong. And, you know, she's like, is anyone in contact? And she's like, just get Jen, just get my husband. Rise him from the dead. Um, <laughs> um, the doctor signals the nurse to do as she says, um, and then so she's like, Jen, just get Jen. So, um, then, so blah, 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 Jen, <laughs> the end of that scene. Uh, outside of the store, um, you know, Jen rushes out with the toy panda. This is the the weird scene we were talking about earlier. Oh, oh, I just wanted to say, um, about, about her calling out for Jen, um, uh, I think I think this is another another little bit of, of evidence to throw at you know people who think Jack's dad was alive. Uh, mm-hmm. In in that like you know they have her doing the same kind of thing uh, here. And so you're saying Jack was pregnant when he called out for his dad? Yeah, 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 exactly. And okay, and his dad was the father. Saying. And his dad was the father. That's what I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. That's what I imagine he meant. <laughs> well, hey. Anything can happen. Hey, yeah, I guess so. So, uh, so yeah, I. Uh, That's um, really weird and gross. It, it is. It's it's awful. Jack being pregnant with his dad's baby. Is <laughs> yeah. It? And and Claire's the mother or something, and Jack mm-hmm. is the surrogate host or something weird. <laughs> right. Oh God. Oh, oh. Wow. That might be the worst thing we've ever said on the last look. Yeah. It's pretty bad. 
That's just weird, and I don't. I can't stop thinking about it. It's yeah, it my really brain. conjures an image. I think. Yeah, you you wanted implications, but you don't you don't want to think about it. And I yeah, think we've exactly. just infected the minds of a lot of people right mm-hmm. now. We're like, Damn yeah. You. One of those cases where the specifics just keep making it worse. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm, wow. God. Imagine imagine the field day Sawyer would have. Oh yeah. <laughs> He would just have fun making fun of them for that three-way situation. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I was like, "What's the matter, Jack? Carrying your daddy's baby?" <laughs> oh wait, you are. <laughs> <laughs> like all he has to do is like point out the, the truth. <laughs> he doesn't have to make a joke or anything. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. He doesn't have to add anything like hilarious like, or oh, witty man, this to would be, it. This would be perfect for Hurley. Hurley could finally get in some great jokes because mm-hmm. all he has to do is state the obvious. <laughs> yeah, that's easy for him, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that'd be fucking awesome. That's <laughs> so weird. Dude, why are you looking at me like you're carrying your dad's baby? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, don't talk to me like that. You're carrying your sister and your dad's baby. Um, I don't think you have the moral high ground here, Jack. <laughs> oh, man. Now I know why you don't want to get off the island. <laughs> Can't live that one down. Um, he's the, he's the, the, Jack is like, he's he's like the father and the uncle. <laughs> uh, and the yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that's that's pretty insane. That the yeah, he's the father, uncle, brother. The surrogate father, uncle, surrogate father slash uncle brother. Wow, that's mm-hmm. really weird. It's really really weird. And then it'd be Claire's. It'd be Claire's son slash Claire Claire's brother. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be Jack's nephew? Yeah, yeah. What did I say, uncle? Yeah. I mean, Jack will be the uncle. Jack will be the uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jack will be the Jack will be the baby's uncle, surrogate father, and like, uh, brother. Yeah. And I guess I guess that would make Claire. Um, Claire's the mom. She's the mother and the. Uh, sister and the sister. Well, and technically, it seems like it, it seems like technically speaking, if Jack is the baby's uncle and Claire and Jack are brothers and sisters, and Claire has to be an aunt too. Yeah, it does seem like that ought to be true. Um, so she's the mother and the aunt somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, because because cause this is a weird scenario. That's how. And then Christian is the see that's the thing about Christian he if it's if it's Claire's if it's Claire's son then it's got to be Christian's son and Christian's grandson right at the same time it's his grandson yeah so it's like wow that kid is all kinds of screwed up mm-hmm. <laughs> wow he's just gonna have to call everybody by their first name like you know. Yeah. I've yeah. got too many different names to call you people. I can't keep up. I'm just a baby. You're Claire. You're Christian. You're Jack. 
<laughs> I love this baby. He's yeah, a, he's a, yeah. He's a, I can't deal with this, but I can call yeah. you by your names. That's that's yeah, no exactly, exactly. It's like I got too much to deal with. Like I, you know, I'm, you know. Yeah, it's hard the family screwed up. Just yeah. Um. All right. All right. Let's get back to the uh, the less interesting stuff. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> all right. We woke everybody up. Now let's put them back to sleep. Um. So outside the store, Jen rushes out with the panda. He calls for a taxi. Uh, his cell phone rings, and he picks it up, and he says, yes, yes, he's on his way. Uh, I don't know who's calling him. Nobody's there waiting for him, but I guess someone at some other place is, like, wanting him to get there. Maybe one um, of Mr. Pike's, like, people or mm-hmm. something. Are you there? Get there, get there. Yes, yes. I'm busy talking to you. Someone, someone can knock the phone out of my hand, mm-hmm. uh, which is what happens. Uh, a man walks by and hits him, and he drops the phone, and he says, hey, what is this? <laughs> Who says that? Um, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> so, is this a in a sitcom? Like when something happens, hey, what is this? Mm-hmm. What's the big idea? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that's another, you know, I think that's another reason why, you know, you, we were saying that, uh, that, that the whole Jin flashback had that feeling, you know. Of uh, that sort of feel-good family movie. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Very lighthearted. Definitely. Like everything's going wrong, but in a in a sort of jolly comical way. Yeah. Exactly. Oh no, my phone. Oh no, the panda's in mm-hmm. the cab. You know, all that's missing is that he's in New York City, and he'd be like, "Oh, you New Yorkers, you're mm-hmm. so rude." You know. Yeah. Um. But so anyway, so um. As he as he goes to pick up the the phone, a motorcycle runs over it, you know, and then someone else gets in this cab, and you know, it was one of those sequence of events that it seems like it was sort of set up that way, because um, uh, it's just such a coincidence that everything can go wrong. Um, so anyway, he's upset and he's going to find and hunt them down, rip off his head, you know. This is the old Jin before he got on the island. Um, which uh, I think should have been a hint. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, yeah. It was at the time I thought like, wow, Jim, like settled yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, you're really you're upset. Yeah, but you're um, right. That's, I, it's, I think it's supposed to be one of the clues that it's the old Jim. Mm-hmm. Also, it's an older cell phone. They did the cell phone thing again. I I didn't. The, you know what? I, it was a weird thing. When it was Jack's flash forward and his cell phone, because it was a new phone, and I noticed, I noticed it, but I don't notice old stuff. So when I, I didn't, his phone was so boring and outdated. I didn't even pay attention to mm-hmm. it. I was just like, well, it can't be of concern because it's not new and cool, you know. And yeah. it didn't even, it didn't even stand out to me because it was an old phone. Mm-hmm. If it was like a new phone, you know, if it if it was a flash forward, and it was a new phone. I think I would have noticed it. But you know, because you know, when you've seen something before, you don't. Really, it's not as sort of noticeable, you know. Yeah. It's something that's brand new. Like, whoa! I've never seen a phone like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's another clue. A lot that really smart people picked up on. I was not one of those people. Um, I didn't pick up on it either. But no. Yeah. I noticed it uh, the second time through. Mm-hmm. Uh. So let's see. Um. So it goes back to the store. And he needs another panda, and he's like, wow, that's the last one. <laughs> and, and this is another reason that made me think this guy was up to something, because right when Jin said, 
I need another panda. I saw the panda in the back right when the guy said, we don't have any more. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I see it in the shot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, usually when that happens, you don't see it in the shot. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I see you have a panda. I'm like, I hope, Jen, I hope they don't, like, it's not a production error and, like, Jen won't see it and, oh, well, he's out of luck. Like, I'm like, they have to bring that up. It's right there in the shot. Um, it would be really weird if they didn't. Like, nope, yeah. I'm out. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a panda. So, anyway, um, so he says, what about that one? You know, and he says, well, that one's on hold, you know, and he says, how much do you want? He's like, well, it's already paid for. And so uh, the store owner tries to sell him a dragon for <laughs> a dragon, and he's like, it's the year of the dragon. And Jen is like, no, I need the panda. And so um, that's, by the way, the, another clue that it's a flashback. The year of the dragon is apparently like mm-hmm. 2000, 2001, like roughly. Yeah. So, I think anyone who who knows the Chinese calendar mm-hmm. would, would pick up on that. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, they really, uh, <laughs> I don't know. They laid it on kind of thick, but it, it's almost, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost tantamount to just saying what year it is. I mean, yeah. Or, or like what time period at least it you know like it's it, it really nails it you know yeah uh, if you know what it is mm-hmm. um so Jen says he needs the panda and he gets the panda and he says don't lose this one um which was so anything to say about this I mean like the, again I really thought something was going on you know this scene. Right before it, the, these really specific sequence of events that caused Jen to need to get a, di- a new panda, and the guy's like, well, we don't have any more, you know. Oh, well, here's one. Oh, you can't have it. Okay, here it is. It's like, what's with all the drama? Like, you know, wh- why the ne- unnecessary obstacles? It's, yeah. And then you know? the, guy, the guy does seem kind of strange. I, I, yeah, I have to expect too much. him to, like, have, you know, to have, like, gremlins in the back room or something like it seems yeah. like there's some like magical thing he's hiding it, it seems like if you just take you know these episodes the, the, the flashback with Jen you know and like the, those two these two scenes with Jen and the store owner I feel like it's the beginning to a Twilight Zone episode where the yeah. panda is going to sort of come to life or mm-hmm. it's gonna you know be creepy and evil or something when he gets home you know what I mean like yeah you know like I feel like he's it's one of those things where the unsuspecting guy wants this thing and oh but he's gonna get it all right yeah 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 little does he know you know someone else wants him to have it too you know unfortunately you know yeah and the the message is careful what you wish for exactly yeah exactly careful about the panda they're cute and cuddly but they are ferocious animals I don't know yeah Um, no it's it's very strange obviously manipulative um, I don't really know. I, re- I don't really know what the purpose is. If, if they're just, if they're just trying to like remind us of what Jin used to be like, or you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing, but it's it's odd. It does seem just like a big trick. It is just a big trick, and I and it's just I would be fine with the trick if the trick was worth it. You know, um, uh, I just I, I feel like if it was if it was if the trick was like, I don't know, like it made more of an impact about the future, you know, um, or or if it was like Jen, you know, Jen's 
Jin Jin is dead in the future, but but somehow what we learned in the past is going to impact how he dies, you know, or or the or the journey of of how he dies. You know what I mean? It just mm-hmm. it just seemed like okay, you tricked us, but why did you use this to trick us? You know, and why didn't the trick uh, equate to some sort of interesting, really interesting result? Because all it did it was it went to a small question, which is, is Jen's alive or not? You know, like, Jen's dead is sort of what it, it it's all about. But the question is, is he really dead or, or is he on the island or, you know, like, what's really going on there, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Um, so I guess we'll talk about our theories when we get to that part, but uh I didn't I didn't like the manipulation. It was very heavy handed. Definitely. Next scene on the island, Kate is with Sun and Jen. Uh she's drawing them a map and um she's telling them how to get to Locke's camp. Um and Kate says, you know, I'm gonna have to tell Jack, but I'll give you guys a nice long head start. And Sun said, yeah, I told myself, but he wouldn't understand. Kate's like, yeah, no, he wouldn't. So um, they start to leave, and then Juliet approaches and tries to stop them. She tells Sun it's a bad idea, and Sun's like, what concern is it of yours? <laughs> and it's like, didn't we just talk about this, Sun, <laughs> why I was concerned? My, um, <laughs> how you forget. Uh, and then, uh, so Juliet turns to Jen and was like, you know, do you understand your wife's mother condition? And she wants son to translate and son says, no, um, cause you can't make her translate. Um, and Juliet says, uh, you know, your wife is very sick. She doesn't get off of the island in three weeks. She's going to die. And, um, Juliet, you know, she starts, tries to, you know, plead with Jen, you know, your wife is in danger, danger, Jen, <laughs> like, I feel like didn't Jen say danger? Was that one of the first words he ever said in English? You know, like uh, back in like season one or something. Or, or I feel like there was something with the raft or with something where like didn't he say that or something? Uh, or something like that, like you know, something about the whole waltz being taken era. Like I felt like there was something where he said danger or something. He said others. Oh, others. That's what it was. It was others. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, actually the tail section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, I just, I, I don't know. She said, the way she says it, it's just like, I know you know this word. <laughs> mm-hmm. You no, know, Jen, danger. Listen to my tone, Jen. <laughs> my tone translates language, transcends language. Um, all right, so then, then Jen says, wherever our son goes, I go, and they try to walk away, and and um, then Juliet says, Jen, your wife had an affair, and she's like, what? I know that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> then son sa- uh, Juliet says, son was with another man, she thought the baby was his, and that was just cruel to say. Uh, and then Jen looks at Sun, and Sun walks over and slaps J- Juliet. And then looks at Jen like, "Oh no, she's just kidding." <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and now then Sun says, "Jen," and that's the end of the scene. I thought the blocking of the scene was really, really awkward. I really didn't like how they, you know, the sort of how they, you know, the blocking is how they sort of the actions that the people, you know, where they're standing and all that stuff they do in the scene and. 
Well, like, it was really awkward to me how, you know, the scene, you know, Juliet is trying to break them apart, and Jen is like, no, I'm staying with her. And, and you would think they would walk off together in solidarity, but it's like, Sun kind of walks ahead, and then, and then, like, and then Jen's walking behind, and, the, and then up comes Juliet. So she's able to, like, stop Jen because she can corner him by, by himself. But then when she drops the big bomb, Sun has to, like, walk all the way back over and walk all the way in front of Juliet to slap her. And it's like you knew she was going to slap her because she, she went all the way to position herself for the slap. It wasn't like they were kind of in the same area, you know, same area already, and she could just slap her on cue. It was just like, I'm going to walk back over to you, and now I'm going to walk in front of your face, and now I'm going to look you in the face, and now I'm going to slap you. <laughs> It's like, did you not see the slap coming? It was just so so awkward to me. It was just really weird. But uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if, this, if that if you noticed that at all. It was just really weird. How you know, usually when someone gets slapped, they, they, there's not so much setup to it. You know. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be a react. You know, it's supposed to be an emotional reaction. You know, which usually you don't like think about. But Sun had a good like. Almost ten seconds, I'd say, to to really consider what she was gonna do, and she decided to slap her. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. Uh, so anyway, yeah. Anything not, you want to say about Sun slapped Sawyer? Um, uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, it was the slap heard around the island. It was much more out of the blue. Uh, they were, you know, Sawyer was like mid sentence, and she just yeah, yeah. That's just, that's what you want from a slab. This like, it was it was just awkward, like because it's it's the kind of line you know someone's gonna get slapped on, and she just not only does she have to walk back over, but when she gets there, she's gotta like sort of do like a circle around because Juliet's not turned towards her, you know. It just seemed awkward to me, and because because it's. It's like Sun had to position herself to be in the position of power instead of instead of just like asserting herself at the moment. She had to she had to like I don't know get in position to do it. It was very weird. But anyway, anything else you want to talk about in this scene? Uh, well, I guess I can say that I think with this. Um, uh, you don't think uh you don't think Juliet's invited to Sun's uh, book club? <laughs> I hope so great as a book club. That'd be so great if if somebody, if if Juliet said a line like that later like am I invited to your gardening club still? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like some some parallel to what Ben said to her. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's how you know whether like <laughs> yeah. Whether invite the rest too much. Club meetings. That's the I don't know. Yeah, I uh, I guess I guess the key thing that is still sort of unknown or unspoken is uh, is that uh, is that Jen went to to threaten um, Baldy and and sort of caused him to kill himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess the son doesn't know that, but um, besides that, their secrets are are kind of out in the open now, and it it seems like it seems like it kind of you know closes up their story. Uh, I hmm. So uh, I don't know. It makes me think like you know once they've gotten to that point, they can like kill Jen. Yeah, I, I forgot that Jen knew. 
Well, Jen did he? I mean, Jen he didn't, didn't know? know. No, Jen didn't know. That was the whole thing in the episode. He had no idea why he was going after that guy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, so he didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know. Her dad knew, but Jen didn't know. And uh, uh, okay, and I was okay for a second. I was thinking that's why Jen Jen forgives her because he knows and and he feels bad about killing the guy. Mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Oh. He he truly did not know. It was just a the way they played it was just a weird coincidence that that he was the one who got the job. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Is this supposed to be like 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 some sort of like cosmic thing like? Or actually no 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 not a coincidence. It was her dad like wanted him to do it. It mm-hmm. makes it seem like her dad like got some kind of you know, wanted him to do that. Like, he, I don't know why he would want him to do that, but. Uh, Wait, did the, dad, did the dad know that son was sleeping with Jay? Yeah, because he, okay. he walks in on them in bed together. That's right, that's right, that's right. Daddy! <laughs> yeah. Son. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. So, yeah, so, but I think, I think he wanted, but Mr. Pike wanted, uh, Jay killed because he was like disgracing the whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why he wanted him dead. Yeah, yeah. And it's he refuses to tell Jen, but he asked Jen to be the one to kill him. So yeah, like, it's really Pike's like doing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it's really Pike's doing, but but that's what I feel like. Are they trying to say in some sort of small way that there's some sort of some sort of cosmic like this is a cosmic repercussion for him cheating on Jen's wife? is that Jen is kind of the instrument of his murder, you know? Like, that's Jen's revenge, but it's not real revenge because Jen didn't mean yeah. it, but it's kind of like, you know, he still isn't sort of contributing to that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's how it played out. Yeah. Well, let, how did the next scene play out? Let's find out. All um, right. <laughs> uh, so, but, but I feel like it's worth noting, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just that, like, you know, that that was that was the big secret that was sort of still up in the air, um, you know. And even Jen's thing is sort of about that in a way. Um, so, I, I don't know if he really wants to tell Son that he caused him to kill himself, but... So all they have to do is almost like Claire and Jack being brother and sister and, 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 and Sawyer knowing Jack's dad. It's like all they have, they, they both know the same person. Yeah. And they just need to find out that they, that the, 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 the you know, that person is the same person. Yeah. He just needs to know, like, find out what the guy looked like or something and to mm-hmm. sort of put it together, you know, find out about the pearl necklace or something like that, you know, Yeah. some little clue that sort of puts it together. Uh, so it does seem like, yeah, they're on the verge of kind of no more secrets and they're open and they're, they're all mm-hmm. happy and, you know, time to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that now that you can chant and you can live happily ever after, someone's got to die because <laughs> this is a drama, which means tragedy. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, can we go to the next scene? Absolutely. Uh, so we're on the beach. Uh, this. Um, oh wait. Is this the right one? Okay. So yeah, so we're on the beach. Sun comes in, in after uh, Jen and sits by him, and Jen kind of ignores her as she speaks. And she's like, you know, let me explain. It was a long time ago, you know. And he's like, uh, you know, she's she's kind of crying, and he's like, uh, you know, Jen's trying to get ready to go fishing, and uh, and Bernard comes up out of nowhere. 
Who thought Bernard would be in this episode? Not me. <laughs> oh, my God. Was he a surprise? Yeah, I think I'm the like, Bernard reveal shocked me more than the Michael I reveal. So. I think so. I think that was the best kept secret of season four was uh, Bernard in this episode. I didn't, I didn't, I'm like, what? Yeah. Do you want to no. go fishing with Jin now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, do you know what's going on? Like, <laughs> this is the time you want to all of a sudden go fishing with Jin. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so yeah, so he's like, you're going fishing, I want to go, because we need to have a man-to-man talk. Right. Uh, and um, as the only two married men on the island. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, Which you know, like, yeah. Ugh. Jack could come, because he's been married, but, mm-hmm. you know, he's divorced. That didn't really count. Um, so, anyway, so, but now... And Kate was meet. married. Kate was, yeah. Also. See, Jack and Kate could do the, like, divorce. <laughs> the divorce. Mm-hmm. Divorce club. Uh, the divorce club. And, uh, which, which you know, should should do social events with the married club. They can, mm-hmm. you know, do softball events and uh, volleyball tournaments together. Yeah. But they're different clubs, I think. Mm-hmm, totally. They're different clubs. Locke proposed, but his proposal Locke was proposed. rejected. The re- proposal so. rejected club? Yeah. He's, he's the only member. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> oh, actually, Claire. Him and Claire. Claire was going to get married. Oh, yeah, Claire was going to get married. Her, yeah. Well, yeah, her, I mean, yeah. It wasn't that her proposal was rejected, but it was yeah. sort of like, it's sort it of like a delay thing. How about the failed, failed proposal? Failed, yeah. Failed proposal club. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. Very Yeah, like very they got short close to getting married, but, you know, yeah. Um, who knew it wouldn't work out, Club? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knew we'd never make it, Club? Uh, <laughs> at least they got me. At least they had a wedding. <laughs> we didn't even get that far, Club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, and then there's the the haven't ever had a date, Club. That's Hurley. Oh, oh Hurley. <laughs> Uh, he almost had it. Almost had a almost. picnic. Yeah, um, yeah. He's like that's like a really, really regressed sort of version of the of the you know the proposal that didn't work out. Yeah, the proposal people are like, well, you know what? <laughs> we may not have had a wedding, but you know, at least we had multiple dates. We got we there had a date, date one. Yeah, wow. exactly. We had a long term relationship. He didn't even get to the first, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And see, and then you got Michael. Everybody has a little different skew because Michael <laughs> had his thing with yeah. with Walt's mom. They never got married, but they had a long term relationship. Had, yeah, but then it didn't work out. So that's a whole other club. Right, right. And they had a kid, and so that's and they had, a yeah. different and category. The thing. And then Claire's and her Claire and son should be in the the mothers the the, the like parents club with mm-hmm. Michael. Yeah. Um, you know, the I had a kid on the island club. Or I was, you know, pregnant on the island club. Yeah. Um and Sawyer's Sawyer is in the Sawyer's the, in the uh, I got a baby club. But he's I don't got know a baby about him. but he that he doesn't know about because he's Sawyer's in the like, you know, bachelor for yeah. life club with mm-hmm. which I think Charlie probably would have been in. Yeah, yeah. Uh Charlie and Desmond's in the like like, I guess he. I guess did they ever propose? Uh, no, he never. He never did propose. That was the thing. 
Yeah, no, does yeah, he was he was going to propose but he, yeah. he sort of chickened out. And, yeah. then, and in the case with the other woman he he did propose but then he chickened out after the proposal. So he's in the like he he's basically in the in Claire and Locke's club with yeah. the failed the failed proposal. It's just in, the in his case it's sort of him that yeah. calls it off and in their case it's the other person. Mhm. So he's 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 slightly different, but Saeed is in the um, the it didn't work out club. Saeed, yeah, he never even had a chance for marriage. I mean, yeah, uh, he had you know the one woman for me club, but uh, he's in his own like star-crossed lovers because he had Shannon yeah. too. Like it just you know the, it wasn't gonna work out with her, you know, and like it just he's in the like yeah the like. Uh, Romeo and Juliet club. Yeah, he always yeah, he always falls in love in the wrong circumstances and the other person ends up dead. Yeah. Dead or like unreachable somehow. Yeah. Who else is there? Um Juliet's kinda in that club. I think Juliet and Saeed, you know, I, I swear to God. If they ever wrote a romance with Julian Saeed, I would just flip my lid because you know he likes blondes. You know he likes blondes. He's got a thing for blondes. I would flip my lid if there was some love triangle between uh, Juliet, Jack, and, and, and Saeed, you know? I think they would be a perfect couple. They they have they would get along very well, I think, you know. Uh, but I think... I don't know why she likes Jack. I don't. I don't know. Juliet's a divorcee, so she can uh, she can join in with that crowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. She's a divorcee. Also, among her other mm-hmm. qualities. But yeah, that would be weird. I Ben did have that line about the last time you thought with your heart instead of your gun. Uh, which makes it seem like Saeed's going to have some other kind of romance thing in the future. I, mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be with Juliet, but uh, I feel like something's coming. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think it'll be with Juliet either. I would love it if it was, but I don't think it will be. I don't know. I wouldn't see anything like that this season, definitely. No, no, they don't. They they're really not in a position to uh, to get a relationship going right now. <laughs> now, not so much of a good time, Saeed. I'm a, a little bit busy. With they've time. got like five episodes, and Saeed's on a boat, and yeah, just, yeah. not 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 the right time. No, <laughs> long distance relationship, spanning time barriers, another mystical phenomenon. Yeah. Um, all right, next scene. Um, oh, wait, I'm doing the next, next scene? scene. Oh, you are doing the next scene. Here we are. Oh, man. Hi, right, Justin, take the reins. All right. So in take the us on home. In the next scene, uh, Jen and Bernard are fishing. Uh, Bernard kind of bitches about marriage. Uh, the classic uh, whatever. It's, it's hard to make a decision. and Oh, it's wonderful, but it sucks ass, the usual thing. Uh, and then uh, then Bernard reveals that Rose has cancer, but was healed by the island, and and then he explains that Rose didn't go with Locke because he was a murderer, <clears throat> and uh, going with Jack was the right thing to do to build good karma. 
And then Jin catches a fish, apparently illustrating the truth of karma and how it makes good things happen for you. So, yeah. So that's or, or karma has a sense of humor, and Jin's going to die, mm-hmm. and he's not lucky. <laughs> yeah, there's that. The fish now, uh, never seeing you hit alive <laughs> yeah. later. Karma's like, maybe karma, maybe karma adheres to karma and was like, we're going to kill, you know, the universe is like, we're going to kill him later. Let's give him a fish right now. Make it yeah. make ourselves feel better. At least he caught a fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could have died and not had a fish. I know. You know. <laughs> and, and, and catching that fish made him feel good. Yeah, yeah. So one thing this scene answers is why did... I mean, we sort of got it, like, from the original thing where she's like, I'm not going anywhere with that man. But, mm-hmm. but you know, I thought that at the time. I mean, he even sort of says it, like, she doesn't want to leave the island, you know. But apparently it's just about, like, Locke being bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not really about, like, the goals. It's just like, Jack's a good guy, Locke's a bad guy, and... So we're going to go with him, and that's, that's, that's all the thing. Is, just a moral judgment. That was all. Well, uh, those people saw Locke kill Naomi in cold blood. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I mean, just picture their perspective. Of we're, we're hanging out. We're scared. I mean, when you're, you know, I mean, almost anybody, but, but particularly, you know, the sort of the, you know, not the main sort of group of people who are always in the middle of action. They're hanging out. They don't really know what's going on. They, you know, they think this is going to work. They're just trying to, you know, they're just their their hopes are renewed, you know. And all of a sudden, like, you know, they're waiting to see what happens. Jack's on the phone with these people, and they don't, anything can happen. And then all of a sudden, Locke comes out of nowhere. And we don't know where he's been for the longest time, and he comes out of nowhere and kills this woman. Like, what? Like, how could you? Yeah, how could you trust him after that, Hurley? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Claire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the list goes on for a little bit. Um, and um, so, yeah, it's so it's pretty it, – and that's what's interesting. I think that was probably cool that, that Rose, someone who more than I think like Claire or Sawyer – uh, or Hurley wants to stay on the island uh, has a has a huge reason to to need to stay there and decides not to go with Locke, you know. Yeah. Uh, because because she's right. She's like, you know what? I'll just take my chances. But with that, I wouldn't want to be in Locke's camp right now either. Like me. He's either. like he's like killing rabbits and like you know like chopping up stuff and making us eat with him every day and like. And then, like, Ben's roaming around. I mean, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near Ben no. roaming around. Like, I, would like to, like, I would like to watch what's going on. I think it's interesting, mm-hmm. but I don't want to live there. That's no, that's the thing. I don't want to be in the middle of that. I, not I at all. Yeah. No. So it makes sense. But, uh, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I do think, you know, on an action-adventure show, you know, people kill people fairly often and and even your heroes would be called upon to murder people a lot of times they're just like thugs or whatever and mm-hmm. you know i mean they killed all the others and that was okay whatever they were coming to get him and, and so they were sort of justified but you know we know what's going on with Locke, and so it doesn't you know it doesn't i don't think it seems as shocking 
to us, you know, mm-hmm. that he didn't kill Naomi. But, like, yeah. to them, like, if you were really there, like, yeah, that would be crazy. Like, yeah, I'm, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm not going but anywhere near this guy. On. He's This guy's, like, yeah. you know, turning into, like, uh, sort of Rousseau. Like, he just emerges from the forest and kills someone and then disappears yeah, and again. Yeah, like, and he slinks back in and, like, Jack has no control over him. And, you know, like, there's no there's no semblance of protection when Locke is around. They, you know, it's like anything can happen when yeah. I mean, you just randomly come up and with no, you know, seemingly seeming cause, it's just like, okay, this guy is crazy, you know. Yeah. Um, it's weird. It's very weird. But um, yeah, that, that's what's in, you know. I've been playing that game, uh, Lost uh, via Damas. Yeah, yeah. I, knew, I read, I read your post game. on tlld.net <laughs> in the in the last in the uh, the last section. Yeah, I uh, I've been posting a, a few times. I'll probably post a little bit more as I play the game about it. But it's it's interesting, and what it's really made me do is is sort of really think about the show really from the character's perspective. And you kind of feel like you do that when you watch the show, when you're watching them and their flashbacks, and you're thinking about what they're thinking about. But it is really different when, like in the game. Uh, you know, they come running out of the jungle just having heard Smokey, and they don't know what it is. They, they're they just like, you know, and, and now as the character, you have the opportunity to go into the jungle. And there's this part of the game where you have to sort of get from point A to point B without Smokey killing you. Because <laughs> that's what it is. You're trying to get to the cockpit. Um and so, so you know, and 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 so it's pretty crazy. And there's, you know, the first time I did it, Smokey killed me. And then, and it's very scary when you hear the noises and you hear that that's the classic Smokey sounds, you know, the sort of mechanical mm-hmm. sounds and the the whistles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then all of a sudden, and then and then there was one, the part that I passed, I saw him in the distance, and that was really pretty scary, actually to see just creeping and the hearing and to be like, did he see me? Did he not see me? And they like run. And, and in the, and then the game in this section, what you have to do is you have to hide in the tree, you know, the, those trees that they always hide in. They did that for the polar bear. Oh, packs and, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I forgot what kind of trees those are, but in the game, like yeah, Locke tells you that that's what Locke tells you at the beginning of this sort of part of the game that, that if you see whatever it is that's out there, these trees are sturdy and they'll protect you. So that's what you kind of have to do to get past it. But um, but it's cool. The game is cool and to, to to think about everything from that perspective. And but like I said on the post, the the most disappointing thing is you know the game is set up to where when you talk to ca- other characters, you can ask them certain kinds of questions. And there's like questions for your sort of journey, and then there's questions that are just general. Like, what's going on? Why did we crash? Do you think we'll be rescued? And none of those questions, you you know as a Lost fan, you know what those characters know about that question. So I know asking Locke, um, you know, why did the plane crash? He's not, He doesn't know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I know he doesn't know that. There's no way he can give me a good answer. You can ask Sawyer, you know, who do you, you know, um, you know, what do you know about this person? What do you, you know, what do you think of that? And you just know he does, that he doesn't know anything. And so it's just like that part of the game is really disappointing because it's like, what's the point of even asking the question? You know? And then, like, and it's cool because in the game you, you realize very early on that Locke was in a wheelchair because you saw him in the in the, in the flat, like, in your past and and you saw him in the wheelchair. So you, you, you actually tell him in the game, I know you were in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And he goes... 
I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then finally he cops to it, but I just love the like, I know you in a wheelchair. And he's like, no, I wasn't. Okay, Locke. All right. But uh, it's a it's an interesting game. But just yeah, in terms of thinking about the the the, the storylines from the characters' perspectives and sort of their limited view of what's going on is interesting. Yeah, yeah. I um, after hearing that the game is sort of uh, was was largely outside of their control. Uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, I I wasn't really interested in whatever was in there. Um, uh, plus, I just I don't usually play video games in general, so I never yeah. even thought to look it's at weird. it. But it's good that you uh, had the interest to do that because I I was curious about it, just not enough to actually look into it. It's it's I feel like if I feel like it's you know, and I read a review that said like you know it's it's a game like that only hardcore Lost fans would appreciate, but it would disappoint hardcore Lost fans. And it's kind of accurate because I, I feel like I, I love the idea of being there on the island, being involved in the mysteries, and and sort of, and it's kind of nice knowing what's sort of ahead. You know, like Ben and Juliet show up actually really early. They show up like you know to our character, to the person that you're playing, and I was because I'm just was so surprised because this is basically day two or three on the island time, you know, so it's like, whoa, Ben and Juliet are here. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, um, they changed, they changed some things, you know, that it's like they, they, they use what's going on in, 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 you know, the real lost world, but then they have your character doing outside things. Um, so anyway, but, um, but it's, it's cool just to be immersed in that world. But I, but I think it, it just, it, it is kind of, frustrating to actually play the game and and you know this sort of the gameplay of it and and what you have to sort of sit and do and you know uh it's just kind of boring sometimes mhm but uh you know okay so lost. well i suggest all interested parties go read your detailed commentary on tlld.net yeah i enjoyed um, it did you? Well, good, good. I um, it's into. I don't know. Like I said, I'm 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 kind of playing it. It's it's the kind of game where it's like, I don't really want to go play it, but when I do decide to sit down and play it, it's good for like ten minutes. <laughs> I, I think I play it about ten or fifteen minutes at a time. I play. Well, it's really cool. They did a lot. A lot of the details are cool. I mean, the way that they do the the game is structured like an episode. So each. You know, each time that you, you know, you play the game and you, you know, you quit, and when you come back to the game, it starts with last time on Lost, you know, uh, and it, re- it recaps, like, you're, you're the last chapter that you just played, and so it starts like, it starts fresh, and, and you play it, and you, and, it, and, it, and everything, you know, after the big reveal of that chapter, it goes to the opening credits, and then it comes back, and then you play it, and at the, at the end of the big reveal, at the end of the episode of the chapter, it goes Lost, you know what I mean? So it, it's like you're playing the show, basically. Yeah. It's structured like the show, which is kind of cool. And they use the same conventions, like, like I said in the thing, it opens on your character's eye, mm-hmm. you know, like, and they, you know, which is cool that they know to do that, you know. Yeah. They 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 know enough, you know, even though it was sort of outside of their they're doing the lost people, you know, that the, the people who did it know the game well enough to do that. Yeah. 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 No, I think it's reasonably accurate. It's just that it doesn't have any, like, new information. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, that's all. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if they didn't have the information. I just, I just wish it was a little more like. I guess I, I feel like it's too. I would rather be more involved in what the what the lost characters are going through than what my character is going through because you know they set up his own thing in the game. Yeah. You know, like he can't remember his past and he's got to remember that he's being attacked on the island and then Ben and Juliet want him to do something and it's like. Yeah, that's kind of cool, but I'd I'd rather, you know, play Jack or play Kate or play Hurley and have to get through some of those challenges of what they had to go through and actually be these people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and like, you know, have the encounter, like, in the hunting party where you're playing Jack and you're talking to Mr. Friendly and, like, you, you have to sort of negotiate your way out of this or something, you know what I mean? Or find out what you can about the others or, you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather do those things and just do something set in that world, do something else set in that world. So mm-hmm. that's what I don't really like about the game. You know, I'd rather be a losty than be this, this other character who they just yeah. made up. I see. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Hurley, like, I don't know. Maybe more like Indigo Prophecy where it was more comprehensive where, like, maybe when you're Hurley you have to, you know, you you, you play a part of the game where everyone's depressed and you do the food party thing, you know, where you give them all the food or something, you know. You find where the food stash is. That's part of the game challenge. And then, like, then you give it to everyone. Everyone's happy. You know, like, you know, just more of, like, real lost event stuff than, like, here's a plot for a video game stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. So, anyway. Yeah. But don't take my word for it. Um, all right, well, you got the reins, buddy. So oh, rain shit, it on I forgot. Home. <laughs> <laughs> forgot I was doing that. Okay, so, in the next Scene or scenes, it's a long thing, and I kind of just put it all in one. It's all about the boat. Um, Wow, I wrote Jin and Saeed are on the boat. It's not Jin on the boat. Wow. Um, (laughs) I need to watch this episode again. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I mean Desmond and Saeed. Uh, I guess I got got used to writing Jin in the previous (laughs) paragraph. So it's Desmond and Saeed, right. Uh, They're in their little quarters where they're staying uh, initially, there, there's this sound. It's sort of a repetitive banging sound, uh, and uh, so, uh, Desmond thinks something's broken or whatever. And Saeed, uh, Saeed thinks that someone's making the sound. Uh, Sorry, this is just cracking me up. Okay, go ahead. Uh, the doctor enters. Uh, the doctor Ray, I guess, and uh, he says, "Doctor Evil." <laughs> He seems so sinister. He does, yeah. He's he's uh he's got a sinister way about him. And he says the captain would like to see them. And uh so the that, captain will see you now. Yeah. So <laughs> I, very grandiose. Yeah. So did you did you want to say something about this sound issue? This yeah. The obvious fucking Morse code. Why were they dancing around that? Why weren't they? Why didn't they just get to the point that it, that it's Morse code? I didn't understand. Like Desmond, they playing him like he's like retarded. Like I feel like he's had some brain damage from like the mind jumping. Like the other episode, it's like a note comes to the door. What's that? And this episode, what's that banging? I wish they would fix it. <laughs> 
and, I, then, and then and then it's just like and then Saeed's like, okay, I think someone, you know, I don't think it's you know accidental. You think someone's banging it? Yeah, I think that. I mean, when someone says someone's banging it on purpose, what else would that be? Yeah, well, I I don't know. I I must be retarded. I still I still had no idea what's going on here. So what what are you saying? I think it's Morse code. Someone's banging who, out Morse code on for the, who? on the tank. Why? For, I think probably to Saeed to get a message or to someone who's trapped somewhere. I mean, you, we've seen that scene before where people have been trapped in, a, in sort of an industrial environment like that where there's pipes and stuff, and, and they use Morse code. And as soon as Saeed was – as soon as I could tell Saeed was listening to it, I'm like, he's listening for a pattern, and then he says, like, someone's banging, and it's, you know, and it's just like, okay. I expected him to say it was Morse code, but then, like, Ray comes in, and I feel like that was supposed to be, you know, interrupting what the, the sort of train of logic that he was just going to say, you know, maybe it's Morse code. Because mm-hmm. I know Saeed has to know Morse code. Um, so I, I hope I, – I feel like I'm just 100% sure that, that it's Morse code. I just don't understand why – they're kind of just like delaying that revelation. I didn't even but think I, of that. I thought it really? was just a really weird curiosity. It never occurred to me that it was Morse code. I, wow. I just thought it was like somebody banging around. Yeah, I'm I'm retarded. <laughs> I'm with Desmond. Well, I, hey, maybe it's not Morse code. Maybe someone's banging in it somehow. But I'm I. That's the first thing I thought of, and I'm like, it's to me, it was so obviously Morse code. I'm surprised. No one online. I mean, I need to check. I haven't checked. I feel like if it is Morse code, someone has put what it what it says mm-hmm. on Lostpedia because it's you know people who know that stuff can get it out really easily. I had no idea what this was about. I thought like, wow, what are they doing? Like somebody just like I imagine somebody just mindlessly like hammering on a pipe or something like because they were crazy. I really it never wow. occurred to me that there was that there was a pattern to it or. Or that, or that it was tr- uh, trying to uh, deliver some kind of message. I, n- I never even crossed my mind. I really thought it was just <laughs> random and crazy. Like, the point was it was a person doing it, and they're crazy. I thought that was the idea. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I could buy that. I mean, that's, you know, that that makes sense. If, you know, so he probably does know Morse code, and, and you know, that's, that's the kind of code you can do that way. So, um yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean, I knew what the note was, but yeah, I didn't I didn't get this one. Well, I'm trying to see if they have it here on Lostpedia if anyone recognized it as Morse code um or what it could have been saying. I don't see it here. Uh I haven't seen anyone talk about that. Is I, is that a crazy idea? I feel like it, it's I feel like it's so it just makes sense. I don't think it's a crazy idea. I mean, I haven't even heard anyone bring up or read anyone bring up the this little thing about the sound. <laughs> wow, I, I I thought it was one of those things where like everyone everyone know knows. Like I'm like I just assumed you yeah. had figured that out and everyone had figured out it was Morse code. Maybe and, it is. And, I mean, maybe it's so obvious everyone knows, and I just I just missed it. But I it, it never occurred to me I never saw anyone bring it up. Wow, wow. Um Well that's what I think it is. Well let, uh, let us know guys. I, I'm curious. How many people how many people thought something. that was Morse code when they watched it? You know, had that idea. I'm, I'm here's curious. something under the under the unanswered questions it says 
uh, who or what was making the noise that Saeed noted was not mechanical? Was it Morse code? Ah, okay. So, so, so they put that as a question. So somebody's thinking about it. Okay. They don't have. They don't seem to have a link to anyone who's saying what the Morse code is. Yeah, that but... it is, and and this is what it says. It does seem like it's interrupted, though. Yeah, it seems like it's interrupted. Um, I don't know any other reason why someone would be banging on um, banging on the pipes um, and for any length of time, uh, unless unless th- that's someone who's trying to bre- you know break the pipe or or you know some saboteur. But they're being so loud about it, you know. Um, well, and the other thing about the Morse code thing is is it seems like a fair number of places on the ship would hear that and and it'd be inter- someone and I feel like if you're doing Morse code bang on a pipe um you know you're trying to be secretive you're trying to get a, a clandestine message out and but with a noise I feel like it could be traceable yeah so I wonder I wonder if it's coming from a place where you really can't tell where it's coming from or 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 is this person who's doing the message really sort of they need to hurt, kind of do this quickly before someone could find them? You know, I don't know how they're going to play that. Um, or or if they if someone's just going to think, oh, it's just a, you know, it's just a noise, and and they don't know it's Morse code. Mm-hmm. You know, because they know the captain and the crew know someone's aboard who's you know destroying crap. So if they hear some aberrant noises, you think they'd go investigate? Yeah. But you know, but then I guess the other thing maybe this begs the question. Um, you know, why if this is the same person who if this person if the person who dropped the note and who opened the door, the person who's helping them, who's potentially Michael, if he if he's banging Morse code on the pipes, why? You know, and if it's to get a message to Saeed and Desmond, well, why wouldn't he just do another note? Because it's included on the note. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like the Morse code might not be um, might not be Michael. It might not be their helper. I feel like to, to, if you're in a place where oh, this was my point earlier, or I meant to say, if you're in a place where you're you're doing Morse code because you need to get out a message, but you've got to bang on pipes because that's all you've got. And you're not worried about um, anyone finding you. Um, I think the, that only scenario that makes sense to me is someone who's held captive in, in, a, in like a in a jailed area, mm-hmm. because that way they don't have to worry about being caught. Because obviously they've they're already caught. Right. Um, there's no repercussions to someone finding where the noise is coming from, other than maybe some sort of threat or violence or whatever. But um, but if the person doesn't know you're just do- you're doing Morse code, you might just get away with angering the guard because you're beating on your thing, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. You can still get your message out, and all you all the guard's gonna just be do is tell the next guy, oh, this guy's been banging all day. Put your headphones on, you know. Um, so I I want to believe that um, the person who's banging is not their helper because I feel like the helper could just if, if they're trying to communicate to our guys they could just do another note yeah um, and we saw Michael hanging out washing you know he he seems to have free reign pretty much mm-hmm. so I feel like the person who's banging is is trapped somewhere or is in a, some sort of situation where they kind of need help in that way. Mm-hmm. So that's my theory. Okay. And if it's Nadia, I told you so. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> um, because I don't know why, other than to say that, you know, we know about Saeed needs to have his moment of heart, and I think he needs – I just want Nadia to be done with, and um, yeah. I think it would be a good point. Yeah. Yeah, Nadia. She does need to get over with. Okay. Well, I I thought it was a throwaway, like, weird aside. I didn't think there was – anything was going to come of it. I guess I thought wow. the point – I thought the point was the crew's crazy. Uh, I, wow. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's way more than I thought was going on there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Wow, I just right. rocked your world. We'll have to see. What? I just rocked your world. Yeah, you did. You did. Wow. You definitely – I mean – I know, I didn't think you would have much to say about that scene. Uh, okay, so we got a theory. Great. Or you yeah. got a theory. Um, and I think it's plausible. Why not? I, I, I feel like I missed something. Yeah, it, it was it was interesting. It was interesting. I, I, I'm curious how it, you know, it intrigues me how they played it because Saeed didn't, didn't instantly say this is Morse code. He he just had the sense that someone was doing it and it wasn't mechanical. So I feel like if it you know if it was Morse code, he would have gotten there instantly. So that's what kind of confuses me. It's just how they played it, and maybe they're just playing it. They're just you know sort of drawing it out because they're just keeping the mystery going. Um, you know, but uh, but I thought that was a little weird that. You know, if it was Morse code, that that should have been the first thing he said. If he knew, you know, if he had, could, re, could mm-hmm. tell what it was saying and knew it was Morse code, that's all he has to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Morse code. <laughs> um, you know, but 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 like you know how like I said how they played it. You know, Ray comes in right when he's about to. It seems like he's about to continue uh, what he's saying. Uh, at least there's an opportunity to, and then Ray comes in and. Um, and I just read, um, I didn't notice this, but I guess I read that, oh, maybe it's in, is this when Ray comes in and he's got like a bruise on him? Uh, Did I you notice that? Really? Yeah, I was just reading in the, the Lostpedia uh, recap. Um, uh, let's see, I think it says, it says Ray. Let me see. Where is it? Oh, this is, okay. This is when he's going to go take him to see the captain. Yeah. Okay. So it's later. It's later when he has a wound on his cheek. Oh. It's when he takes him to the quiet part of the when he takes him to the new quarters, basically. I didn't notice so, it well, then either. Yeah, I didn't notice it either. So I. I think we should somehow think about that when we get there. Yeah, that's weird. Is it really there? Uh, I guess we should verify. I mean, Lostpedia is pretty reputable. But yeah, they just... Uh, yeah. I, I do remember him looking... Yeah, here it is. Here's a, he's got a big gash on his cheek. It's really, It was really dark. You know, it's really dark. In it there. was really dark. But he's got Maybe a wound that's on his what cheek. threw me off. And does he have the wound here? Where where can you see it? He's on. This is the wrong side. They keep showing. Oh, I can kind of see it. Oh wait, he's got a wound on his cheek. Um, oh yeah, 
Yeah. He has a wound on his cheek when he takes him to see the captain. He does? Yeah. It doesn't look as big. <laughs> he's got a wound on his Yeah, I know. That didn't help. But he's got a wound on his cheek. Uh, now, when is the first time we see Ray? Come, does he? When does the, he come in the first time? The constant. No, I mean on this episode. Oh, in this episode. Uh, I think it was in that first scene where uh, he... Uh, or is that right? Oh, no, no, no. I don't remember. I think the first... Is this the first scene when he comes to get them? No. What do you mean the first scene? The first scene of what? The first scene of Ray. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't seem to on, find... Hold on, hold on. Oh, please. <laughs> We're under repairs. Um, <laughs> we, need some, we need some hold music. <laughs> we need some hold music so we can... Uh, this, this station is temporarily out of service. Okay, okay. I just... <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, sorry for the delay. Uh, I did a search on the transcript. The first time he appears is this when he comes in and says the captain wants to see you. Okay, but and I think he has a gash on his face then. It's darker. I It looks like it's there to me, but I can't, I can't see it as well as I could in the later scene. Um, where is this scene? It's, uh... Yeah, yeah, he's got it. I mean, that's... Maybe he got it last episode. Yeah. I thought they were saying he got it this episode. Like, somehow, you know, because when he says, you know, the captain can see now, I thought maybe the idea was he had just gotten, like, slapped around or something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't notice it at all in any scene, so... I didn't either, I didn't think there. there was anything about it. Uh, I I did kind of have noting. a sense that he looked beat up, but I didn't really I didn't really think about it. Yeah. Um. He's got a kind of beat up face anyway. Um. All right. Next scene or what else? What are we doing? Let's okay. Let's keep okay. This train moving. So yeah, we're still we're still on the ship, but it's it's a change of scenery. Uh, the doctor uh, Ray takes them to the the helicopter pad area of the ship. Uh, and the helicopter's gone. The doctor says that Lapidus is running an errand. Uh, Saeed questions him about the errand, and he says he doesn't know anything. He's just a doctor. And at this point, their their conversation fades into the background as <laughs> uh, as Regina emerges uh, from the sort of upstairs area, wrapped in chains. And and blankly marches to the to the edge of the ship and jumps into the water. Uh, Desmond notices what's going on and 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 yells uh, uh, and and tries to get the crew to do something uh, to stop it. They they kind of watch but uh, don't don't move to do anything. Um, and then at this point, uh, the captain emerges and and he says, uh, "It's over. She's gone." and orders the crew to resume their duties. Um, uh, the captain comes over to Saeed and Desmond and introduces himself. He's Captain Galt, uh, G-A-U-L-T. He asks what he can do for them. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Saeed uh, uh 
I don't know. Do we? Do, should we talk about that other thing? This goes into a bunch more. Yeah, this scene. Yeah, this, this is kind of a we. We yeah. The the first beat. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, I I really enjoyed Ray's line of I, I you know uh, I'm just a doctor you know um, when he says you know I'm a doctor I don't know I don't know where he's gone you know it feels uh, it, it, it felt like you know very you know the old Star Trek line that Bones used to say mm-hmm. you know I'm not a this I'm a doctor you know yeah 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 yeah. Uh, and it was the, so I don't know, I felt like that's pretty much what he was saying. Um, and, um, so the Regina thing, um, that was weird. Yeah, <laughs> how about that? I don't um, understand, uh, you know, it reminded me of the beginning with Regina, and, and you know, she's reading the book, the book is upside down. Right. I didn't even, what was that about? I don't know what that was about. Um, it, it's like, is she... It seemed like she was pretending, like like well, like she was trying to pretend like she was reading because she was doing something else. Okay, okay, we got that. Now, what what was she doing? Mm-hmm. You know, um, or was it that she was trying to just pretend to be normal, but you know, and she wasn't, you know, like oh, I'll be reading this book, but like oh, it's upside down. Like she, I didn't get what was going on with her. Yeah, that was, the, was that was the interpretation I came to that uh, that she was that she was pretending to to be normal, but didn't notice that the book was upside down. Now here's interesting. I think this this this, this phenomenon is drawing parallels to the sickness, and and I think what's interesting is that it seems to be quite different than going through the barrier, because I don't. It doesn't seem like these people are are like Minkowski, who's whose yeah. problem was that his mind was going back and forth. Regina, I mean, from because she was fine, you know, when we heard her over the speaker a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah. You know, when we had, you know, and it seems like there's this just sort of slow, and he said, you know, this heightened sense of cabin fever, this slow mental degradation that's not your consciousness, you know, time traveling, but it's something else, most likely caused by the proximity to the island. Um, and so maybe they'll figure out what that effect is, but it seems like, um, you know, you know, we see later someone seems to have blown their brains out, um, in one of the rooms and then she just killed herself and then, yeah, you know, it seems like they've lost a, a few people. So that's interesting. Um, I didn't expect Regina to, to, to jump off and be done like that. Um, me but it somehow it felt very right for her, for that actress, you know, because she, you know, who she is. It, like, it, I don't know, like, it seems like a very big stunt to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it's like, you know, they, if it was some other actress, I don't think they would have done that stunt or, or something. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was very appropriate somehow that that's how she killed herself. Yeah. Something that dramatic with chains and a huge mm-hmm. jump and like, you know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I thought it was weird. It went to the trouble to sort of, you know, get her and, uh, uh, you know, because I, I don't know. I just she's an odd person to use, uh, uh, and just have her like. Yeah, it seems like they were just going for like some sort of extended cameo sort of yeah. role with these people. Like, you know, hey guys, here's something that'll be cool. You know, you can be on Lost and. You know, have a little part. It's not a huge thing because you know the characters just don't call for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. spend a spend a week or two in Hawaii and you know be unlost. I mean, I'd do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think <laughs> I'd do it too. 
Yeah. But uh, it's just surprising. I guess I expected because, like, I knew her. You know, most of the TV actors that they use, I don't know them. You yeah. Know? Uh, I expected that she would, like, play a bigger role, you know. I thought I thought she, uh, uh, I don't know, I thought she would. Uh, yeah. She would really, like, you know, get involved in something. You know, not die within, like, minutes of I the think- first time we see her. I feel like I feel like if 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 I'm right about how they thought about these roles, then that's kind of what they want you to do. Yeah. You know, it's more shocking that they you know they put they give this role to this sort of person you already know that's sort of recognizable, and then it's like oh well they're going to be around for a while look at this person and mm-hmm. it's like no they're not you know and then, then it makes it even more shocking. Right. Yeah. It did surprise me, and when she had the chains on, I thought like. Wow, like I don't know. I thought she was like I thought she was doing something really crazy. <laughs> like, you know I thought she could do a magic trick at first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, some there seemed something like I thought there was something strangely supernatural or whatever about what she was yeah. about to do, you know, like she's got these chains on, she's kinda like I don't know, levitate or something. Mm-hmm. But but uh yeah, I <laughs> Obviously, it's I guess to weigh her down so she'll so she'll die. When someone jumps into the ocean with chains on, yeah, you don't have to worry about getting them. <laughs> you know, it's like you you know in that situation, you you know you wanted people to jump in after her, but I, I just don't really think you can get her because mm-hmm. you 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 you'd need to have something to weigh you down too, just to get you know like and depending on how much chain she had, I mean she's just. Even if you could grab her, you've got to pull her up, you know, to the surface, and she's got chains on. Yeah. You know, it's just it's just a situation where it's like, you know, wow, I just, as much as you want to go jump in, the chances of you getting her are so slim. Mm-hmm. And the chances of you dying are high. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. If she didn't have the chains, it'd be like everyone go help and get her. But the chains are just like, wow, okay, well. Mhm. She's gone, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it still plays time, strangely know. because they they didn't seem to me like they seem strangely like not as concerned as they ought to be. Well, I think they, like, I think the idea is they were used to it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I guess that yeah, that was the idea. It was like she wasn't the first one. Mm-hmm, she yeah. won't be the last. Stuff like that is like, happening. Yeah. yeah, it's become like almost routine for people to lose their minds and do something crazy. We've um, kind of come across like now we're on board the like weird, you know, the the crazy ship, you know, like yeah, this idea of a ship and people just kind of strangely going crazy and killing themselves. Uh, you know, I think that's a movie we've seen. You know, like uh, it should have been at least. You know what I mean? Like. It's kind of that little subplot is really interesting on its own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's it's I don't know. It's a little bit Event Horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, without the demons. The demons are coming later. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, um, so okay, so yeah. Anyway, um. Uh, I I got to like I got strangely attached to Regina. I don't know, maybe because she was just so bland. But there's something 
there's something oddly charming about Regina to me, and I, I, I really like. I was that one scene we saw her in? Yeah, no, no. I from from her talking on the oh from the phone. Yeah, okay. yeah, the phone scene. That that was where she she won me over. Yeah, um, I don't know with her. Just she had like, you in hello. Yeah, she did. It was like oh. it was just like where's Minkowski? Oh, he's the uh, he's not here. He's busy and. I don't know, and the whole thing with the rocket, like it's there now, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's just something, <laughs> just something special. I don't know. I really, I got attached to her, and I, I, I when she showed up, I was like, great, here's Regina, and then she mm-hmm. dies. But yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think they probably did want us to kind of, uh, to think, you know, think like that, and they they were shocking us, you know. Yeah by taking her out really quickly. I mean, even even the I would say even most of the new characters were fairly well-known actors too. You know, um you know the guy who plays Frank, uh what's his name? Jeff Fahey, yeah. Jeff Fahey, um the guy who plays Daniel, um forgot his name now too. Um, Jeremy Davies. Jeremy Davies. <laughs> I didn't know Charlotte before and I, I didn't and I think I, and, and I've seen Miles. I saw him. He was in one of the X-Men movies. Um, uh, and I kind of vaguely recognized him from that, but he's not on the level of Davies, and because Davies has been around for a while, and Faye's obviously been around for a while. Yeah, yeah. So it's like they 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 did take the time to get sort of you know up you know higher level people than just you know actors we kind of hadn't seen before. Yeah, the usual. You know, had, uh, yeah, the usual cool. sort of like. Maybe I mean I don't know what Char. Maybe Charlotte's famous. I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know her, but yeah, um, I've never heard of her. Yeah, by name. Um, or anything, but, uh... But, um... So, anyway, let's get on with the next part of this scene. Well, like, Jeff A. has already had, oh. like, way more time oh. than, uh, than Regina, uh... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. God. Oh, yeah. You know, so he's, like, he's paid off his Jeff Fahey time for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she hasn't done anything yet, though. He hasn't really he's, done he's anything. Been around, he's like, but he hasn't really done anything yet. Like yeah. I don't think I feel like he's 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 not that same kind of character though. You know what I mean? Like obviously the scope of his character is bigger. Yeah. He's he's got more to do with what's going on. It seems like. Yeah. You know, for the very reason, you know, at least because he's around still. So um, you know, but it, but it's interesting just the idea of the Minkowski and Regina and and uh, and just like these, you know making the casting sort of interesting and then killing them off really fast. Yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let, well, let me let me let me go a little further before I say what I want to say. Um uh da, da, da. right. So so he asked what he can the captain asked what he can do for them. Said uh asked about Regina. Uh the 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 most recent thing, I guess, is fresh in his mind. And uh, the captain explains that he didn't want to lose any more crew members in a rescue attempt. Uh, then he adds that uh, some of the crew have experienced cabin fever, or type of cabin fever, and uh, and he thinks it has to do with the island. Mm-hmm. So uh, um, then he goes to this other subject. Uh, but just about the cabin fever, um, uh uh, do you do you think this cabin fever has anything to do with uh, the barrier, or or is it really the island itself? Uh, I mean, 
you know, because like, like you said, it doesn't seem like it's a time thing, like like Minkowski, which seems... I, I think it, I think it, I mean I think it's I think they're one and the same. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's I, I think it's I think the difference is they haven't gone through the barrier, but I think the barrier and its effects uh, I think is what is what's causing this. I, I think it is. I mean, I think it is the island. I mean, I don't, you know, what I mean? it's it's hard to say, you know, is this energy, is this is this effect coming from the island or is it coming from the barrier? You know, I feel like the island and the barrier are kind of, you know, the same thing. But, um, I, so I don't know. I, I would, but I would say it's, it's, it has to do with the barrier, with okay. whatever is protecting the island, um, is what's causing the effect. Because my impression was that, you know, it was passing through the barrier that was the problem. Like, once you're through it and you're on the island, you're okay, you know, and, you know, you know once you get out, you're okay. But, like, if you pass through, like, not the right, you know, the porthole, however you get out, you know, um, like, that's a problem. Or if you're exposed to radiation or whatever. But the key thing is, you know, passing through it. Yeah, not, and I think that and, and this that's, makes it seem like just hanging out in the general area. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, like, that's a, and a I think that's that's the point. Um, and for I mean, people I've, who like you know are necessarily exposed to radiation, and it doesn't seem to necessarily make you like shift in exactly. time. Exactly, it just does it like sometimes, or it just makes you go crazy. I mean, that's you know, I guess that yeah. Well, to me, that's that's kind of the point. Is that that's what we're learning about the barrier? I mean, is that uh, I mean, it could be, I mean, they could, I mean, I feel like that's a weird distinction to make that like, okay, well, the barrier is just a barrier, and if you pass through it, that's when you have problems, but this this effect of the cabin fever is really the island. Now, that's a different thing, where it radiates out, blah, blah, and it's just like, that's just weird to me. I mean, I, I think it's fine to call, to just say that the that the barrier has, that this is just, we're finding out this is a new effect that the barrier has we didn't know it had, you know, which is that... You don't have to pass through it to um, um, to be affected, and you know maybe it's it's a sort of a proximity thing. Like uh, you know, if you pass through it, you're you know, you're sort of in the midst of that energy, and so you get the huge effect. But if you're farther away from the sort of focal point of that energy, the effects are going to be sort of lessened and different, you know, and and sort of have different causes, uh, uh, you know, outcomes. And so I feel like that's what's going on. It's like they're I feel like they were if they were closer to the barrier. If they were just hanging out close to the barrier, then maybe more of the people would be going through this. Maybe the effects would be faster, you know. And I feel like the closer they get to the barrier, the worse off they are, up until the point that they're through the barrier. And you know, and if they didn't go through the right part or if they had radiation, then they're sort of mind fucked. So I think that's what's going on. I think it. I think it's it's, you know, it's the barrier. But I mean, the barrier is an extension of the island. I think you know, they're, they're, it's like you know. There's an egg, you know, an egg has a shell and, and the yolk, but they're, you know, but it's all an egg, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I, I meant to say, you know, when I asked that, I meant to say, is it the barrier or is it something about the island that isn't the barrier? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's the, yeah, the, the, the second one. Something about the island that, you know, con- with the, with the barrier, connected to the barrier. Not like, you know, maybe they have some sort of power station that gives off this thing or nothing yeah. like that. I think it I think it has to do with the barrier, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Um 
I guess, yeah, I was I was thinking the barrier is just all about time problems. It never mm-hmm. – I wasn't thinking of well, the barrier in terms of just, just uh, insanity yeah. causing. I didn't think of that either until they just made it seem like that's the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel okay. like this evidence is – I feel like this is – this episode is telling us that, you know, yeah. like they're kind of saying, well, here's another thing about the barrier. It, this happens if you're close to it, you know. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it leads to. We don't really know. So. Yeah, yeah, okay. And they did say the effects are random. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, they and, you know, they, talk, <laughs> they talk about side effects, and and it's never specified that that's all it can do is send, yeah. send, you, send your consciousness through time in various ways. So, um, yeah, I'll buy that. And, like, you know, maybe that's sort of more like the sickness than the time travel stuff. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, so far it seems like it, it is more like the sickness. I mean, it's just sort of these people going crazy and wanting to kill themselves. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the question becomes, why did Rousseau's team uh, seem to get affected, but they were, they were already on the island? Yeah. You know, they weren't hanging outside of the island. They were on the island. Mm-hmm. And maybe they were exposed to it. I mean, maybe it's a, you know, once you're exposed, it doesn't matter if you're close to the island or not. You know, once you've been affected by it, you're just going to be degraded until you kill yourself, even if you leave the, you know what I mean? So so they were, you know, close to the island, got affected, went through the barrier, and, and then, like, you know, and then was even maybe more affected and then landed and then, you know. So it could be that, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. It is nice to get development on the sickness, though, after uh, mm-hmm. so long. Uh, uh, and this boat is like this boat is way more out of control than I thought it would be. It's really yeah. like there's all kinds of weird like stuff going on here. I you know what it's I wonder? Like, I wonder. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say this is about the island and the barrier. Uh, I wonder if. You know, because I feel like I feel like when they when they when they when they full when we fully have a picture of the barrier and what's going on, on the island and stuff, I feel like it's gonna it's gonna make sense. You know, their their idea of it at least is gonna make sense. And I was wondering if like maybe the barrier, like, you know, picture you know picture the the barrier is like a sphere around the island. Inside the sphere, it had like it sort of got healing properties. Anything that's sort of inside the sphere, outside the sphere, it kind of has the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. It basically, you know, leads you to kill yourself or degrade your mind or degrade your body. You know, and I'm wondering if it's going to be that simple where, you know, one side of the, the barrier, you know, is, is, is positive and one side is negative. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder, I wonder if it's just that simple and, and that's kind of what we're seeing. Yeah. Yeah, they could do that. That that's 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 definitely a lost style thing. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. doesn't it seem very you know just very like obvious once once you're told what it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, pretty straightforward and <laughs> yeah, and it, it ties up two things at once. Mhm. Yeah, yeah. I, cause I feel like that's that seems like what what what's going on and and um yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I I think I would buy that. Um, okay. Uh, are we still in the scene? Yeah, I got, I got more. I just kind of stopped it to talk oh, okay. about the cabin fever. Um, okay, yeah, that's right. 
uh, okay, the next thing he says is there's a there's a saboteur on board, <laughs> and uh, the the engines have been have been sabotaged, I guess, and they they need repair. <laughs> Well, if the saboteur um, did it, I guess it would be sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked the use of that word. You don't get to hear that yeah. that often. No. Uh, uh, I I forget that that word is even available for use in English. Yeah, uh, right? So, uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, okay, so they, uh, meaning the the, the crew, are, are going to repair the engines and then move to safer waters. And these are the captain's orders. Uh, so uh, Saeed asks, whose orders are they? And the captain says, well, they're Charles Widmore's orders. <laughs> so uh, uh, not not one to hesitate to give a straight answer. Uh, he pretty much tells us, uh, he tells us something that confirms what Ben said. You know mm-hmm. that that this is Charles Widmore's boat. You know he's a captain. He's saying this. I mean, you know, unless he and Ben have teamed up to lie. <laughs> about this, maybe know. he's maybe he's Ben's man on the boat. He's Ben's man on the boat. Yeah, I know that. Oh, and Ben God. is like, and Ben's like, Michael's on the boat. What? Mm-hmm. But yeah. he had no idea because Michael's under an alias. Right. I would give Law so much credit if that was true. I so don't think that's true. Oh, but, no, not at all. But it just, I was thinking, like, when he said it's Charles Edward's boat, I was like, that's it. It's, there's independent confirmation. And then I was like, well, I guess the only way out of it is if he's if him and Ben, like, have conspired to say that's whose boat it is and he's the man in the boat, you know. And which I, would which I think would be weird. Out. I don't know, what, you know, I don't know <laughs> why they would be doing that, but... uh uh, you know, like most people, except for Desmond, like could care less. Like who? Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. I, I do want to point out that um, that there is a small chance that this really isn't the captain of the ship. All this guy did was come out and say, "Hey, I'm the captain." Yeah. You know? And and we we know that there's something going on. We, you know, they weren't able to see the captain for a while, then all of a sudden he's available. Um, you know, we and we, we we saw that thing before when Minkowski was kind of on the on the radio, then all of a sudden he's out of the picture, and and you know, you know, with the whole thing with Regina, you know, and mm-hmm. so I don't know. I get the sense I wouldn't be surprised if the re, like the real captain went crazy, and this and and, and they have decided to for whatever reason, pawn this guy off as the captain. And, I mean, I don't say I think that's what's going on, but I'm just saying, like, you know, and the crew is like, okay, well, we'll you know, he'll be pretend to be the captain for these guys for whatever reason, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I don't really think that's what's going on, but they've, but there is stuff, you know, weird stuff is going on on the ship, you know. Definitely. There's some there's some weirdness going on, uh, you know something something is afoot, and I just would I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of like thing about that, like you know, because I feel like with so much going on, who's in control is very important. Yeah, you know? yeah, I might, agree. Like we might find out this this guy is has you know is the captain as of you know this morning, <laughs> you know he just killed the real captain, you know what I mean? Like you know he's the captain now, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. We might find that out. Mm-hmm. He took over, you know. Um, yeah, they could do that. Yeah, I do think he's the real captain. That it's not a lie, but it could it could be an explanation. Yeah, for that. yeah. 
Um, uh, so, okay, so, so, so shall I, like, finish, finish this scene here? Oh, um, you didn't finish? You just said the Charles Woodmore boat. Oh, there, but there's more. Oh, the the two lines that are left? He takes him into the into a room. Uh, well, that's a different scene, though. Well, yeah, it's all connected, though. You know, it's all in the same sort of, uh, uh, you know, it's it's part of the same conversation. Yeah. So, uh, so I I sort of put him put them together. But yeah, whatever. Do, do you want to say something about the? Um, well, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things that yeah, I I I loved when you know. First of all, I love the captain character, or as I like to call him, Captain Daniel Craig, because that's who he looks like to me. Um, and uh, you know the new James Bond guy. And um, oh, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Well. Uh, watch more crappy movies. No. Um, and, um, and so, anyway, um, you know, I love when he was like, so what can I do for you? Because I said at the same time with Saeed, what? Like, I literally was like, I can't believe you said that. And then, and I was really happy when Saeed had the same exact expression. Like, what? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, like. You know, and, and and I watched that that little that little bit a couple times because I love like you know Saeed's like he's kind of looking behind him for some reason I guess because he was he just talking to Ray or something something how he's kind of looking behind him and he's you know he's like thinking and then and then the captain says that and he's just like you can just see him like visibly stunned like I did not expect you to say that you know mm-hmm. like what like out of all everything Saeed's been through since he's been on the island and it's you know it's led up to this. And the guy he's been waiting to see says, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think that begins, you know, that's a very good beginning to how this scene play, you know, this this se- sequence plays out with um, the captain being so forthcoming. Yeah, I mean, everyone on this show, like, you know, even later on when when Jen asks on if that's his baby, like she she could elaborate a lot more than she does. Mm-hmm. You know, well Juliet took me to a station and I you know, I know based on that that it was conceived on the island and blah blah blah. You know, there's real proof there. You know, but in a lot of cases, you know, even when they're not even being necessarily deceptive, like they just don't like come out with as much as they have. Mm-hmm. You know, and they sort of describe things vaguely and stuff like that. And yeah, he really, uh, he really just doesn't uh, mess around with any of that. He's just, he's he's just gonna give you the, you know, the full story right on. Yeah, it's really it's very very refreshing. Um, it is, and they make a point of pointing it out, like the thing with Saeed like being shocked and and saying yeah. that he is surprisingly forthcoming later. You know, so. And it's like, and I don't suppose you'll tell us who gave you those orders. Yeah, sure, Charles Woodmore. Here's his phone number. Here's his social security number. I yeah. Reach him here. Here's his personal email. And here's his, you know, just like, what else do you need? I can take mm-hmm. you to him right now. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's not like Ben, where Ben, with Ben, like, everything's a secret. And if he tells you anything, it's probably a lie. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, you know, where he doesn't even, it doesn't even really matter, you know. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, Ben, are you a man? I'm not telling you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you wearing pants, Ben? It's a secret. It's mm-hmm. like he doesn't care what it is. 
Yeah. He's going to lie about it, withhold the truth. Every Yeah, everything something to either be vague about or just lie about it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's it's rare to have a character who knows something, who, who and isn't. And shares it. Yeah, who is not hesitant to say it. You know, even the, the bow people are guilty of this, too. Like, they get asked these mm-hmm. questions, and they're they're kind of evasive and, and vague. You know, when, like, I feel like they could be a lot more specific and, without, and for the, yeah. like, you know, causing a big problem. And for the captain to be the guy who's forthcoming after his crew has, you know, we've, the boat people have been set up to be, you know, secretive and something's right. going on and we don't know. And then all of a sudden we, and we, we don't, don't trust the captain and you don't want to talk to the captain. Yeah. And, oh, and, and, and another thing like, is Mr. like, after in the last episode, when Ben, like Ben tells Locke that it's Charles Woodmore and shows him the tape, like that's his, that's Ben's big secret that he uses as a negotiating tool, and they get it by like a simple question. Yeah. You know, they don't even have to. They don't have to do anything for this information. They just, yeah. It just sort of falls in their lap, and Locke had to like, you know, go through a whole thing with Ben. Yeah. Well, it's just they're at a they're at a different situation to get the information. That's the whole thing. You mm-hmm. know, they they can they they can get it very easily because they've gone through the trouble to go to the freighter. You know, if Locke was the kind of person who wanted to seek out answers like Saeed and Desmond are, uh, he would have got it adjusted sort of easily. Mm-hmm. But um, he'd rather keep someone locked in a dungeon until they're ready to talk than to, like, actually be proactive and, like, go search out the answers. And it's that's interesting, the parallel there between find, how they found that out, you know, finding out the same thing yeah, uh, and in drastically different ways. Right. You know, Desmond almost kind of died getting to that question, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, pretty intense. But um, anyway, I, I like the captain. He's a good character so far. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. Hopefully he doesn't just kill himself in the next episode. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, I, I thought when he said his name, I thought he said, I'm Captain God. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, I didn't know what that meant. And I'm like, okay, you can't be saying Captain God. Captain God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to make your wish come true. It's really oh. weird. Captain God. <laughs> I mean, if you're God, it's weird to ask Captain. <laughs> G-O-D-D. <laughs> no relation. <laughs> No relation to the savior. No, no, no. No relation to the big man upstairs. <laughs> Two Ds. Thank you. I like the uh, idea of God taking such a lowly rank. Yeah, he's captain. Well, I think if he's on a boat and he wants to have the highest rank, I mean, I guess an admiral or a, I guess it's higher than a captain. But mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know, yeah, I like the idea of him being. I feel like God would be okay with being a captain because he's he's God. He's he's sort of intrinsically more. So he should be okay. His his pride should be okay with pretending to be a captain, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least the New Testament God. The Old Testament God, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. Um. All right. So next scene, you want to go since you're doing it? Okay. So based on that, uh, I, I believe that, that it is Charles Widmore's boat. Uh that's um, I am taking that as independent confirmation. It's it's you know maybe they'll mm-hmm. mess with us on that, but we got two different people who don't seem to don't seem to uh, uh, 
be conspiring, uh, the, yeah, saying the same the, thing. The skeptic in me wants to not believe it, you know, when anyone keeps saying, yes, this is this, you know, this equals this, this equals this. I'm like, really? Everyone's saying it. It shouldn't be true. But um, this season, I think more than almost any other season, uh, they're all about just giving you the answers and it's and doling them out. They have been doing very much of, which is a weird sentence. Um, so they've been doling out a lot of answers this whole season, and I feel like, yeah, they've doling out this thing about it being Charles Woodmore's boat, and I don't feel like, I feel like in other seasons they would have taken the time to to say, yeah, it is his boat. No, it's not his boat. Oh, maybe it is his boat. There is no boat. You know, they would have mm-hmm. just, you know, the Henry Gale phenomenon. You yeah, know? yeah. Uh, I don't think they they're wasting time doing that. I don't think they would say this much, have this much evidence. You know, Ben, which is on one side versus the freighter people on the other side, who ostensibly want different things, um, saying the same thing. Yeah. So, um, I, I yeah, I'm taking it as face value too. I don't think they w- they they're going to waste the time for this to be a red herring or this to be really not Charles Woodmore's boat. Mm-hmm. You know, who else could it be? I mean, it's like they, unless they're going to introduce another powerful, you know, entity in this world, it's just like you know, it doesn't really yeah. make any sense. You know, you've already got Penny involved. You've already got like. You know, we just saw Widmore and Desmond's flashback. You know, it's like it's just it just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, all it's, that we're missing is Charles Widmore to come on and say, to, you know, this is my boat. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'll believe that if that happens. You know, unless, but, uh, but you know, there'd be someone who's like, he's lying. He's just pretending it's his boat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unless he signed a signed affidavit with that was notarized. Yeah. Um. You know, then I then I believe it. Yeah. 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 Uh. <laughs> I think I think uh, the fact that they know about Desmond, you know, they had the picture and all that. And it's not Penny's boat. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Charles Moore is, like, pretty much the default person for it to be, mm-hmm. you know, that 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 could really know about Desmond, have have access to the picture, and and mm-hmm. and, and not be Penny. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And, and there was that whole thing about him buying the the Hanzo, the, um, mm-hmm. you know, the first officer's whatever. Yeah, the log, log log book, the journal. I had a, I I had some like big thing about that, but I forgot what it was. Like something about that that journal, like having something in it, and it has something to do with Widmore and what he wants with the island. I, there was some idea that occurred to me, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> That's really an interesting idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just it, it was like I I really thought I was onto something. I it's frustrating that I can't. It was it was something to do with like he he got that and that's where he learned that blah 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 and that's why he wants to find the island. But I mm-hmm. I, I had a something to fill in there. I, I don't remember what it was. Anyway, I guess I guess my current theory, without remembering, is that is that that's maybe that's where some of his interests uh, uh, in the island came from. Like I mean, maybe he was already like sort of interested in something like that but maybe there was some some kind of some kind of specific information in there that he uh that that he that sort of really spurred him to 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 get involved 
Uh, it seems like he, uh, yeah, I took that that whole thing to be like he's he's sort of on the trail, uh, uh, figuring out what's going on in that. And yeah, I feel like that journal was a big piece to, to him putting it together where the island was or where to look or oh, or most oh. likely being the direct link. <laughs> you got it. It was the coordinates. That's 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 what I was gonna say. Mm. That that that's that that's where he got the coordinates from. <laughs> Like the coordinates for for what for because where he, because Naomi like the says, last known coordinates. Naomi says that yeah, like coordinates for where the island is. Like Na- Naomi says they they were just given these coordinates, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know they didn't know what uh, uh, what they uh, were were looking for. Which I'm, I'm maybe she was lying about that, but but the. Uh, you know, and and they go there, and there, and there's the island. You know, uh, yeah, that was my thought that the coordinates came from the logbook. Well, here's my thing. Um, why would the captain of the Black Rock know the coordinates of the island? And I guess I should explain what why my, why I asked this question. The first saw, officer. But, uh, the first officer, but, yeah. But yeah. So okay. So the, the 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 Black Rock we saw on the island, it crash lands there. Um, and but okay. And I guess maybe we should maybe we should t- finish this scene because I feel like we're talking about Widmore and what he wants, and what it's part of what he wants to say has to do with clearing up why he wants why he's trying to find Ben and stuff. Okay. Uh, but. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about that, the coordinates, and, and I think it's, I like the idea that coordinates are in the journal, but I but I want to talk about the cord, coordinates to where, and, and, and why would, and, and why those coordinates would be in there. Um, so I guess we'll finish this scene and then talk about all that stuff, because there's a lot to talk about, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh... Okay, so the scene. Uh, let's see. So they go into they go into a room. Uh, I'm not really sure what this room is about, but uh, uh, it's a room in the boat somewhere. It's the information room where people find that information. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I, that's what it is. Uh, he so Saeed and Desmond and the captain are in there. He pulls out what he reveals to be a black box for you know from mm-hmm. an airplane, and he says that it's from Oceanic A15. And that it that it was recovered with the wreckage of the plane, mm-hmm. you know, which we which we know about. Uh, and he he says that Widmore had to employ his resources, uh, considerable resources, to to obtain this black box that was recovered. Um, uh, he then he he says there there were 324 dead passengers in the plane, and he indicates that it was obviously staged. And that it would take a great deal of resources to pull off the cover up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he asks where one gets 324 dead bodies. And then he says that that is one of the many reasons that they want Benjamin Linus. <laughs> yeah. So the question here is, who staged it? <laughs> All right. I what I, I hear him saying that Ben staged it. I I I and I I understand that and I feel like that's what he should be saying. But I also feel like he could be saying Widmore staged it and he and he he went through all this trouble 
Um, because because what I'm trying to what I'm trying to reconcile is why okay so if Ben staged it and but 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 Whitmore is the one who who recovered it right and basically Whitmore r- realizes he uncovered a fake and he's pissed that he uncovered a fake and spent all the time and money that he uncovered a fake right that's the idea mm-hmm. um I okay why would he why would he be I just don't understand why would he be interested in finding the wreckage anyway? Like why? Like I, I don't and I don't know I don't know how much to use the find eight fifteen thing, you know. Uh, Not too that, much, that, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, but that was my my thing about the coordinates is you know at least with find eight fifteen the idea is they thought they were looking for the black rock. Well, in fact, what they found was was, uh, you know, uh, Flight 815. They found the wreckage. Um, so, and that that seemed to line up with, with Woodmore, was that he seems to be interested in the Black Rock, and that kind of leads him to the island. Um, and and I, thought, I thought that sort of matched up. But um, I don't know, it just seemed weird to me that he says, he's, he says, okay, the wreckage was obviously staged. Now, can you imagine what kind of resources the Mampar are going to pull off a feat of that magnitude? Um to me, that's kind of saying um, that the person who staged this had a lot of power and resources. Okay, Ben, which which basically we know we know Widmore has. Yeah, we know he has this. Um, and but when we and, 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 and the assumption is said that when he yeah the, yeah exactly that's that's why I feel like he's he's I feel like he could still be talking about Widmore when he's talking about the staging. Because he's saying he already says this guy has a lot of uh, resources and manpower, and he goes the records were staged. Now, can you imagine what kind of resources and manpower it took to make that go off? And I was thought he was connecting Widmore to this and saying faking the plane crash. And not only that, you know, and then not only that, he he went through the trouble putting 324 families through a grieving process based on lie. Not only that, do you know how hard it is to come across 324 dead bodies? Well, we did all of that, and now we need Benjamin Lyon. Like, I feel like you could interpret it that way, too, you know? I mean, I feel like they're saying Ben did it, but it just... And then, because then now that changes the relationship with Abaddon, you know, because at first we, we thought Widmore... Yeah. We, we thought Widmore was the one who, who had staged the, the plane crash, and he was yeah. the one behind all that stuff. And then it made it it made it made seem like Abaddon was involved in the cover-up, but now it seems like Abaddon doesn't really know. Yeah. He didn't really know what was going on. He wasn't part of the staging. like, And so it, it cast out, you know, or say it cast some of that stuff in a different light, you know, when Frank calls and, you know, who who is he talking to mm-hmm. now? You know, he's not talking because it made sense that you know Widmore and Abaddon and those people sort of had the resources to 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 stage this thing. But you're telling me Ben staged it when he was on the island, like during times when he was maybe captured. You know, like this the planning is going off and he's sort of being you know he's held hostage and all the other shit that's been going on in the last couple months. You know, and he's responsible for this thing. Like that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, just just to have the people who are on the phone call, you know, to receive phone calls. You know, like that kind of manpower. You know, I bought that Widmore and Abaddon had something like that set up, and now it's like, no, they weren't. That they didn't do that. <laughs> it's just it's a weird revelation to me. Um, and they they're trying to make it seem like Ben. You know, Ben has this awesome power. It just doesn't. 
they keep saying Ben has this power and or you know slash you know through Jacob or whatever, but you know I I haven't seen it. I really haven't seen it. Yeah, I've seen supernatural occurrences. I but everything really big. You know I say you know the kind of the cra- the big crazy thing with Locke's dad was explained away. Um, you know I, I don't know. They made the box metaphor a, a long time ago, and it's just like. It just seems so weird to me. I don't know. I don't know how much power Ben really has. Can he really just, you know, is it, because it doesn't seem like he's, you know, someone who who's like Whitmore, who's this businessman who's got all these connections and, and he can get stuff done, because Ben is sort of on the island. And, and to, I feel like to pull off a feat like that, he's got to have resources outside of the island, or he's got to have, you know, the power of the box that can just manifest this stuff. You know, and if that's true, that's really huge. <laughs> if he can just tell Jacob, yeah, I need a fake plane crash with fake bodies, and I need it at this location, and then it just happens. Like, are we supposed to believe that? <laughs> um, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, that's not what I thought. Um, I guess I don't I, see how else Ben could pull off something like that. I guess because, you know... Uh, uh, you know, we have we have Ben and, and Saeed slash forward sort of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, commanding Saeed and ordering things to be done, uh, you know, knocking off a list of people. Uh, we've got the scene where Miles uh, goes to Ben and says, I want $3.2 million to say you're dead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then, and then, you know, shortly after that, he's like, don't talk to me, you know, like I don't know what you can do. You know, um, uh, I had the impression that, that, you know, and just the fact that they're looking for Ben in general, I had the impression that Ben's, um, I guess I didn't think it was supernatural. Maybe I should have, but I guess I, I thought the deal was like Ben has a great amount of resources, you know, for some reason that we don't know. Like mm-hmm. he, he, he is sort of, you know, wealthy like Widmore is, but like, you know, I, I didn't think it was supernatural. I thought it was just they were revealing that he, you know, he's got stuff going on in the real world that that we didn't know about. That's uh, that's so odd to me, though, to have two characters who are sort of very similar. I mean, I mean, obviously, it would be Ben has this sort of island persona and sort of thing, but but out in the real world, Ben is like, you know, he's, you know, I mean, maybe you know, we'll see a scene where he goes, you know, he goes and he's in, you know, a flashback and he's at some corporation and he's the president, he's the CEO and. And, you know, back from business, Mr. Linus, yes, yes, blah, 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 mm-hmm. you know, and like, and this is this corporation that he uses to, to do all the kind of whatever that he's doing. But to me, that's weird because it, that puts him in a direct parallel with Widmore, you know, and it's just, it's weird to have another another character like that. That's the that thing, I guess I feel like, like this show is heading towards a Ben versus Widmore Thing. But don't you think it should be a man versus science, not like a you know? I mean, not man versus science. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what kind of battle that is. Uh, I mean, uh, man of faith versus man of science. You know, shouldn't it be two opposites battling each other, not two similar people battling each other? <laughs> what was that line in adaptation? Technology versus horse. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somebody, somehow indicify and and what's the word? In indicates no. In, horse somehow is it indicates? Indignifies. It's not a word. 
signifies? I guess I'm trying to say, in, did you say indicates? Yeah. Maybe I'm trying to say now. Now I'm thinking of indicates. All right, that's fine. Maybe I'm saying implies. I don't know. I guess I'm trying to say oh, somehow horse is indicative of, of anti, te- you know, anti-technology. It's like that encompasses all that is not technology, you mm-hmm. know, old school technology somehow. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I love that line. Too bad the movie isn't I rewatchable. <laughs> you can only watch that movie twice before you're bored to tears. Yeah, yeah, but good one. It's Wyatt. a great twice. It's a great two view. Well, it's a great first viewing and an okay second viewing. Mm-hmm. And let's hope to God there's not a third viewing. Yeah, yeah. Don't go back. You'll wish you didn't. Don't go back. Not to the lilies. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Man versus science. Maybe you think it's man versus science. Man says he doesn't need science to survive. Science thinks otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess you're saying like like magic versus science or something yeah, like I'm that. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying a mystical man who's got these island powers yeah. versus the sort of conventional businessman who's who's yeah. sort of, you know, sort of evil and so That's the thing. I, I, I guess like, that'd be the battle. Yeah, I mean, I do think that's the battle, but I guess I think, you know, Ben I I feel like Ben has real world resources. I feel like if he was, if he, I feel like if he had, I feel like it has, to, it would have to be done a very specific way because I feel like in any way I can think of, I mean, unless he's using, you know, um, aliases to run these business, you know what I mean? I feel like if he's in control of anything that has a lot of power, I feel like that'd be a lot of publicity, you know, that'd be, that'd put him out there. And it seems like he's the kind of person who he's got all these identities and he's sneaking from this country to this country and, you know, who, you know, doing what and doing this and that. And I feel like I don't see that guy as a guy who is, um, you know, unless he's running these companies, he's just not, you know, he's just like a silent, you know, like he just, he runs it from the shadows. Conference is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time by 60 minutes, press star eight. Do-do-do to you, too, buddy. Wow, it was earlier this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. I yeah, don't know, I, 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 I don't want to buy that, that he was running it from the shadows. That, yeah, that, that there was an official president, but, you know, it was really him mm-hmm. behind it all. Yeah, I, I don't I don't like that. I don't like the, ugh. I'd rather it be, I'd rather be Magic Box. I'd rather be, I'd rather be the point is, you know, it's almost impossible to fake this thing. And that's that's why Woodmore wants this guy because he realizes that that Woodmore is like, I couldn't even have done this. How did this yeah. guy pull this off? And and you know, to the point where he was convinced, you know. And it could be that you know, depending on how they play it out, it could be that Woodmore didn't know it was fake until they found the survivors on the island. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Abaddon. There's a scene with Abaddon and Naomi before she leaves. That's like. Naomi you know, seems what if we, to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why, but she she uh, she apparently. Uh, that's why that's why it made it seem like Whitmore was part of the cover up. Yeah, yeah, it made it seem like they all knew that the party line was that there you know there are survivors, but we're telling everyone that there's not, mm-hmm. and you know we're pretending there's not survivors, and it, it just made sense that Whitmore did the cover up, and now that it's Ben's doing the cover up, um. That's weird. That's weird to me. It is weird. 
Um, because why does Ben want to fake up? Why why does Ben care what the world thinks about what happened to these people? Yeah, you know. Um, and it's pretty crazy. So so I don't know. I I, I want to see more of this. I, I feel like I feel like they are trying to say we want Ben because he did the cover up. But I feel like the language is is not cut and dry. It's not really you know. 100%. Yeah. The language is weird. He says, like, what? what is the line exactly? He says, uh, uh, you know, the, he says, you know, um, it was all, the records were found along with 324 dead passengers. That's not the complete story, as you're well aware, Mr. Gerard, given the fact that you're standing here breathing. The wreckage was obviously staged. Now, can you imagine what kind of resources the manpower are going to pulling off a feat of that magnitude, faking the recovery of a plane crash, putting 324 families through through a grieving process based on a lie. But that's even more but what's even more disturbing, where exactly does one come across three hundred and twenty four dead bodies? And that Mr. Gerard, Mr. Hume, is one of the many reasons we want Benjamin Linus. I you know, I feel like the structure of his point is that we've done this and we've done this and we've done this and we've done this and this is why we need to get you know, we, we need to get this guy. Like I feel like he he's saying we've we spent all this time and work into staging this thing, which it's you know maybe somehow part of getting bent, but it's like I feel like I feel like the problem with me understanding it at least is that's what I feel like is the structure of this of this of his of his statements, but he's not saying that he seems like he's saying but Ben is the guy who did it, and that's yeah. why I'm confused. He says like where does one get this many dead bodies? That's one of the reasons we want Ben Linus. I I don't really know. Like, one of the reasons you want Ben is because you want to know where you get all those dead bodies or someone who could get that many dead bodies is someone you want. Like, uh, I oh, know. I thought it was, like, someone, like, we, like, 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 he's just asking him, like, where do you think, like, how hard do you think it would be to get 324 dead bodies? Very, 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 very hard, which is an illustration of, how, you know, how serious we are about getting Ben. That's, I thought he was trying to illustrate why they wanted Ben. Because that's that's one of his conclusion is these these are reasons See, why we want Ben. But I don't think that explains why they want Ben. Like I think I think it's like that's motivation after the fact. Like they should have already wanted Ben, you know, before they went to do the cover up. You know, that it's it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the the thing motivating you, you know, you should have wanted Ben for another reason. You know, it's just like it's just like you go on a quest for something, and like well, if, yeah. it's, if it's if, if it's really hard and arduous to get there, then like what you've gone through before makes you want it more. Like I can see that, but I don't. It doesn't seem like that's well, a good that's, reason he, for the goal that's itself. What he said, but that's what he said. That's one of the many reasons we want him. I mean, I thought the whole point was. And I think the point is how much resources went into the staging. And I, and then I thought he's connecting that to the fact that we want Benjamin Linus. Therefore, I thought the point was we spent a lot of time money basically find Benjamin Linus. You know, um, that's what but I thought like, his it's, point it's was. Weird, but it like, seems like he's saying – it seems like he's saying – Ben did all this stuff, and we're interested in how he did it. That's why we want him. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the impression I got. Because the other way, it's it's like you're saying you're saying we want Ben Linus because we wanted Ben Linus, so we went through a lot to get Ben Linus. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's just that's to me that's a weird statement. <laughs> like that's that's just not a good. You know, I mean, 
it could it could sort of become a reason, but it's weird to say like we want him because we went through a lot because we wanted him. <laughs> well, but no, he's just saying we want him, and this is what we went through, and this is proving that we really want him. But you wouldn't have went through that if you didn't want him in the first place. Like it'd be weird to like fake it and then be like, well, now we want Ben Lydas. Well, you know? but, I, I, but I don't get the sense that that's what he's saying that we we did this and now we want him because we did this. I feel like he's saying we wanted him. And in and in trying to get him, we did this. Um, yeah, but he's saying that's one of the reasons. They one of the reasons they want Ben Linus is because they went through a lot because they wanted Ben Linus. Like that's just that's just an odd statement to me. I mean, it can be true, but it just it doesn't to me. It doesn't really reveal the real reason they want him. Like it's mm-hmm. it's, it's a very like it's a, it's a big sidestep. Yeah, you know, uh, it just doesn't make sense for me. I, I just don't. I just don't like the idea that Ben states that. It just it it doesn't. I mean, maybe they'll make it make sense later. It's it's weird. It's not what I thought. Um, but uh, uh, but I can go with it. You know, pending further explanation. Well, how do you reconcile? You know, the discovery of the wreckage and 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 all that and the stuff with Abaddon and like. You know, it's just like, okay, well, what we thought we knew about them just seems to be wrong, man. Um, you know, when when he said, you know, are there are there survivors, Mister Reyes? Like, I guess he didn't know. Like, I don't know. Like, um, yeah, that's the thing. He does say, "Are they still alive?" And I kind of mm-hmm. wondered at the time, like, you know, uh, and I guess I still do, you know. Uh, uh, well, that's the thing. The, the flash forwards are different because the flash forwards are in a world where, you know, the Oceanic Six exist, and and so everyone didn't die. Like the, you know, in that mm-hmm. time, people should know that everyone didn't die on the plane crash. Like they should know, you know, that 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 that's not true. So mm-hmm. so I don't really know what to do with that. Um, uh, cause they're just not operating, uh, under the same circumstances anymore. But in the scene with Naomi, where, she, you know, which is a flashback where she says, what if there are survivors? And he says, there are no survivors. You know, if it's Ben's cover up, um, I don't understand why he's saying that, especially if, if you're going to say, you know, the fact that this cover up, you know, is one of the reasons we want Ben, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if if that's like, you know, going to be something like the captain knows, you know, it just seems weird to like go with somebody else's cover up, and and that that cover up is one of the reasons for the mission in the first place, and to you, sort yeah, of like see, play you along. Where, you see where the the weird logic that it gets you into when Ben does the cover. That's why I don't like that. I don't. I I'd rather this scene just have bad language than it unraveling everything else to do with all that stuff. I mean, you, yeah, uh, there's a lot of plots that come un, unraveled when when Ben's the guy who did the cover up. Yeah. You know, other you know, if you make it Whitmore did the cover up, then this scene just reads very weird. You know, uh, and I, and I feel like I'm just gonna hold my judgment until we get another another more information on this topic. You know, because I feel like I mean I do like I said I agree with you. I feel like that is what they're trying to say, but I, but the way it comes off and what it it leads to, it just it's just weird. It is know? weird, and maybe it'll turn out that that this is a lie. Yeah. <laughs> you know 
that that he did mean to say that it was Ben, but it wasn't Ben. You know, he, mm-hmm. he's just saying that, and that that would be you know where what they're saying is is you know we're interpreting it correctly, but you know, but he's just lying. I mean, that that's you know they could do that. You know, for for whatever reason, the captain is pinning it on Ben, but it, Widmore really did it, and so the so the the Abaddon scene holds up. Mm-hmm. You know. Because um, it does seem to make more sense for Woodmore to do it. I could see Ben doing it if he didn't have that one scene. Um, uh, I'd be willing to. I'd be willing to believe Ben did it. That that one scene really throws it off. Yeah, and, and here's another thing. You know, he says, uh, you know, this black box comes from um, Flight 15, a salvage vessel recovered from bombing ocean that can, took a considerable amount of Mr. Woodmore's research to procure it. It was found oh, uh, that's with a, a blender. That's, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. If Widmore staged, ah, if Widmore staged the crash, why did, you know, why why couldn't he get the black box that he planted there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. He should have been able to, you know. Well, see, that's why. That's why. Like, I don't. That's why. I mean, that that, that was, that's kind of my point. Is in the contradiction between you know, what seemed to make sense in, in, in A15 was just the idea that Woodmore thought he was looking for the Black Rock, and mm-hmm. then he came across... Because, I, I, I mean, even if Ben staged it, I feel like that should make sense, that he, you know, he he came across this thing, and, and oh, oh, now, look, I found A15, you know, but then he was sort of, you know, yeah. dead, basically. Well, in the final um, A15, they're not like Widmore people. Um, yeah, they're not... That, that's the thing, they're not Widmore people, but it, but isn't it that... But they are oh, fed like information from an from an anonymous outside source. So 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 is it supposed to be that the the crew who finds it in A15 is not the same? This is not Widmore's crew who he's talking about finds the black box. Like those aren't the same people, or I guess we just don't know. Maybe I don't or... know. I don't know. The final A15 game has been kind of disowned, so I don't know how much of it to believe. Yeah, um, like maybe in in the real world of Lost, you know, it was Widmore's crew who found the boat, you know, uh, the train. I mean, the fuck the plane. Maybe okay, maybe this is what happened. Maybe because you know plane. we're going to talk about the coordinates again. Maybe what happened is Widmore Widmore got the 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 first the first officer's uh, first mate was it the first mate first officer first officer <laughs> first officer mate. I don't know. Uh, first he, mate of the he, officer. Yeah. They got and then the coordinates basically led them maybe to the last known coordinates of the Black Rock or you. Know, I don't want to believe the coordinates led them to the island because it's just like, well, how did the journal get off the island? You know, well, that make any sense. Yeah, I mean that's a question, but I I would I would put that in the same category as the the polar bear. You know, mm-hmm. I would say that the journal was on the island and it found its way somewhere else. You know, they mentioned that it's in that it was found in like Madagascar or something. That that to me that that you know bore some similarity to the polar bear being in Tunisia. Like that's that it was on the island. Mm-hmm. You know. But, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I guess uh, it's that's a weird thing to you know wind up. But I guess it was a polar bear. Um, but I was thinking, to me, it would make sense if the if the coordinates led to sort of the loc- basically. Basically, Woodmore thought he was finding the last location, you know, where the Black Rock sank. You know, he thought he was finding the location of Black Rock, mm-hmm. based on the coordinates in the journal, and then he found 815. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I feel like if he's, if, I feel like if he's looking for a fifteen, that something's wrong with that. Um, why is he looking for a fifteen, and why shouldn't. is he looking in the spot that he looks in? Like, I, I don't, yeah. I don't feel like that makes sense. That's the thing, and he, he may not have been the one looking. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, unless, what well, he says, he says it was his people that that took, that got the black box. Yeah, so you're saying I maybe they that. didn't find it, but they're, you yeah. know, like, they're making a distinction between who found it and who got the actual stuff from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that it was discovered, and then but, and then they swooped in. But that's the thing, like, if you, I don't know, it's, that's that'd be weird. I guess they could pull that off. I would feel like if you, if, if a group of people just sort of randomly found that, I feel like they would call the authorities. And does Woodmore have the power to, like, usurp the authorities and get in there and, like... That's where the considerable resources come in. Mm-hmm. I guess so. Um... Yeah, I guess I thought I thought he was saying that he... Oh, um... maybe he didn't even... Oh, maybe you're going to say what I just realized. <laughs> that... <laughs> That somebody else handled the recovery of the wreckage, and he just paid to get the actual yeah. black box. That's yeah, what I okay. thought they were saying. That that's what I just it just dawned. I thought they were saying because he said he said a salvage vessel recovered the black box from the bottom of the ocean, and he said it took a considerable amount of his resources to procure it. And I thought he was basically saying, you know, the the operation of recovering it from the bottom of the ocean mm-hmm. took a lot of money. But I guess he's just saying aside from that. You know, when they all said and done, and they had all the evidence from the plane crash in a place somewhere, he he managed to get it. You know, just get the black box, but he didn't have anything necessarily to do with the um, recovery of the of the of the wreckage. So I'll buy that. Yeah, I'll buy that. That sounds good. See, now that that makes it that that paints a different picture to me than if he if he just if he didn't actually was responsible for the recovery mm-hmm. or the discovery, he just after the fact got the thing, um, then okay, then I'll then I'll buy what he's saying. Okay. Yeah. I'll buy what he's saying. Yeah, I mean I'm buying it for now, but there there is that problem, that one scene. But uh eh, they've had they've had blunders before. It could be another one. <sighs> yeah. All right, let's get through this thing. It's Longer than I thought it would be. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's not much, but uh few we're making up stuff to talk about. Yeah. Okay. I think I think there's some some of these things we can move through quickly. So uh in the next scene, uh we're back at the beach. Juliet comes up to Sun to apologize for revealing uh that she had an affair to Jen. Mm-hmm. And so Juliet indicates uh that she really wants to go home, and uh, then she she describes the son in more detail what will happen to her, uh, uh, the sort of stages of what will happen if she stays on the island, uh, and you know the point the point is is hammered home again that you know she's going to die relatively soon uh, unless she gets off the island, and so you know Juliet's just really 
trying to get her to stay there. Uh, mm-hmm. She's really invested in Sun, um, and I guess it's supposed to be <laughs> because, you know, she, uh, I think she's supposed to have had a really hard time with all the women dying. And, yeah, it's her last chance to have, like, a, a win, you know, in, yeah. her, in her little category, in her little corner from for her trip, her, her work on the island. Like, yeah. you know, it was a miserable failure, and, and if she can say it's son, she'll get one, you know, yeah. one person she, she was and able to help. it's kind of sad because it it's not going to be a win by science, but, mm-hmm. you know, by her brilliantly curing no. it. It's no. It's just a win by, you know, get off the island. But, but yeah, she's able to help her by her knowledge and stuff. Yeah. And, 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 but it will but be a victory. Yeah. yeah that, that really the cure is to not have your baby on the island. I think, you know, she found the cure. <laughs> it's just an obvious cure. Uh, d- don't be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you can get off, you won't die. Mm-hmm. Which is apparently true. Although Which, she, yeah. she did have that line where she said it happens at conception, but maybe she was just wrong about that. I think she did say, "I think it happens at conception." Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, cause since we see Sun's kid get born, uh, clearly uh, it is good enough just to leave the island to have your kid. Well, um, that was a different kid. Uh, <laughs> Eh, yeah, there, there's that. Oh, I hope that, I don't think that's kid true. number two. But he, but she does say I named I named her what you wanted me to like. That mm-hmm. that ties it with the current baby. So, uh, uh, you know, what are you suggesting? Like she, she, they say it look, they say it looks like Jen too. Like she, the baby died, and then she had another kid with some other person or whatever. <laughs> And and then no. and then like I think I think it's a real kid. Anyway, no, um, that's so boring. I don't think there's any way that. Well, you know, when she tells Jen at the end that that's his baby, I didn't even, I didn't believe her. I still don't want to believe her, but um, but no, I don't think I don't think as far as a flash forward that there's any anything going on with that. They wouldn't waste time with that. That's too boring. Yeah, yeah. I agree, and I this believe her. This is a different baby. Um, <laughs> like whatever. You know, I guess the only other person the baby really could be, I guess, is is Baldy. We don't. I don't really know what the time frame is. Um, uh, but I think, uh, uh, you know, he's. He's looking unlikely, you know, Juliet, like I said, I don't think she was lying when she said it was conceived on the island. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, I think it's Jen's baby. But Yeah, I mean, that's, I was wondering about that, too. What's the timeline? Like, what if what if Juliet was wrong about how long it had been? What if Sun is further along? Like, is it a two-week, a four-week, a six-week interval between where it could have been Jay's baby? You know, um, that's what I was kind of worried about is what she was wrong. Yeah. You know? I guess, I guess cause you know, yeah, I, uh, based on having the flash forward here and, you know, I, I, I think Julia was right. And they take the time to say it looks like Jen. Like I, 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 mm-hmm. I, I think they're, I think it's Jen's. They're not gonna, you know, and they have Jen Who dying it looks too. Like Jen? Like, uh, Hurley. Oh, Okay. In the flash forward, um, how now do you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, but I feel like they're putting that in there, like to hammer it a little bit. That oh, they this are is Jen's kid. Yeah. Um, 
So, okay, so the next scene is a flash-forward. Son is in labor. The doctor says that they'll have to do a C-section. She, son wants her husband, and she mistakes a passing man for Jim. <laughs> Uh, I love that. The guy's like, I did your husband. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. So at this point, the baby starts crowning. Uh, a Always I, a joyous I, occasion. This is a word I don't like in this context. It just sounds <laughs> awful. Unless um, it's a princess and it's a tiara, I don't want to hear about crowning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ugh. I just... Certain medical terms are gross to me. I don't like that mm-hmm. one. So apparently it's going to well, be... What? Huh? Oh. But I thought, did you want to say something? What? I was saying, well, yeah, it's just, I guess it, you know, it's just the, the sort of, I guess the, I guess that comes from the crown of the baby's head or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, which is just like, okay, that's interesting. It's weird. Yeah. It's just, yeah, they've got a lot of weird turns. It's she's breaching, you know, like there's all these like all these birthing terms. Yeah. You know, yeah. that are kinda of, like crazy. Birth is such a dirty thing. I, I don't know. Man, you know, I this baby was dirty. No, I mean, you know what? you know, they don't tell you. Then there's jokes about that on shows and stuff, but but yeah, no, the actual birthing process is pretty 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 icky and um to say the least. And, you know, a lot of times in shows, you know, sometimes they opt to, to do sort of the the sort of, you know, unrealistic birth where, like, you know, the baby's clean and it's perfect when it comes out. And then they, then there's sometimes they do, like, the middle ground where the baby's kind of got stuff on it. Mm-hmm. But Lost chose to go where the baby actually had, like, particles of things on it, like... Mm-hmm. Like, they just put, like, you know, rubbed baby food all over the baby or something. Or, you know, it just had, like, stuff and just, like, icky. And it's just like, guys, like, we don't need to see that much realism, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. just have a nice, neat new baby and we'll be fine. We don't need to see it, like, have, like, you know, weird crap in its hair and, like, you know, bloody particles mm-hmm. on it. It's just, like, that's too much. Yeah, like, we get it. We she had birth. We believe it. You know, she's a good actress. We don't need to see the. We don't need the baby to have to be yeah. and stuff. But they're still like toning it down. They don't deal with stuff like the umbilical cord and yeah, the placenta. they don't deal with the aftermath <laughs> of of the baby being born. Yeah, yeah. Like they never even Claire. You know, when she had her birth on the island, like she didn't have to deal with umbilical cord or placenta. Like all these mm-hmm. awful things that happen. Yeah, that's why you know that's what's weird about childbirth is the biggest part is the first part and it's like oh i'm done right no 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 we got we've got work to do man there's fun to come just sit tight you ain't done yet that was just part one it's the hardest part but it ain't over um yeah it's 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 crazy you know and i think we're supposed to blame adam and eve for that right like, yeah yeah it was uh it was eve's fault for, eve's fault yeah uh, women wouldn't have to labor if uh she wouldn't have done the whole thing yeah that was her that was her punishment was pain and childbirth mm-hmm. for uh for encouraging uh adam's was punishment it? was that he had to uh toil the fields yeah, he had to like work. Yeah, we got work, and women had uh, having kids. Pain and childbirth. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Well, see, I think we lucked out though, because like you know, women work now, and she still mm-hmm. have to have the kids. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it's not you know, it's like over the over the you know over the millennia, you know, um, 
you know, women would, you know, are sort of towing the fields with us, but, mm-hmm. um, but you know, there's no no analogous change, and yeah. you know, we can help with the with the baby. Uh, not, but I guess like, I guess really the, the the closest thing is men, I guess, being more, you know, having more stay at home duties, I guess maybe mm-hmm. than they did in the days when they were towing the fields. Yeah. Um. So I guess that's kind of the, the best we can do. Sorry, sort ladies. Of. And, and trying to like, can, yeah, be more connected to the childbirth process. Yeah, exactly. You know, but you know, there's that thing that I think is that that I've always that I would imagine to be true is that you know women become mothers when they're when they get pregnant, men become fathers when the baby's born. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when they're able to find that connection. It's like when they actually see the baby, and you know, the whole thing about the babies, you know, looking like the dad, sort of genetically, you know, like it's. They use they babies, baby, newborn babies usually look like the dad, and the idea behind that is to you know help prove paternity basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know when you're a caveman and you know you sort of have a you know less monogamous society, I would imagine. Uh, uh, you know you 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 know the guy wants to know that that's his offspring. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and nature proves it by making it look like him. So mm-hmm. it's kind of interesting. And that whole thing too about uh what is it called? Like some N word, you know, the idea that, that ma- usually in mammals, uh, but like mammal babies have these sort of distinct characteristics that make you want to take care of them, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sort of the the big eyes and they're kinda of helpless and they you know, mm-hmm. and like just all the things about babies, like they they're designed to make you want to take care of them. They're not designed to you're like, I don't want to bother with that you know? mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, you 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 sort of want to do it just by how they're designed. It's kind of interesting. Mhm. Yeah, it's 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 a, a classic evolution thing. Mhm. Mhm. It's like yeah, yeah. Ge- the genetics are like okay. Well, we're gonna make sure the species takes care of its young by programming like things that you know things in there. Mhm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Because they're they're essentially defenseless and helpless mm-hmm. without mm-hmm. people protecting them. So. Yeah, yeah. Because there's you know other animals when they're born they can you know they 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 they're pretty much ready to go sometimes so depending on the animal you know yeah. they're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, uh, they can be on their own to a certain Definitely degree. And do stuff. Yeah. yeah. The miracle of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, okay, uh, anyway, uh, you're right, the baby's crowning, so it's going to be a natural birth after all. Uh, the doctor tells her to push. She pushes. There's, you know, the usual struggle. Out comes the baby. Uh, yep, and the doctor uh, hands the baby to son and tells her that it's that it's a girl, that she has a daughter. And uh, son holds the baby and smiles. That's that's the end of the flash forward. Um, so I guess now we know, or I think we know that like, you know, when whenever they originally revealed that son was pregnant, like, uh, I really I don't know maybe it's just because like I was still in a certain mode of thinking about Lost at the time, but I really thought that son being pregnant was gonna like tie mm-hmm. tie into the plot in some essential way. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this this really makes it seem like it's just, you know, it's son's baby and it's really, it's just a thing for her character. It's got really nothing to do with the larger uh, yeah. plot of the show. 
I remember back then we were thinking, or maybe you even said that, like, you know, with the with the timeline on the island, you know, we never really have to see her give birth, you know. Yeah. Uh, this is before, you know, they obviously were doing started doing flash forwards. Uh, but you know, we I think we used to think like, well, she could be pregnant and it's still not really affect a lot because you know she's got nine months, you mm-hmm. know, and the show would be over by then, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of surprising that you know, and yeah, so that's a that's a good point that it's like you, you would imagine that it would be part of, related to sort of the plot of the show, but it's just like uh, I don't know what I don't know why she has a baby. I don't know why. I don't know if it's supposed to be. I mean, when you look at Sun and Jin's storyline, you know, obviously it sort of connects to the fertility problem he had. And I guess it's supposed to be this bittersweet thing of he, you know, he, you know, they were, you know, they started off in this rocky place, you know, they were, you know, she was about to leave him, you know, he's in this bad job, he wants to leave, they both, you know, having problems in their marriage, they can't even have kids, and then they have the misfortune of crashing on this island, which repairs, not only repairs the relationship, but lets them have kids, you know, sort of the opposite of what they had before, but then the tragic part is that he's not there to really enjoy with them at the end. And I guess that's all we're really supposed to be do, you know, dealing with with their stories. That's what it's about. With Rose and Bernard, you know, they kind of have a similar thing where, you know, being on the island helped her overcome her thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's, you know, it's a little bit more interesting than a soap opera, but that's as much as I can say mm-hmm. in terms of that, you know. But... Um, but you know, Lost is definitely seemingly trying to uh, tell different kinds of story in the same world. So that's one kind of story. Yeah, it is. Another another thing I take away from this that is a little more sort of juicy, I guess, is that Ooh. is that if Sun's giving birth, right, and she is <laughs> rescued and Oceanic 6, that puts the date of rescue earlier than I thought it was. That puts the date of rescue within, you know, a, uh, you know seven months, like when seven months or so. Yeah. I mean, it has to be some time, you know, which, which you know, which is uh, within the next year. You know, and I, I mean, like, I, I really didn't think the flash forwards were that early. I, you know, I really thought that they were rescued much later, much more down the road, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think the rescue was, like, coming up. Well, yeah. I mean, but I, I guess the idea it, is, like, they get rescued fairly soon, and then they live off the island for a long time. And, yeah, and I think it's going to be, like I said the first time, I really think it's going to be they get off the island fairly soon, and then they have a a, a a a small to medium period of being off the island, and then they and then they get back. Then it's all about getting back and being back. I don't think they're going to be. I don't think they're going to be off the island that long. I don't think more than a season. That's the thing. I like I said. I think they set they they pretty much set Jack's flash forward in two thousand seven, and. Sons flash forward indicates that they get off in two thousand five, which means that's the, that's the thing I was gonna say. Maybe maybe the flash forwards don't take a place at the same time. You know, maybe Sons flash forward just isn't as far ahead. I mean, like you like you're just kind of saying that. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. But I'm saying yeah. So as a result, you know, I mean, I'm assuming they were all rescued at the same time. The Oceanic Six. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, yeah. right? So that means Jack should have been rescued the same time Son was, which means Jack was off the island for at least 
uh, two years. Mm-hmm. You know, which is just not that's just not what I thought was going on. You know, I, I thought all the flash forwards were. I, I did think they were at different times, but I didn't think they were that many years apart. Yeah. You know. Well, maybe but, everyone's storyline in the future ends at a different point. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe Sun doesn't. You know, she has her baby, and that's the end of her storyline. And she doesn't try. You know, she's not there in 2007 when Jack is apparently going to want to go back to the island. She's not a part of that anymore. She's sort of done. You know, I, I think that just that's probably what they're doing is that's, you know, that's the end of their storyline. Jen is going to die at some point, and then her storyline will just, her, the end of her storyline, she has her baby, and she's done. That could be it. You yeah, know, no, and, and I then agree. It I agree, on, yeah. Like, yeah, I could see Sun, like, not getting involved with the going back operation. Yeah. Um, I feel like they'll show her, but somehow, but I could see her not really getting involved. She'll be invited to the reunion, but I just don't see her doing a whole bunch. You know, yeah. she's got a baby now. She's got a baby. You're right. She can't. She's kind of tied down more. Yeah. Um, uh, which Kate sort of is too. Uh, He's older though. It's not the same as with the baby. Um, Kate's. Oh, Kate's kid is older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It really shouldn't be. That's the thing. Kate's was farther in the future. You know. Uh, Ne- necessarily, because yeah. Aaron, Aaron can't be that much older than Son's baby. <laughs> you know, Aaron Aaron is is at most like a month older than Son's baby. Mm-hmm. So you know that time of Kate's flashback, you know, Son's baby should have been that age too. Yeah. You know, so uh, uh, that that's the thing, and so Kate's flashback, you know, Hurley's seemed to take place sort of shortly before Jack's, you know, because he talks about growing a beard. You know, mm-hmm. it sort of seems like it's going to lead right in there. And Kate's, you know, around the same time. And so uh, Saeed's, yeah. I have no idea, but... Uh, Saeed's took a lot... I mean, Kate's seen, you know, we talked about a little bit about, how, you know, the trial thing. And, and it takes a while to, to, for a really big case to go to trial. But, yeah, Aaron was fairly old. You know, he looked, what, like four at least yeah. or something, you know. He was and, talking. And, so. Yeah, he was talking. Wow, me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's weird. I don't know. I mean, I wonder if this is the is this. I mean, could this be the last son and Jen? I mean, besides you know Jen and when he dies. I mean, is this the, sort of the last of their thing? It seems like it. That's what I was trying to get at earlier. It really does seem like son and Jen's story is kind of over. Mm-hmm. Like. You know, he's going to die somehow. Obviously, that's a part of his story. But um, uh, but besides that, you know, son, son's going to get rescued in a matter of months, go have her kid, you know, live her life seemingly okay, mm-hmm. you know. And that's another thing about the flash forwards that's weird. Like, you know, son's flash forward and, and I guess Kay's flash forward are, are just kind of straightforward returns to their lives seemingly mm-hmm. where they just they do the things that they obviously should have to do, you yeah. know, back in the real world. Um and that's it. There there doesn't seem to be any kind of sense of, well, we gotta go back to the island, you know. Hey, you know exactly you know what it is, right? And I think it it actually the way you're illustrating it I think makes sense. The people who come back to the to the real world and sort of resume their lives and continue with their lives are the ones who are okay, you know, Kate and 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 uh, son. Uh, and, you know, 
Jack, um, you know, I feel like I feel like you know Jack and Hurley returned to their pre-island ways. Basically, Hurley didn't feel comfortable, and he went back to the mental institution. You know, and then and then Jack, you know, everything that happens with him, and he starts, you know what I mean. Then he becomes, he doesn't find equilibrium, and I think the people who don't who don't find equilibrium back home are the ones who want to go back to the island. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, know? you're right. That's it. And I, and I think it's that seems like what they're saying, and I feel like yeah. that you know that that makes sense. But that's you know? weird. I guess because you know, I guess with Jack, it seems that way, but with Hurley's, they made it seem like. You know the island wants them back. <laughs> you know, like that—that that it's like, you know, reaching out and trying to call them back. You know, yeah. and and uh, uh, I mean, and Jack was saying like we have to go back and like, it, I don't know. It'd, it'd be weird if it was just about like they're just unhappy in the real world and so they just want to go back to the island. That's all it is. Like it, it made it seem like it was there was more to it than that. But it could it could be related. It could just be that you know the reason that they're unhappy is because they belong on the island, and and so the island knows that and is want is calling them back. I mean, it could be like that, you know. Mm-hmm. I see. Um, okay. I mean, I, I definitely got the sense. I mean, you know, with Jack, you get the sense something is sort of driving him back, and he realizes he needs to go back. With Hurley, it was more that you know Charlie told him that. Yeah. Um, you didn't get the sense. You know, you know, Hurley was sort of fine where he was, but he but where he was, I don't think is what you would say a a, 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 a healthy place, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for his state of being, you don't want, you know, he started off in a mental institution. You don't want him to end up in a mental institution. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, and I feel like, you know, like I said, with Sun and Jen, they, they're, they, at this point, they're pretty much the opposite of where they started, which is, you know, what you want in a story. Yeah. And, which which uh, and Kate kind of is too, you know, start, yeah, starting yeah. off on the run, was, ending was, up yeah, on the run with no, no family, no ties, nothing yeah. to hold it down. Now she's got this son. And that's, she can't you know, leave the state. She's her, yeah. her trial's over, and she's settled. Mm-hmm. She's through her biggest hurdle, which is the trial, and now yeah. she can just, you know, until Jack calls her, she, she's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Jack is different. You know, he comes back. He doesn't really have anybody. You know, his he, you know, he the whole thing with Sarah was, you know, before, and, and then with his dad, and so like. Um, I, I'm curious to know why Jack needs to go back to the island. You know, I'm curious to know why they're being filled the need to go back, or why he thinks yeah. he never left. Or and there are still you know. the questions about about Jack Flash Forward, like what was going on there with the, uh, you know, the casket and and who that was mm-hmm. and why that was a big deal and and what that has to do with him wanting to go back to the island. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that's that's all still kind of up in the air, I think. Because uh, we just really don't know, but and I don't think I don't think any of the developments so far have been very helpful on that front. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but I do think we'll find out at some point, hopefully this season. Well, maybe I'm hoping now, for too much. I mean, you know, the idea that Michael's a guy in the coffin. I think you know now that he's back and he's you know around um, and he's and this is seemingly close to when they're going to get rescued. It could be, you know, Kate's whole line about why would I want to go to that guy's funeral, um, you know, um, might mean that, you know, Michael sort of does something in this whole thing could be what she's talking about. You know, maybe how the engineer who's getting off and, and all that stuff. Um, I had to think about Michael, which I guess we should save until he's technically revealed. Okay. <laughs> all right. But yeah, remind no. me to bring it up, and I'll all bring right. it up. 
Okay. You have a thing about Michael. You will remember it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Michael's coming up, so so okay. so hold on to your hat. Countdown to Michael. Um, in the fact, Michael countdown. I'm doing the Michael scene right now. Whoa, that was um, quick. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's right after the one where her son delivers her baby. So, uh okay, so we're back on the boat. This is really the 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 end of the boat story. Mm, um, unfortunately. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I was thinking, like, they could have put this at the end and put, like, they did that a lot, you know, where they have a, a mini, you know, they have a resolution to the sort of main arc of the story about the flashback character, and then they cut to something else for the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have done, they could have resolved Sun's story, had the reveal about Jin being dead, and then gone to this scene. It's, yeah, I, I thought, like... It, it, it probably would have played better, but I feel like they wanted to give all the attention to Sun and make it about that emotional resonance at the end of her crying over the grave. Yeah. And not it being about Michael coming back. Yeah, Which was weird to me, considering, I mean, I don't know if you know what the title of the next episode is, but... Oh, I don't. Oh, okay. Well. Although I'm going to find out, because it always ends up somewhere where I read it. Yeah, it's already up on the. I think no, I think I saw it on Lostpedia or something. But oh, okay. Um. Oh God, I look at Lostpedia all the time. I'm sure <laughs> I'm gonna read it sooner or later. Yeah, it's nothing crazy. It's you know it, you won't be surprised. I think okay. you know it's it's really nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just saying, you know. Anyway, but um, should I yeah, do the theme? Yeah, I, I thought that too. Huh? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I thought that too. That that it would be interesting if they would have ended the the show because when it you know when it's Michael and they you know he shakes hands with Saeed and it's this huge thing and and they cut you just expect to see Lost. Mm-hmm. But you you cut to Sun like you know in her tent like her. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's it's yeah. It's it seems like a big letdown from mm-hmm. like you know what it's supposed to be, you know, should be, in a reasonable world, would be a big reveal. (laughs) (laughs) You did a musical. (laughs) What should be in a reasonable world would be. I could not be a man if I did be. That was weird, dude. It did sound like a musical. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Annie, get your gun, because Justin already has his. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes. Sometimes musical uh, uh, language just uh, uh, presents itself. <laughs> so anyway, um, so let me describe the scene. Um, uh, so we're on the boat, right? The doctor <laughs> yes. uh, leads Jasmine and Saeed down some stairs and into the, the lower section of the boat. Uh, they they have a brief chat about the captain being forthcoming and he speaks his mind or whatever uh, Ray says. Um, uh, then they, they sort of come to the end of the hall. There's a door there. Uh, Ray says, I think you'll like your room. It's on a quiet part of the ship. Um, Desmond says, this ship isn't moving. Uh, Ray says, well, if you say so. I don't know what's going on with that interchange, but I have... <laughs> well, I love that. I love that. Like, yeah, it was... There's a lot of interesting lines, but like all those lines, you know, like each line implies something. Like it's it's a very interesting series of lines. Yeah, it is. You have to interpret what each line means to understand what they're talking about. Yeah, I I I thought 
him saying it's a quiet part of the ship, I'm like, really? like I don't know, that seemed like a non sequitur. And then Desmond's like, the ship isn't moving. And I'm like, what does that have to do with how loud? Like, I know if it's moving, uh, it would be loud, but like... I got yeah. the impression it was more about people than about the ship moving. And then he's like, well, if you say so, like, like the ship really is moving. But... I got some ideas about that, about what is going on there, but it's, it's definitely kind of weird. It, yeah, it really confused me. I had to quote it directly because it was just such a weird interchange. It was, it was to me, it was much like the Morse code thing. Like, I just thought it was really bizarre. Like, maybe there's a simple explanation for this, but... It really threw me. Anyway, okay, to continue the scene, uh, Ray opens the door to Desmond and Saeed's new room. Uh, it's it's dirty. There are roaches crawling around. Um, and, they're, and they notice that there's a very conspicuous blood stain on the wall. <laughs> a Rodzinski, if you will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think the forensic experts call that a Rodzinski. That's definitely a Rodzinski special. So, yeah, uh, they, they, they notice it. Um, uh, Ray says uh, that it, that it shouldn't still be there. <laughs> uh, uh, so he turns and calls out to Kevin Johnson uh, and tells him to to mop the blood stain up. Uh, Kevin, uh, uh, after slight protest, uh, he's sort of coerced into doing it. Uh, he steps forward and is revealed to be <sighs> Michael. Henry Gale, the real Henry Gale. <laughs> oh, God. Awesome. Yeah, we were all um, surprised, bitches. I'm Henry Gale. <laughs> I'm here to kill you. No. Um, yeah, that wasn't that was me surprised. in that grave. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That was Annie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh God. Um, so, so, so yeah. So we see this guy. Just to finish. So it's Michael. Um, uh, what? Looking a little different from what I remember. Then Ray introduces yeah. Kevin to Saeed and Desmond. Uh, he shakes hands. Uh, Saeed apparently, I think, <laughs> recognizes him, and uh, they shake hands, and and that's that's where we leave things. So, okay, so the first part of this scene I want to talk about, let's see if we can clear up anything. Okay, so the first thing I thought when he said, you know, the quieter part of the room, um, and then he says the ship isn't moving, I, I felt like the implication was if the ship was moving, there'd be, there'd be you know, there'd be noises, and, and, and that's a concern, and if you're saying I'm moving because of the noises, well, there's no noises because, you know, um, the ship isn't moving. So then I was like, okay, what does that mean? So then I'm thinking what he's trying to do is maybe take them away from where they can hear the Morse code. Maybe by this point they figured out that it's Morse code, and they're like, you know, when he says, you know, less, uh, what is he saying, more quiet part of the ship, a part of the ship where you can't hear the banging. Ah, Presumably because they realize what the banging is, and maybe they can't stop the banging, maybe they can't get to it or find it or, you know, who who's doing it or something or... Um, I, I, or, or, and it could just be an excuse, you know, so, here, so that's one thing, this whole movement could just be an excuse to get them near, you know, uh, Kevin slash Michael, um, so it could just be about that too, but, but I think the outlier here is, is, is when he says the ship isn't moving and then he goes, well, if you say so, and so that to me, I don't really know how to take that, um, if you say it's not moving, but like it is moving, yeah, I feel like in my opinion, that, like, like, yeah, it seems like 
it's moving in some sense of the word, but I don't know what sense of the word it is moving. Like, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like we'll figure it out. They're setting up a lot of things. You know, I feel like uh, since we've gotten on the boat, it's always been one little weird line after another, and then mm-hmm. we'll get an answer, and then we get another weird line, and then we get an answer. And so I, they're they're doing something. I mean, obviously, this bloodstain thing should probably connect to the mer- the recent suicides. Yeah. Um, you know, unless we find something else out. But, um so anyway, that's what I think. I really, I, I feel like they're they're trying to take them away from the Morse code. Okay. All um, right. I could buy that. That's, yeah. That's that Coupled with right. the fact, I think, I think moving them helps them write a scene where where Michael can just be like, because mm-hmm. otherwise, you know, if they're if they're in the, you know, I feel like for this to work out the way they want, they obviously have to have Saeed and Desmond there, and they have to have Ray kind of there for, to do, to do the introductions, or else. Or else it becomes, you know, a different kind of scene. Or else they, it becomes, they find yeah, it. hey, Michael, what are you doing here? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, um, and so the other, other way is, like, if they're in the sick bay and it's like, you know, Ray comes in and has the door open and they're talking and then Michael passes by, you know, it just, like, I, yeah, it just doesn't make, it makes sense the way that they did it to get them out and get them, they're getting to a new place. Then they get to set up the blood splatter. They get to call, they basically, basically get to call Michael into the scene instead of him just showing mm-hmm. up. You know, there's a, there's a need to have him, you know, yeah. and the whole thing about, you know, the reveal. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about Michael being on the ship. So, yeah, other thing I want to note about it is that, they, you know, he. I think Michael tries to, like, kind of disguise his voice. He tries. Uh, he tries even less than Ben tries. Yeah, it's not very good, but like he does a similar thing, like kind of deepening it, you know, like mm-hmm. trying to just sort of like, you know, not give any indication of what his dick. voice like really sounds like, you know. Yeah. That was, and then he comes forward into the light. It was weird how like they did the reveal in a similar way to the Ben reveal. Um, uh, I mean, it's well, it's not weird because they always do reveals like that, but. But it's it's I don't know it's something it's it's just it's just I don't know I I <laughs> say quoi. yeah uh, there's some word I want to apply to that uh, uh, and I I I say weird because it's a crutch I I want to say something I don't know what the right word is anyway I just want to point out you know him trying to do that um, when like when I saw like I immediately identified his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ben's like took a little more work, but Ben took a little more work, yeah. But but he he wasn't he wasn't really trying that hard, and it's that's the problem with reveals when like you get to hear the person first. Yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, I think it was it um, wasn't it that Orson Welles movie that has the big reveal in it? Is that the uh, the um, the third man? Oh, the third man. You know, where like it's it's this big reveal. Mhm. There is a big. But you don't reveal. hear the guy's voice. You know, you don't hear the guy's voice first to no, let you know that it's first. the guy. Yeah, it's like it's all it's like this visual thing. Yeah. Because yeah. that works better than like you you know you you get yeah. you can hear them. I mean, he's, it's just so yeah. obvious. He's silent. Like a cat comes up, and like so you see his legs, and and mm-hmm. then like the light like flashes, and you get to see him. Like it's it's all very elaborate, but it's. 
it's done without him talking. And so mm-hmm. it's you know, if you heard our Orson Welles voice, it wouldn't be surprising. <laughs> yeah. Shoot you darn cat. Like, <laughs> but you could tell it was him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When people, I mean, I guess if you have like a really bland, unidentifiable voice, maybe, you know, you could pull off a scene like that with talking, but like yeah. most, most people have recognizable enough vocal tone that you can kind of, if you're familiar with their voice, you can, you can tell just by hearing yeah. them, yeah. you know? And uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a, that's a good example of a reveal without talking that like is one of the, you know, more famous reveals ever, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't know. Law seems to like them talking first. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that's about, but uh, uh, yeah, it's weird. I mean, it it's it's almost like all they really had to do was take out the line about going up on deck. That's the most he said, kind of. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know, they could have sort of rearranged how what Ray was saying to make it where. Michael didn't have to respond. He could just respond yes or no kind of things and just sort of grunt and be like, yeah, you know, and and do a little bit more to disguise his voice and not have him talking so much. Yeah. You know, um, but, uh, yeah, they didn't do that. So, um, so Kevin Johnson, so I have, here's my little theory about Michael. I've been, I've been wrapping my head around, you know, how does, you know, last time we saw Michael, He's heading out on the boat at 325, the coordinates, and 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 that's the last we see of him. And then the next time we see him... And Wald is with him. And Wald is with him. Next time in. we see him, um, he's on this boat that's, you know, very near the island, uh, and and he's, he's, he's aboard, he's got a new name, and he's mopping the deck. He's apparently the sort of crew guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm trying to reconcile that. I don't see any way how they could find Michael on the open seas in this boat. Whether they found Walt or not. I'm not even putting Walt in this equation right now, because Walt makes it even crazier. Yeah, something but, happened to Walt. Yeah, so so just with Michael, I don't see how they could find him and and be like, even if he were by himself. Even if by himself. Hey, who are you? I'm Kevin Johnson. You know, he comes up with a nickname because mm-hmm. he's just smart enough to do that on the spot. I'm Kevin Johnson. Oh, okay. What are you doing out here? <laughs> you know, he's got all these questions to answer. And then how does he finagle a job aboard ship? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Oh, not where, much. Just sailing around. Uh, yeah, you got some work for me to do? Got, got anybody mopping the floors around here? I, yeah, I'm that's pretty, the thing. Like, good at that. Yeah. You hiring? Like, what's the pay like? What's the, uh, uh, what are the quarters yeah. like? Like, you like. That's it. Unless it was like, I'm, you know, my boat is, I'm stuck out here. Thank God you came. You know, I, I can't contact anybody. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, and he's like, can you, can you help me get rescued? And they're like, well, we, you know, you can come aboard and, you know, we can, you know, take care of you in exchange for some work until we set sail to wherever we're going to go dock, you know, yeah. maybe they could play like that. But then of course he's, he's got the whole wallet situation, you know? Yeah. And I feel, I feel like that it just doesn't make any sense to me how he can just, just come on board and sort of finagle this job. And, and it's like, don't you need to be someplace else? You know, even if you did get stuck out here, you know, you don't want to be here. Um, you know, I mean, what story can you tell that you just, you're just out here? 
by yourself in a little in a little boat. And and it the other the have, other it part have a huge radius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the other part of the story that we still don't know, um uh that may be easier to explain, but um, you know, I I, I do think he's been ma- been been Ben's man on the boat. Uh mm-hmm. uh, you know, how did how did he how did he become that? You know, so, this all leads to my little theory that hasn't been worked out that much, but I, I wonder. I, I'm starting to think maybe maybe Michael actually made it to some port town, some island, Tahiti, Fiji, whatever's supposed to be close. He made it somewhere where he basically effectively made it to sort of safety, where he okay. And now maybe what happened was you know. As he's getting there, Ben calls him on the walkie, and I'm integrating my walkie theory and tells him, you've got to do this, you got to do that, or he told him before. But just the idea that before he met up with the freighter people, he actually got Walt to a safe place. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe, you know, maybe whatever island that they're on, you know, that he went to, you know, it's, you know, maybe Ben has people there or something, and, and you know, Walt's sort of taken care of until, you know, Ben, you know, Michael's going to do this thing. You know, and obviously the whole thing about, he would need to make it, it would need to be something where Michael would agree to do this uh, to be his man in the boat. But I feel like it would make more sense if they picked Michael up at like some port town somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, like Ben set something up to where he can sort of infiltrate these people before they set sail. You know, before you know, like the the last sort of port before they have to leave to the island. You know what I mean? And like Ben know knows that they're going to be there at that time. Yeah. Which is part of the reason he let Michael go when he did, kind of a thing. But then, you know, yeah, okay. Now why? Then, why so basically, would... that takes care of getting Walt in a safe place where Michael can be on the freighter and and, and be Ben's man on the boat without worrying where Walt is. Mm-hmm. And it um it makes it I feel like a little bit easier, you know, because it's not impossible for him to do, but a little bit easier that he could get a job on their boat. Yeah. Um, it's, it's less crazy than just a drifter, like, mm-hmm. you know, him just, like, coming up in his boat with his kid. and Yeah. And, and it's like where they just left his boat out there, you know? Yeah. Like, what did they do with his boat? Or, yeah, you know? it's weird. Hey, just let me work here. Yeah, no, I agree. Your theory's uh, better for that, that he, he got somewhere else first. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so Walt is somewhere else, so he's unencumbered. Yeah. I could even see him, you know, getting to some place and he, you know, even if he gets to some, you know, real place and he think he's, he's, you know, they finally think they've made it and blah, blah, blah. And they, you know, whatever they, I mean, I don't know what he's even going to do, you know, but I could just see like them at night in some hotel and he gets a call and it's been, you know, you know, you didn't think you'd get away that easy, did you? Or that's something, the thing. Or... Like, what? Well, that's what I don't understand. Like, after all that, you know, his whole Michael's whole thing was, I gotta get, I gotta get my boy back, and I gotta get out of here. Uh, Conference is scheduled to be broken is down it? automatically in five minutes. To extend the time by sixty minutes, press star eight. All right. What now? Okay, so he wanted to get his boy back, right, and then leave and be safe. Like, that was his whole goal. I don't know how, you know, so how in your mind does he go from that to, you know, within a very short period to, uh, well, I'm going to leave Walt and and work for Ben, the guy who kidnapped, you know, Walt in the first place. Mm-hmm. 
you I, I know, like, like what is what is his motivation? Like, why does it apparently change drastically? You okay, know? his okay. I think there's certain there's, there's certain prerequisites for 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 Michael to help Ben. I think that the most important one is that Walt is in a safe place. Yeah. Or that at the very least, Walt's safety isn't in question. Um, you know, even if it's. Michael forgot he had a son. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know, he goes through the barrier and he's he's pre Walt Michael or something, and he just he doesn't know what's going on. You know, like you, you know what I mean. I don't think that's the case at all. But um, um, you know, effectively, Walt's safety isn't an issue because I think if he has to worry about Walt being safe, he can he, he would never uh, he would never agree to that. And and, and I don't think it would be that you know, his Walt safety was intentionally compromised. Like, you know, Ben kidnapped Walt again. And he's like, well, I'll give you your boy back if you just, you know, if they, I don't want to believe they're going to do that again. That's yeah, that, that's that's exactly the same plot yeah. as they already yeah. did. And that, so that would be really that lame. So I think first and foremost, Walt has to be safe. Then I think it has to be, um, it needs to be some situation where Michael, and I think that's really the key is, like, what what can Ben tell Michael where Michael has to help him? You know, what are the what are the scenarios that he would do it? I think it has to be something that's relatively simple. I don't think it can be a very long mission. I think he's got to – it's got to be – you can do this. It'll be fairly quick and simple, and it'll be, you know, beneficial to you. I think it has to be beneficial to Michael and potentially beneficial to the losties because I think – He's got some guilt about what he did, and he should have some. And he would—I think—he would want to help them if he could. Um, and, and it could just be—it could be a simple, you know, hey, Mike, you know, Ben talk, telling Michael that, you know, I'll give you money to do this. Like, I know you don't have anything. You know, you lost. You know, you—the only reason you have Walt is, you know, because the wife died and the, the stepdad didn't want him. You know, like you lost the custody here and you don't have anything. You don't have any money then. You don't have any money now. And maybe he gets him on a on a financial thing where I'll pay you to do this. Um so that could be a that could be a possibility, you know. Um You know, the other thing I, I meant to mention earlier when we were talking about Jack and them in the and the flash forwards is that um you know we were we were thinking about how are they how could they get back to the island and, you know, the resources that it would take to sort of find it again or get back or whatever. And I, and I realized that they're all sort of, they've all got settlements mm-hmm. and they could potentially like pull that money together if, if any group of them wanted to get back. And so they'd have a significant amount of money to, to do stuff. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. You know, I mean, plus Hurley might even have his money, old money. And I think, you know, cause I was thinking, you know, how son could help out in the future. You know, if she, she doesn't want to go back to the Island, but you know, how could she be involved? And I was thinking, well, if they wanted money, you know, she's got money too. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only from the settlement probably, but, you know, from her dad. And so, you know, um, which made me think about the fact that they all have settlements. They, I think they all should have settlements. So but anyway, about Michael, um, I don't know. I really feel like that's going to be it, it, like, it's hard to say, but I feel like, why Michael agrees to do this is so the point that we can't really guess it, <laughs> you know. Okay. Because it's it's 
that's what it's about. You know what I mean? It's not sort of, we're not trying to guess this tangential thing related to it. We're trying to guess the thing itself, mm-hmm. which is, you know, they're making this up. <laughs> you know, like, it's going to be something that I don't think you can really guess. Okay. And maybe because I just can't guess it. (laughs) 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 I just can't guess it, and that's why I think that. But um, because I I don't really, I don't really know. I feel like there's, like I said, there's there's reasons why he could be persuaded, but the actual reason, I don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. He should be wanting to just get out of there and not and never look back. Um, And like I said before, I feel like it's if they make it where he's sort of forced to do it you know, where this is the path, you know, the path of leaf resistance is to do this, you know, then I can see that working, you know. Um, and it could be that Walt is the kid banging on the on the fucking thing, you know. And maybe it's not even Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's just banging because he's, he's just a very banging. kid. Yeah. Walt yeah. is weird. Like, if, they, if they're going to have Walt be there, they really can't show him unless they're going to go through some weird explanation for why he looks so drastically different from what he looked a couple weeks ago. I don't think they should even bother with it. I really don't think they should bother with explaining why he looks different. I don't even get that. I just, I didn't think it was a, you know, a a pertinent reason to not have him on the show in the beginning. And I don't think it's a a reason to even consider that he's back now. Who cares? We all get it. It's a TV show. He grows. You know, um, the actor's good enough to where, you know, I don't mind him coming back and being older and playing a younger role. You know, it's like, I, I really wish they wouldn't even bother with any, any any consideration in the story about trying to explain why he looks the way he looks. I really wish they wouldn't even waste time doing that, because I don't care. <laughs> it's it's such a, like, you know, it's like, you know, it's it's almost like a production problem. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, actors, you know, Jack doesn't look as young as he did in season one. That's no, you know, there's, you don't need to go explain that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you don't need to explain that. We get it. It's a TV show. He's been, you know, he's he looks like he's aged, you know, uh, four years, where it's island time. It's only been, you know, a couple months or whatever. Um, or a couple, what is it, 90 days? A little more than 90 days or something? So, yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like if they're going to explain Walt looking weird, then explain why, you know, Claire's hair is different. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, explain why this, explain why that. When is it going to end? I feel like I feel like they already did a weird job with, you know, not having him on the show because of that. And then they decided to bring him back. I feel like, well, if you're going to bring him back, bring him back and don't worry about it. Don't tiptoe around him being back, you know, is my point. Yeah. I, I wish it didn't matter, but it would be – I have to say, if he if he tried to play, you know, the kid, at a certain point, you know, um, definitely if you go towards the end of the show, I mean, I think it would be very weird and very hard mm-hmm. for me to buy him playing, you know, a 10-year-old kid if he's, you know, 16 or something like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, you know, maybe now he could still pull it off, but at a certain point it would be absurd. I mean, I think the other actors, they are changing, but they're changing, you know, less drastically. Of course, of course. You know, to where you can still sort of buy it. I think that with Walt, I think to me what makes this work is that he, if it was, if, if he was aging in front of our eyes on the show, 
um, I, I would say, okay, I can see your problem. I can see your point. But the fact that he's been gone so long, you know, I feel like it, it makes it better that he looks different because he's been gone so long. You know what I mean? It's, it, we won't, you know, the last time we haven't seen Walt in a very long time. I mean, except for that he's back now, you know, with that, that one at scene. But even before that, he hasn't, we haven't seen him in a very long time. And I feel like that makes it okay that he looks different because it, it's not like we just saw him last season or last episode, you know what I mean? And now he looks different. Um, I mean, as the show goes on in season six, yeah, I agree. He's he's trying, you know, he's 16 and trying to play 10-year-old. That is weird. But I feel like now, and the fact that he's been gone long and he's potentially, you know, this maybe different kind of kid, you know, depending on, you know, the powers he has or what he knows or what he can do, they can totally change his personality depending on how they're going to, you know, write his story. So that's why I feel like they've got a lot of openings to just, you know, shoo this idea of him looking different under the under the rug. You know, I feel like they, you know, more, more so than in, in other situations where it would just be like, yeah, they need to explain it because, you know, he's on the show every day or something, you know. Yeah. And has, I you know, think, has been. Yeah, they really could do that. I get the sense that that the path they've chosen is to not have him appear uh, mm-hmm. in 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 the 2004 time period, you know, and and uh, you know, they explain why he's not around. It seems like that's the that's the road they're going down, and instead of instead of having him there and just letting him look older or whatever. Mm-hmm. It seems like they decided to go down that route. Well, like I possibly mean... Possibly use him in a flash forward or something, but not... Uh, uh, and I well, guess, we still got to see. I mean, I think the jury's still out on how much they're going to use him, right? Because, uh, I mean, he's this is the first time he's able to really come back now that Michael's back in the picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, I mean, uh, I just... I mean, I don't know how the season's going to play out, but I feel like you know, this will be the time to, to judge whether or not they're going to use him, you know, and how much, I think. Yeah. Now that he's 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 potentially back in the picture since Michael's around. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I agree. Obviously, it's a big deal to them, so they probably want to just go and not use him as, you know, as much as they can, or use him as little as they can, or need to, I should say. Um, But but just to me, I mean, like I said, I agree. Season six, you need Walt, and he's, he's supposed to be, like, you know, I mean, it, I guess... I don't know. He's supposed. To, I don't know. By then, maybe I don't know. Depends on the timeline, I guess. That they're in season six. But you know, if he's really that much old and he's playing so much younger, I'd say okay, it's a problem. But I feel like I said, like I said, now I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, I'm totally fine with it. it. I just don't. To me, it doesn't. Does it really like change things? I don't know. Like, fine. He's he's a little bit older. Okay, let's move on. He's not the he's not the star of the show. You know what I mean? He's going to be in a couple scenes here and there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think I don't know. I think they they have a bigger problem with it mm-hmm. than you do. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying as a fan, I don't care, and I wish you know. Yeah. And maybe there are fans that do care, and maybe yeah. that's who they're catering to. But I'm saying I'm a fan, and I don't care. And I'm I'm saying like you know. If, if if they only care because they think fans care, I'm saying here's one fan that doesn't care. So yeah. I, I wish they wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, do you care? I mean, I care. I care to a point. I mean, uh, you know, depending on how how bad it gets, 
you know, once his voice changes and he's like looking gangly, like I can't buy him as a ten-year-old anymore. It just it comes it'll it starts coming across like, you know, like some weird like some weird like indie movie where like you well, know he's pretending to play you know to be a well, kid. Why can't, he, why can't it? Why can't we just like forget that he's supposed to be ten and just like I mean I would rather them use him if they want if they if the story calls for it. And and just have to suffer with the fact he doesn't look ten. Then for them to be like, well, this will be a great time for Walt to be here, but oh well, we can't show him because he's he he looks too old. It's like, you know, I just don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I um, it, it it depends on how bad it is, you know, because uh, mm-hmm. I do want it to like fit in. I I don't want it to just really like, stick out like. Like you know, very strangely, a, a strange anomaly. But if they had like some big thing where they wanted to use Walt, yeah, it would suck if that's the only reason they did. Yeah, I mean, just try, I mean, to me, it's it's no different than when they have other production problems. You know, it's just like you know, oh well, this was supposed to be like this, but they forgot, and, and we deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, yeah, Walt's supposed to be ten. He doesn't look ten. Well, let's just deal with it. Let's just the the fact is he's Michael's son, and that's who the character is. You know, I don't think it's it's necessarily important that he's a ten year old boy. You know, uh, maybe it is. You know, I don't know. But but I feel like if it's not intrinsically important that he's ten and that we that he relate to everything like a ten year old, then then I'm okay with it's being Walt. You know, just being Walt. You know, Michael's son, and that's who the character is. You know. And he's got these powers and blah blah blah, you know. But if they want him there and he want him to be a kid and Mister Like this, Mister Like, you know, like yeah, I, uh, you know, you're not gonna buy that that guy doing that, you know. If he if he really want if they really need to make him be like a ten year old, like I said, he's been gone for so long and he and they could potentially could just, you know, he could have changed since we've seen him, depending on what he knows or what he's been through, and they have a ripe opportunity to make a subtle change to his character and it, and I think it could still work and you're just you you I mean, you know. They won't be hammer they won't be saying you know, they won't I mean, every time they have Walt, it won't you won't be thinking he's ten years old. You know what I mean? They're not gonna make it evident, you know, oh here's ten year old Walt and go. You know what I mean? So I think you would just get over the fact that he's supposed to be ten and just and just watch the stuff that he's in. Mhm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, that's. Uh... It's just. It just. It's just. I don't know. It's frustrating that like. It's just when you're in those situations when you know you know you you know and I'm you know like I think we've talked about stuff like that before where it's like you know the creator of something wants to do this certain thing but it's like no don't do that you know but it's like they only want to do it because they think people want it but you know. You don't, you don't, it's not that big a deal. Do something else, you know. And they, like I said, they've already, I think, missed an opportunity to, to, to talk about Walt and what he could do and that whole. I mean, I think Lost, Lost would have been a lot different if, if Walt was still in the show and, and they, and they went some route with, with Walt and, and Locke. I mean, that, that would have been an interesting thing. Yeah, it could have been an interesting. To thing. a certain extent, it seems like poor planning on their part, like. It seems like they didn't realize that could be a problem, mm-hmm. uh, you know, until until it was, you know, and then like it really was a big deal to them. They they weren't willing, you know, seemingly to 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 just go with him looking older, 
you know, but it seems like if they were going to write a story for a kid, you know, with with the intention of it being a big thing, a big part of the plot, then, you know, um, <laughs> you know, it seems like they should have, you know, maybe thought about what what would happen down the road. You know, yeah, and it's like they it, it probably you know the the idea of the island and and you know going every episode being at pretty much a day I think is it, you know was is the problem. Yeah, um, that's but, the thing. A lot of shows uh, will will make the the time of of actual production coincide with how long goes by in the story. Yeah, uh, and it, usually it's like a year. I mean, usually yeah. for most shows, each season is almost a year, pretty much. And 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 so the you know the actors, especially the kid actors, you see them growing and changing, but the you know they're growing over a bigger scale for the show than yeah, Lost is. Yeah, it know. works. Yeah, that's it, Lost, it makes sense. Lost you know. chose a weird path, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and I do think I mean by the time the show's over, if we're talking 2010, I do think even some of the adult actors are going to look kind of really noticeably different from what mm-hmm. they looked like in the pilot. Oh, yeah. Know? And if we're supposed to believe, like, a few months went by, like, it, it will be kind of ridiculous. Uh, so uh, that's just, that's a weird thing about this, about the format they chose for themselves. Uh, I don't I don't know. I don't know if they even had that conversation, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, this guy's gonna be sixteen. I'd in like May. to know, but I do. I do get the sense that like they wanted to do something with Wall, but they're just stymied by him looking older. Mm-hmm. Like, well, shit. We're you know we're gonna have to figure out some way to sort of express that idea or get that out there, you know. Uh, and I, I guess I guess I feel like the path they've chosen is is uh, to to either have Wall appear as taller Ghost Wall, you know. Or um, uh, you know, have him in a flash forward or something, but but you know, not not show him as you know, two thousand four mm-hmm. Walt. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like that's their way. I mean, it's it's sort of weird, and and it doesn't it doesn't seem to give him the tools to like really address it. But it seems like that's the way they're trying to deal with the story, and you know, make make it not as like important as it seemed, you know, originally. Yeah. So, but I agree. I mean, I, you know, that was one of those things in the beginning that I thought was really interesting, and uh, I definitely miss it. I never really, like, Desmond sort of had a vaguely similar kind of plot where he has, like, some kind of power, and, uh, you know, he knows things about what's going to happen to people, uh, apparently. Um, uh, but, uh, I don't know, the Walt story had a little more, like, intrigue to it. It was, there was something, something more interesting about it than, than Desmond's. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, I, I feel like it's crazy, and it's, I think what's really interesting is, is what they showed us about Walt's power doesn't compare to what they showed us about Desmond's powers, you know, his whole sort of, I mean, you know everything from the visions to the his time traveling to the to the current the, the most recent time traveling, like that's really crazy compared to what they showed us about Walt. Mm-hmm. Yet, Walt's thing is way more interesting, and maybe it's just because of the potential that's there. Yeah, maybe so. 
Um, Desmond showed us everything he could do. Yeah, and it and it just was like it was a great ride, but it's just like okay, but so what? Like he never and it never and I guess that's the other thing is that Walt's power had the possibility of being a tool, something he could use and hone, whereas Desmond's stuff was always freak accidents. Yeah, it seems and it was always like. Yeah, and he didn't. He he never like used it to sort of do anything purposeful that he that he needed. I mean, except for I guess like, trying to find Penny, which wasn't even Penny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like he never he never sort of it wasn't the kind of thing where some accident happens and he can sort of see the future and then he sort of managed to get hold of it and now he can sort of see what he wants to see or see what he wants to see about somebody. It's just like, no, nope, this is just a thing that happened to you and now it's not going to happen anymore. So that was, I think that's another big difference. With Walt, it was more like, whoa, this kid's got some powers and what can he do and, you know, where where is this going to lead to? And this, you know, and this is some, you know, that's more interesting than just someone who's going through some abnormal stuff that, you know, that's just happening to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree with your assessment. Thank you. Let's move on. Okay. All right. So, um, obviously the Michael thing is the start of something new, but uh, let's get back to Sun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so we're on the beach. Back on the beach, Sun is in her tent, and Jen comes in. He has prepared dinner. Sun tries to uh, explain the affair that she had, and Jin, uh, you know, ends up just accepting blame for the affair because of his behavior, and uh, and he forgives Sun. Sun has decided not to go to Locke's camp because Juliet was very convincing. She wants to stay there and try to get rescued. Um, Jin asks, finally, if the baby is his. Sun says, uh, tearfully, that it is. And then they embrace and exchange I love yous. So that's uh, very touching. Anything about that? Is this uh, the scene where, where, when, 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 uh, when, is this when Jen comes in and she's like, Jen, I thought you left me. <laughs> oh, is that is that really what she said? Uh, I don't know if it was this scene, but there was some scene like that. She's like, I thought yeah, you yeah, left yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does say that. Yeah, I thought you left me. And I'm me. thinking. I was just, I was just, the, the cynic inside me was hoping to be like, son, it's an island. Where am I going to go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to pack up and move, what, to the next tent? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, it was just such a weird, like, I, you know, I didn't, I just didn't have the idea that Jen left her, even if he, you know, was mad at her or whatever. Why did she get that, that that was it? He left her, you know, like, it was weird to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why did you think that, son? Where's he, where's he going to go? Like, what is he, you know, like, that's it for you two forever? Come on. The episode's not over yet. Don't you know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not just going to end the marriage and that's it, like, 20 minutes <laughs> in. They're going to end their marriage with one conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, make, you know, come on, come on. And, like, yeah. he was, like he's never going to see you. You're never, like, you're never going to run into each other on the on the island, son. You know, you'll never want to talk about this again. Like, he just left you and that's it, huh? All right. Mm-hmm. Get together, son. This is your pregnant doesn't mean you're special. Oh. <laughs> Except that you are because all mothers are special. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So true. Are you ready? So, uh, yeah. So they're all they're all nice and made up. Uh, mm-hmm. So on that note, uh, we move into 
the flashback, Jen's flashback. Jen rushes into the hospital with the panda. He gets to a door and speaks to a man standing at the door. He, he introduces himself and says he represents Pike Automotive. He says, uh, I heard the ambassador is now a grandfather. I came to present a gift. Uh, then uh, the the ambassador uh, comes out, and Jen gives him the panda, explains that he represents Pike. Uh, uh, then, uh, uh, right, so he gave him the panda, and then uh, he gets a chance to peek in on the woman who is not son with a baby that is a that, <laughs> just in case anyone didn't get it by now. Yeah. Well, look at the woman who's who who just gave birth. The woman's no, not son and the baby's a boy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's the it's the double whammy of not being uh what we thought. So this is a big reveal, I guess. Jen Jen's leaving the hospital and a woman who works at the hospital asks him why he's leaving so soon and he says it's not my baby and she says, maybe someday, and Jen says, don't rush me. I've only been married two months. Mm-hmm. And so now we get, like, the third big thing, I guess. Yeah. Uh, that uh, fourth, I don't know, this scene is just filled with, like, this is mm-hmm. a flashback um, <laughs> clues. Uh, this is, yeah, this is a big thing where we sort of realize that, you know, all along we're supposed to assume that Jen is getting the panda to take to son who's in labor. And uh, no, he's just running an errand for his boss, Pike, mm-hmm. and it's a flashback. And Son is really miserable somewhere, plotting to like you know, put, you know, hating her newly married husband or something. You know, mm-hmm. like that's what she's busy doing in that time frame. You know, um, yeah, this was weird. Um, yeah, it's it's just you know, great they got us. Okay. <laughs> oh, like you... they don't like I just don't. Like you don't need you know you don't need to trick me with like to trick me into and to trick me into to into say haha it's a flashback like don't trick me in in, in you know in sort of the realm of your of your format of your show you know what I mean like like that was that's weird to me it's like haha this was a flashback instead of a flash forward not you know not necessary it just it was too much about the the construction of it than than about the implications of it I think and that's what bugs me it was just like I said too manipulative it was weird because um, it was the opposite of Jack's flash forward that they tried to sell as a flashback mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. they they tried to make you know they tried to sell a flashback as a flash forward they I think they've done all the combinations now they did flashbacks that were flashbacks they did flash forwards that were flash forwards they did flash forwards that were really flashbacks and they did you know what looked like flashbacks that were flash forwards mm-hmm. so they've done all the combinations stop now. yeah 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 you know That's i don't enough. i don't know if they did they win fans by tricking them i don't i don't you know when i'm tricked i don't like i don't like it to show more because they tricked me <laughs> you know uh show me something interesting entertain me i'll like you but but tricking me just to trick me is just like what's the point yeah I don't mind being tricked, like, in general, like, sometimes I might like being tricked, but but in this case, um, uh, you know, the trick doesn't, the trick doesn't culminate in, in enough, you know, <clears throat> for me to, like, really like it. It really just, I, 
it just comes across as just just a trick, kind of an well, empty, empty trick. I don't mind being tricked by characters. You know, I don't mind being tricked by storylines. <laughs> you know, I don't even mind being tricked by that kind of stuff. You know, I just, I mind being tricked by the writers. You know what I mean? Being tricked by these the sort of outside device kind of thing. You know, where where if they if they weren't operating in the mode of flashbacks and flash forwards, they wouldn't have been able to trick us. You know what I mean? So that's why I just don't like how they were able to trick us. You know, uh, like I said, I don't mean to be mind by trick by characters or story. You know, the plot goes somewhere I didn't know it was going to go. Of course I like that. That's what mystery is. Uh, but, like, the sort of, like, just blatant deception, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't get the point of that. Because to me, it, it, it's almost like, hey, look, we did something cool. But it's like, but what you did was just so easy, you know, like, you know, with a real with a real good trick, like in a in a movie, you know, like in Chinatown or in some you know some movie where you find out some revelation or something like. Um, what's cool is if you watch it again and you follow the same train of logic, you'll be tricked again. You know, but when something like this, you watch it again, you you know you'll never be tricked again. Yeah. Into thinking, you know what I mean? Like it's it's you you, you just won't be. So I don't know. It doesn't hold up, and it's just so. To me, my point is, it's just sort of a trick, just just for a trick, and it's just sort of hollow. And it, it like you said, it doesn't really lead anywhere. Mhm. Yeah. You know? I agree. I I do think they like that. They like using using our assumptions or experience of watching the show against us to trick us. I I, mm-hmm. I think, you know, for example, uh, you know, one one of the big tricks. One of the first early big tricks they did was uh, <laughs> the UBT was the the uh, the Desmond reveal in in season two, mm-hmm. uh, you know where they they show him and and you know uh, and reveal that he he's the guy in the hatch on the island. Like mm-hmm. if you if you watch that scene and you are you've never seen Lost before, you're not like. <laughs> Like that that doesn't really do much for you. Like mm-hmm. you know, it really works on us because we've watched season one. They're all on the island. Like, what does this have to do with anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and same thing with the Juliet trickery. You know, uh, it doesn't it doesn't play very well unless we know what lost what's going on in the world of Lost and like why why that means anything. Why you know mm-hmm. it's a big thing to see the others living there and seeing the plane crash and you know. Um, well, yeah, but I mean, wouldn't almost any trick be predicated on knowing the show and knowing the characters and knowing what's going on? Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is, you know, uh, uh, they're they're using like, you know, w- yeah, we know like. <sighs> I, I my answer is no. I I feel like this is a certain kind of thing where they're using, you know, what we know about the show to to. To, to make us think certain things. I guess, you know, in, in the example of, of the Juliet thing, like, you know, from what we know, we don't really know very much about the others, but from what we know, like, we see this scene with Juliet, and we have no reason to expect that this is on the island. Like, you know, at the time for us, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas, like, if you don't really know what's going on in the world of Lost, the scene, like, you know, it, it it's not it's not really doing anything for you you know it just it just sort of 
Yeah, but that's the thing. If you don't if you don't know what the stakes are, then you're not going to be you're not going to be tricked. But that's the thing. It's not. So you're just saying it's it's not a trick unless you know what's going on. Yeah, you know that's the thing. Unless unless you unless you your assumption is they're you know they're on the island or or you yeah. know they're in a certain time period, then you're not going to be tricked. You're just going to be like, okay, they're at this camp. What does that mean? What's who are the others? What's O Town? Who's Juliet? Like you know, if you don't know what's going on, it's going to say. But that's why I feel like yeah. any trick is predicated on that kind of and, thing. And I guess, like, I, yeah, I guess I'm trying to say I feel, and also it just relies I mean, on it more. Maybe they they have they have like many sh- you know even with Harley's thing they tried to like do a mild trick of like this is the mm-hmm. I, this is the island oh and Juliet's not in Portland thing with you know that first scene with her sister you know Ethan walks by like they're trying to sell it as on island and it's mm-hmm. and then they reveal that it's not on the island. <laughs> You know, they so they. I mean, they love this kind. Of, I feel like there's a parallel between that and and basically using the fact that that we know the show. You know, the show has established the use of flash forwards, and you know, Sun's things a flash forward, and sort of using you know what we know about how the show is. You know, but, but, to but trick the difference us. to me, the difference to me is the trick is on us in most of the cases. I mean, not on us. The trick is caused by us. It's caused by our our ignorance and our our like okay we think it's this but you know they didn't pre- they didn't necessarily you know, I mean obviously to a certain degree they're presenting it to be something else but but when you look at it at face value it's sort of your fault for assuming that you know whereas this the in, and I feel like in this case it's different because they're 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 using they're using the format to trick us explicitly it's not um I mean, yeah, there's an assumption on our part about what's going on too, but they're specifically, you know, intertwining it with, you know, a future timeline. You know, it, it, it's more of just, you know, it's it's different. All those examples you said are like, you know, that's the thing Lost does all the time. But those are usually opening scenes or some small scene. It's not the whole episode that they're tricking us into thinking that, you know, oh, this is all on the island or oh, this is oh, t-, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's sort of different. And I feel like those things are, are a cool little device to get you into the scene and get you to the episode. But when they go so far as to do the, you know, the whole, you know, Jen's whole storyline for this episode was just, you know, it was just manipulative. And it was just like, haha, no, that's not what it was. And if they're not going to tell us more or make it more than just, haha, we got you, then that's when I don't like it. You know? Okay, it is more drawn out. That's true. It's definitely way more drawn out. But they, I mean, I agree. They definitely. They. I'm not saying they don't like to trick us. They definitely like to trick us. But I, like I said, I feel like with the other things, um, it's more about our assumptions. You know, it rests more on our assumptions, and maybe just because it's shorter. You know, um, whereas I feel like this Jen storyline thing, yeah there are some assumptions we make, but most of it is, you know, them sort of making it pretty, you know, seemingly clear that <laughs> it's in the future, you know, with the little clues, you know. So, mm-hmm. but I don't want to harp on it. It's not that big a deal. Uh, you know, they did it. I didn't like it, you know, whatever. But um, uh, I just wish it would have been more than just a trick. That's my only thing. I don't mind being tricked. I just wish it would have been more than just a trick. Yeah. You know, Fair give enough. us a treat. Give us the tree. Yeah, yeah, no tree for you. So in the next scene, we uh, we go to a flash forward. Uh, it's Sun's flash forward. 
she uh, takes her wedding ring out of a bag and puts it on. And the doorbell rings. Is this the scene with Expose? No, that was the first scene with Expose. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she turns off the TV in the beginning. And uh, on the TV is, you see a quick shot, and it's Expose dubbed in Korean. Yeah. Oh, is it dubbed? I didn't even... Yeah, I think it was dubbed. I, I couldn't really see it. Like, I've seen some screen captures, so it definitely is. But uh, uh, I thought it was odd. I mean, I guess they're just, like, fucking around. doesn't really matter. It's just but. Like, yeah, it's like, that show, like, why is it on? Like, it's, you know, it's years, you know, from when we first saw it, when Locke was watching it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it is, it is the episode Nikki was filming, so... Um, oh, is it? Yeah. How yeah, can they tell that? Well, because she's in it, you know, and it's that scene where she walks into Billy D. Williams' office. Mm. They there's a there's a screen capture out there, but it's that. Oh, it's, that's right. That's the scene, and so uh, you know she shot that scene shortly before she got on the plane. Mm, so you they're know. just saying now it's out and and yeah and okay. sun gets off like you know so and and you know things play differently in different places so it, it actually isn't that far away I don't think mm-hmm. uh, from 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 when uh, uh, from when it was filmed that it's that it's airing apparently um, I just thought it was odd to bring up like anything to do with Nikki and Paulo <laughs> like yeah. to me I thought like it doesn't really bring it up because they really it's really just like sly reference but but i just really they, thought like once they were buried alive you know <laughs> the end of we ever have to deal with them yeah like like i felt like they were telling us like we're done with these people like sorry guys they're it, they're gone the, the forever the shot was so small and so i mean you barely could tell i mean watching you could barely tell that was them. i mean obviously you take a screen cap but like if you're watching it you're not going to know what that is. You're not even going to think to pay attention to that. Yeah. They're barely bringing it up, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because it's, it's such a small thing. And I feel like it could have, I feel like, you know, if they, you know, they were thinking about the scene and they wanted to give her some business to do, you know, they're like, okay, well, what's on the TV? And, hey, I want to put the expose thing, that scene she was filming and blah, 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 you know. Yeah. Just to be stupid, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's the story. <laughs> Uh, can I ask a quick question about the previous scene? I mean, to oh, ask. sure. When he yeah. brings the question, I mean, when he brings the panda, is he, I mean, since since he's bringing this thing to the guy who's like, uh, you know, the, uh, with the Chinese empire, government or whatever. Yeah. Uh, is he speaking Chinese or is he speaking Korean? Well, you know, I feel like, I feel like one or the other needs to be speaking the other person's language. Yeah. And I was just wondering if anyone knew or, or could tell who was doing which. <laughs> um, he uh, let's see. Well, he is an ambassador, uh, right? So, so I would guess that. Yeah, he's like the Chinese ambassador, right? Yeah, I guess. So you would imagine he's Chinese. I mean, if he's in Korea and his and why? I mean, I don't know. Is Jin in? Wait, is Jin in China or Korea? I. Uh, now I realize he, could, he. I guess he could be in. Because why would this? Why would this Chinese ambassador? Oh, he's he's a Chinese ambassador who probably lives in Korea. Yeah, that's yeah. That was my assumption. Oh, okay. And his daughter lives there too. And then okay, so he's probably speaking Korean. Because yeah. If he's there, he's going to be. Okay. Yeah, and uh, but I, I was think, just wondering. I think Jin doesn't know Chinese. 
okay. And the reason why I say that is I'm remembering this season three episode where the, when they find Naomi and she's like mumbling gibberish in, in various languages, one of them's Chinese and, and he actually says it's Chinese, not Korean. You know, I can't translate it basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, not, not that that, not that I think that would really stop them if they needed him to speak Chinese later. Cause it's a tiny thing, but yeah. they, they did sort of indicate that he can't speak Chinese. Nice. Okay, so, I'll buy that. It makes sense that it's Korean. Yeah, so I I do think it's Korean. Although, yeah, I don't I don't this know it I don't know it well enough. Um, although there are certain things I recognize, uh, I don't think any of them are in that scene. Yeah. So. All right, we can continue. Okay. Okay. So. This podcast is like what is it now? Five forty-eight. Why did that happen? I don't know. Something something's wrong. Something is wrong. I think are we on the island? <laughs> is the time barrier affecting how how long the pot the our perception of the length of the podcast? It's yeah. only been twenty minutes, but we think it's been five hours. I think it must be because yeah, this was this was supposed this to be is, the shortest podcast of the season. This is the longest Sun and Jin <laughs> podcast ever. I know. Definitely. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe it. Well, let's stop talking so it won't be too much longer. <laughs> okay. Um, well, luckily we're at the end here. Um, uh, so, right, so the next scene is a flash forward. It's Sun. She takes out a wedding ring from a bag and puts it on. The doorbell rings, and it's Hurley. Hurley comes in and asks if anyone, if anyone else is coming. Sun says no, and Hurley says, good. <laughs> Hurley goes to see the baby. Uh, Hurley holds the baby. Uh, Hurley says, I guess we should go see him. And then we move to the next scene, which is, you know, tied into that. Uh, they're, they're in a cemetery and they walk up to a gravestone. (sighs) Son says that Jen was right. It is a girl. She talks about the delivery. Uh, she names the baby G as he asked. And she says, I miss you so much. And on that touching note, uh, lost. lost. Yeah, that's it was yeah. a totally different lost. Lost. It was like, lost. <laughs> um, it, was, it wasn't a, it was like a, yeah. It was sad. Um, it was. So, sort of a, not sort much of a tragic thing. Yeah, not much to say, I don't think. Um, you know, it's interesting that Hurley, you know, flew to Korea to uh, mm-hmm. to come do that whole thing. Um, now, what's interesting, I guess he, I guess she invited him to see the baby, or yeah, like, why I believe is he there? I believe that's what happened. Yeah, but it was like it was like, or maybe she was like, I'm going, I'm going to go take the baby to see. Jen, I want you to come. Because it seemed like he he wasn't just there for the baby. Because he was like, hey, the baby looks cute. Let's let's go see him. <laughs> you know, it's like it seems like he was there to go with her to go see Jen. Predicated on the fact she just had the baby. Yeah, I think I think it was I think it was I think it was about the baby. But it was like, if I'm gonna come see the baby, we have to go see Jen also. But I think he wouldn't have gone. If if it weren't for the baby, it, it's interesting to me. I mean, when I just 
thinking about the scene when, you know, when Harley comes, it's like, hey, oh, cool, there's the baby. Oh, it looks like Jen. Let's go see Jen. And, and maybe it was just Harley's there to see the baby, but one of the things they were going to do was go see Jen. Maybe that's all we're supposed to think. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, that was my Hurley, impression. Yeah, that's fine. Hurley comes, and, um, and you know, that, that thing, you know, when he says good, that no one else is coming. Yeah. Um, it's a weird good, and I guess it just, it's just it's just how he delivered the line just comes off weird. Um Well what do you think he means by that? Why why I think he, he means I think he means good, like we don't need anyone else, it's great. I think it's it's almost like um I don't know how to take it exactly because I don't know why no one else is coming. If I don't know if he's saying good no one else is coming because even though you invited people, no one else decided to come and but that's okay. All we need is us, so good. Like, I think that he's going for something like that. Or at the very least, I didn't really want to see anybody else either mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like, I'm glad no one else is coming because, you know, of the people who could come, I don't really want to see them. And even and he, may, he may just be saying that or he may actually believe that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I think it's supposed to be something like that. I think it's supposed to be sort of mischievous kind of like, yeah, I'm glad no one's coming. I see. But I think it comes across as sort of seductive instead of mischievous. <laughs> Yeah, because you know, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to be happy about people not coming that you mutually know. So it's yeah. kind of like, yeah, I'm kind of like between you and me, I'm you know good kind of thing. Yeah, it may it seems like vaguely sinister. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know, like what's your deal? Like you don't like. Yeah, I I think I think it just comes off that way. But he's trying to be like you know, sort of playful kind of with it. But it just comes off as like good. Yeah, that means my plan worked. You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, um, yeah, I agree. I think that's what he's got. Like, he when he shows up, he's sort of, like, giggling and and, and he's going for that jovial thing. But I guess I guess because, like, the in general, the tone of this portion is so somber, like, it mm-hmm. comes off weird well, behaving and, that way. And, you know, we don't really know what to expect. You know, we're in the future. We're in untreaded waters. We don't really know the relationship and state of things. And so when you get that line about is anyone else coming, he goes, and you're like, what? You know, because, you know, we don't really know how he feels about people or what, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, we're we're sort of in untread waters here. So it's kind of hard to figure out how to take certain things, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to the funeral and they cry over the hymn and, you know, blah, 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 he's dead. Um, I, you know, I hope I'm, I hope, you know, me and probably you, I hope we're not coming off as, you know, uncaring that Jen is dead, um, I kind of just don't have any emotion because we haven't seen him die. Mm -hmm. So, and I think that's, you know, another, you know, chalk it up to, you know, another problem with flash forwards is that I'm not, I can't really cry with son, you know, symbolically that Jen is gone because to me, he's not gone. To me, he's still around and I don't know how he leaves yet. And yeah, it's going to be tragic. But to me, he's not dead yet, and so I don't really. I feel like I don't care <laughs> right now. You know, um, if we see this scene, you know, um, after you know Jen dies, maybe you know, if he dies like Charlie, a heroic, or you know, some big thing, then it's going to have some resonance. Yeah. But now it's just like now we can only sort of you know um, sort of intellectually empathize with her. Yeah, I think for me it comes off like 
um uh, like 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 something like something in a tragedy where they tell you that the tragedy is going to happen, but you don't like you don't really feel it or or get into it until you until you sort of see it play out. And mm-hmm. It's like you know he's heading towards that, and like you can kind of like you know I don't know I I mean I think knowing that he's going to die like. Has that has some kind of effect on me, but but I definitely don't grieve for him yet because he does seem to be still alive. Yeah. Um. You know, in in what is the present time for us, you know. So, um, it's not like Charlie, you know, uh, uh, where where since he's died in the present time, you know, uh, uh, you know, mourning for him like has some kind of value, but uh, mm-hmm. but it does it it has it. It does something for me to know that 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 that's where he's headed. You know, I, there's I, I I do I do sort of like like that. You know. Mhm. And I like I like I also like it being straightforward. Like the Charlie thing got like really annoying and weird. Uh, all of his repeated like things, avoiding death. Like I sort of like the basic like. He's really gonna die. Here's his grave, and you yeah. know, <laughs> this, you know, it's not about like how he's gonna die or, you know, whatever. All this other destiny stuff, like, you know, I, I, I sort, of, I sort of, I sort of like that, and I, I like, um, uh, you know, to a certain extent, like not like Sun's doing like fairly well, but it not, you know, not quite working out perfectly for her in the end. Mm-hmm. You know. No, I mean that's the essence of tragedy. You know, it's it's bittersweet and it's it's almost worked out and and that kind of thing. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I think you know, um, at the very least, having that be one of the characters' endings is is a, is, is cool. You know what I mean? Like, um, I wouldn't want that to necessarily happen to you know like any you know the bigger characters or something, but that kind of ending for the story I think makes sense and and I think it works. Um, and, yeah. you know, it's not often that, you know, we, the, the royal we of entertainment watchers are in a situation where, um, well, you know, we're, we're watching a story that takes place in the present, in the past, and in the future. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, and so it's not often we're in this position of, of sort of knowing this character is going to die and, and, and that kind of thing and, and just waiting for it to happen. And so it's kind of weird being in that position anyway. Yeah, yeah. it is weird. Because, like, in the situation I describe, it's 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 a prophecy and it's not like written in stone, mm-hmm. you know, the, these flash forwards seem to be, you know, like it's just, it's just going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it, it is a different thing. Definitely. Um, it's, it's, it's sort of the flip side of, you know, the characters having flash forwards means they can't, you know, whatever danger they're in, they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. You know, uh, now it's like with Jin, it's like now, gotta, yeah. Anytime a gun is to his head, you think this is gonna be when he dies. Yeah, like he's he's yeah, and and you know he's headed for some kind of situation mm-hmm. where he's dying. Yeah, any some something dangerous comes up and Jin volunteers to go. You're like, don't do it, Jin. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, and it's and it just it makes you view that differently from you know what you would if you didn't sort of know that. Now I would be I would you know my duties I'd be 
I'd be shirking my dues if I didn't mention the possibility that that Jin is is alive mm-hmm. on the island. Uh, yeah. I think that's lame. I think this seems better if he's dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it just makes more sense. Uh, well, it's, it's more satisfying. But um, uh, but but if you look at the gravestone, uh, the the death date uh, for Jin is listed as. September 22nd, 2004, which indicates that he died in the plane crash, which mm-hmm. we know isn't true. Now, you know, <laughs> according to their official story, like almost everyone died in the plane crash. So, you know, um, you know, even, I mean, you know, we know a lot of people that died on the island, like, you know, mm-hmm. not in the plane crash. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so a lot of those people are going to be included as people who died in the plane crash. So it's very possible for Jen to die and be named as someone who died in the plane crash. But it is also, I guess, possible that uh, he had to stay behind on the island for some reason. And I think, like, you know, the idea that, that you know, the date on the thing is 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 the date of the plane crash, I think they ha- that if, if, if Jen stayed behind or if he actually dies on the island... Um, I think that just sort of has to be the case with the story that they're telling for, for their rescue. Um, they 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 obviously aren't going with the fact that Jen, you know, was 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 alive on the island, and, and you know, they they don't they they want to have as few people doing things on the island as possible. You know, having almost everyone die in the plane crash means that you know, hey, uh, you know, if there, you know, the, you know, someone in questioning the Oceanic Six, you know, did any of your party ever encounter any others? You know, you know, if there's more people, then there's more doubt. You know, if there's 40 survivors and Jack can't be like, no, none of our, none of, none of our, none of us lost these encountered anyone else or anything strange. You know, well, there's 40 other people. You know what I mean? Like uh, so, so I think I think it's I think it's to their benefit that they said most people died because then they don't have to talk about how they kept people alive. You know, like they don't have to talk about a lot of things that you would have to talk about. You know, um, if with with more people being alive, and so my point is, I don't know if he's alive or dead, but <laughs> I think it makes sense that what they did with the gravestone. And I and I feel like to me it's more sincere for Son if if he's dead to her. Now there's a difference people want to say between maybe he's on the island alive and healthy, um, but she can never return to him. So in a way he's dead to her. Like I don't buy that. That's lame to me. I feel like because there's a there's a difference. There's a, there's a difference in crying and longing when you're apart from someone. And can maybe never be reunited, and crying and longing from when someone is is dead, and you can never get them back. You know, I think there's a, you know, you I think you have at the very least a very a sense of of comfort knowing that um yeah. that, that they are still alive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think that comforts you more than they're you can never be with them and they're dead. So um. So I feel like for for it to make sense to me and play well for me, um, Jen needs to really be dead. Now, the the sort of you know skewed version of that is maybe she thinks he's dead and he is really alive. But I feel like at the least she's got to think he's dead, which I which I hope means he really is dead. Um, 
Otherwise, otherwise, it's just like, you know, and I don't buy any ideas of she's pretending or, you know, she has to do that for whatever reason or no. they're faking the death or I don't buy any of that. Because she had the baby. You can't have her crying for her dear, dear dead husband with a baby in her arms and it'd be, a, it'd be fake. You know, you can't, you can't wait yeah. that emotion. You just can't do that. Yeah. You know. No, I think they're going for, for sincerity with this story. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And 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 they're not getting involved in in any and you know they're not even they're not even talking about the lie the Oceanic Six are telling like they're leaving mm-hmm. the deceptive aspects of the flash forwards out altogether. Mm-hmm. You know, and I do think I do think it's 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 a just a totally sincere flash forward with no deceptions involved. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So. uh uh yeah i i think i think you're right um uh and 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 yeah i i agree that that it would be that it would be different if she knew that he were alive on the island mm-hmm. um yeah and you know i think what really puts the nail in the coffin for um for Jen being dead is that uh, the actor got a dui earlier this year i know i read that <laughs> god <laughs> so ridiculous. It's the DUI curse, man. You get a DUI, you get fired from loss. They they really like, (laughs) and they're really saying that's not true, but it's, you know, it becomes like a really weird coincidence. Uh, (laughs) And you know them, they would probably keep him around just to not prove it, just to prove people wrong. Like, mm -hmm. oh no, people thinking we're taking them off just because of this. Well, well, let's keep them around. That'll yeah. help. You know, they'll fuck up everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would do that. That's their style. Mm-hmm. They love that. But, uh, 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 I mean, I think, you know, people had to die. People already have died. But, um, you know, so far it's been all like this person lived this long and this person lived a long time. And, you know, mm-hmm. So far, it's just been all about how everyone makes it through okay. So mm-hmm. uh, it was bound. I feel like it was bound to get to this at a certain because I feel like it should cost something for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, it shouldn't just be like a clean break for everyone. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I don't think it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even with, yeah, ooh. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's a lot uh, going on. But yeah. uh, is Miles still hanging out with a bomb and a grenade? In his mouth? I know it's like three weeks with a with a grenade in his mouth. <laughs> Man, jeez. It was it's weird because they had lock scenes, you know, in the last episode, mm-hmm. and they and they and like Claire asked about Miles, but we never see him, and they never really say like what's going on with him. He's still, you know, in 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 the minds of the people watching the show, like he's still just in there with the grenade. And that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> we're gonna see. We're gonna see a scene when Locke comes back in. Are you ready to talk yet? You know, or you know, it's just gonna be some lame follow up where he comes back yeah. in, or, or you know, I overreacted. I think. Um, <laughs> I think a, a better. I got a better approach with you. You know, like oh, you know, they can do whatever they want. You know that yeah, that kind of thing where the character just totally changes just because they want them to. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. It's weird because that the Miles character like seems to be 
seems to be a big deal at the beginning. We haven't seen him for a while. Dude, and... he had two big, huge parts where it was like, oh, my God, he's got he's got supernatural powers. He can talk to the dead. That's huge. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, my God, he knows about Ben, and he wants $3.2 million to lie to Whitmore. What? Yeah. You know, and then it's just, I mean, those are huge things. Totally huge things. You know, and it's like, well, we'll just got to wait while, you know, Locke kills a rabbit. Yeah, they just kind of sideline him for like so. I mean, Eggtown was the last time where he got left with the grenade, and 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 descended. So we've had uh, three episodes since then with uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know I think one mention and no appearances. Very weird, dude. We gotta wrap this up. This can't be the season two finale. Not a Sun Engine episode. I just, I just, it would hurt my heart. <laughs> It would hurt my heart. <laughs> Season two deserves better than that, I think. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, uh, all right. Well, I mean, we are at the end here. Yeah. I don't think we're saying a lot. I mean, I think we made our point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, ah, good. The time changed. Woo. <laughs> Did it? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we lost the pocket. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All right. So I was worried. So yes, to... I, I I was about to say like maybe the podcast will be very short, but it won't. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. There were a lot of tangents. It was it was strange like that, but uh, there were a lot. Uh, and of and the, the boat plot was pretty interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think that occupied a lot of time. <laughs> That's true. They did. That was pretty interesting. So Sun and Jin. Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, well, you know, but I wouldn't say this is one of their worst. Uh, I, I did, I did like like it to some extent, even though it was tricky and manipulative. But you know what? I, um, watch it again. Watch it. Watch it in a year from now, and I want to see what you think because I feel like I feel like, and this is just my initial perspective, but I feel like. These episodes, the the the, the storylines in in this episode aren't as interesting as the ones before with Sun and Jen. Some of their other ones, I think they held they hold up better than this. Then this will hold up. The the subterfuge with Jen being in the in the flashback and then like Sun having the baby. You think that's gonna hold up? <laughs> you, you you're gonna want to see Sun have a baby again in a you know what I mean? Like. I just don't think it's going to hold up as well mm-hmm. as maybe as some of the early Sun and Jen stuff that that was really interesting, you know. But 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 you know, I'm just saying I'm not like disagreeing with you, but I'm just saying I'm making the, the point about <laughs> how I think it's not as good as some of that stuff, but it's definitely yeah. better than some of their bad stuff. Yeah, like, that's all I was saying. I don't. Yeah. I didn't say it's the best. I don't think yeah. it's the best. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I I do like I Sun's flash forward was good enough for me. Really, it's Jen's part of this, the flashback and the fact that it was a trick that I don't like. I feel like Jen's part is more interesting. Only, only I mean because like I I just I what what am I gonna do with Sun's thing? Any I mean what am I gonna do with Jen's thing? But I mean what am I gonna? I maybe I shouldn't say thing for either of them. What am I going to do with their respective uh, <laughs> flashback, flash forward in the future? I mean, Sun's thing, you know, the first scene, uh, I'm having pain. Okay, I'm pregnant. Reveal. Okay, I already know that. Next scene, uh, going to the hospital. Oh, Jen. Okay, whatever. C6. It's just like, I just feel like it's it, there's nothing there once you know it. And either one of them, really. <laughs> 
there's once you know what's going on, there's sort of nothing there. Um, you know, because it's, it's just about her having the baby and then her crying at the end. I mean, do you really want to watch those again? I yeah, I guess I guess for me the end of Sun's story, Sun and Jen's story, in a way, like yeah, that, that's worth watching to me. Even mm-hmm. again, like this is to me apparently, you know, the the sort of end point of their story. And yeah, I, I, I guess think, I guess yeah, I guess in the context of it being the end of their story, it's interesting. Just in the context of what we find out, I don't think I don't think it is. I mean, if you give me these scenes versus the early stuff when Jen first starts working for Pike and all that kind of stuff, like I like that stuff a lot better. He comes home for the first time with the blood and she's like, oh, what's yeah. going on? You know, like No, I agree. That kind of I stuff, agree yeah. that, that 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 was better. I just uh uh I, I, I still I, I, I have some value for, for seeing the end of their story. It Jen's mm-hmm. Jen's the reason I don't like Jen's is because it just to me it's it's like you said, it's kind of repeating things we already know about him and it mm-hmm. it didn't really add anything for me at all and like I and once you know it's a trick, I, I just think it really, yeah. you know, marginalizes the whole thing. The the other thing I want to mention about the flash forward, uh, you know, as we've been as we've gone on, uh, uh, you know, we've talked about um, what they've been doing with flash forwards, and and I, I just want to note once again that uh, they sidestep the issue of Sun's dad in in her flash forward. You know, they don't address like what you know. Do they? She's apparently living in Korea. Do they? Do they have? You know, does she still talk to her dad? Like, what happened? You know, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's it's weird. Uh, I guess in Jack's uh, flash forward, you know, his wife showed up, but they were trying to trick us and make us think it was a flashback. And so, they actually talked though, and they actually had a conversation, and they they set things straight on where they were. So they actually addressed that. You know what I mean? Uh, With the wife, you know they didn't. I, I'm, you know what I'm saying? They haven't done that yet. With that's your point, right? Yeah, they haven't done that yet with son and her dad. Yeah, to you know, establish having like, yeah what the relationship is. You yeah, know? and you know, same thing with with Hurley's family. They don't mm-hmm. talk about. Uh, yeah, with, they really with, haven't had time, but, but with uh, with. Um, Saeed also his story with mm-hmm. Nadia is not not touched on at all. Yeah. I guess Kate gets involved with her mom, so so she mm-hmm. she doesn't doesn't quite fit in. I think it'll just have to do. I mean, I think it's going to be different for everybody who really how much they come in contact with their past. I think, you know, I think it's it, it's going to be kind of different for everybody. Yeah, you know, I guess because you kind of like see that. all of Sun's flashbacks sort of revolve around her father in some way. Mm-hmm. It seems odd to me to not even address what her relationship is to her father now that she's back in the real world. Yeah. You know, but maybe they just didn't have time for well, it. I don't think they had time for it. Not yet. I mean, yeah. this is her first five forwards. Like. Yeah. But I but it's a fit, it's a good end point too. And so like mm-hmm. I you know, <laughs> I don't know. Well, they could they could continue and have it be that the very end of her struggle, now that she's got a kid, the end of her struggle is going to be some sort of balance with her father or something or, uh, you know, some other thing. Like, it, it, who knows where they're going with it. But, yeah, this is this seems like a, a fairly good end point to just leave it there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it works, yeah. It works for me like that. But, yeah, I don't know. The flash forwards are weird. Like, they're all just, like, I don't know. 
the different kinds of things and I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right, well, good podcast. Oh yeah. Two technical problems that hopefully we'll edit out and no one will know about. <laughs> or something like that. Something like that. Um and cool. Next episode, I guess I know the title, you don't know it. Do you want me to tell you what it is? Um, maybe I shouldn't maybe people don't want to be spoiled. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I'll find out soon enough. It's nothing crazy. It's nothing like Okay. It's nothing very, like it's actually it's the kind of title where like if if I told you the title you would automatically know what it was about and you would expect you would expect it actually. You know oh. what I mean? It's like you would expect it. It's not it's not surprising. It's you could probably guess it. <laughs> really? You probably could guess it. You could probably, if you knew what it was about, you could, you could probably guess, you know, effectively guess the title. I see. So it's so I feel like if I said it, everyone would be like, oh well, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I won't, because some people are serious about that. I used to be serious about titles, but I just kept getting spoiled on them, so I stopped caring. Yeah, I would prefer not to know them, but there there doesn't seem to be a practical way for me to avoid them. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, at the very least, I see it shortly before the episode comes on. Yeah. Uh, I, I can never seem to get all the way there. Uh, and they they never have the titles in the actual episode, so mm-hmm. you, you have to look outside for them anyway. Unlike Star Trek. Yeah, unlike Star Trek. I always love that, because, like, that was always great for when it, you know, reruns would come on, and you could sort of. It really helped you to like connect the episode titles to like the shows because every time you saw the episode, they showed you the title. Yeah, I've always, I've always liked that. I like that too. I, I wish, I wish they would do that. It would be very easy to do that. It'd be very cool to do that. Yeah. And they, I mean, they talk about their titles. They think about them. They really are like a thing. You know, they're not mm-hmm. an afterthought. But, not, yeah, lots of the show where their titles are important to how they do it, and, and yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so it's odd to me they don't just put the title in the credits. It would be easy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't know what they're doing. Um, it does seem like a fair amount of TV shows do that, but uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. No. Um. All right. Well, anything else? Uh, God, no. I think I think we've just about covered it. Yeah, we whatever we haven't said doesn't need to be said. Yeah, yeah. This, um, uh... Well, <laughs> I I I I feel you know we'll come back to this when Jen actually dies. But I guess we you know I feel a a duty to to do a small eulogy to to uh, to Jen uh, Kwan, is it? Yes. Um. Good guy, you know, um, fisherman, um, a man of the sea, a uh, um, a good friend, a fast English learner, um, a um, what else? What else did Jen do? What else is the glory of Jen? Uh, he sure uh, chased down Mikhail really well. That he one really time. did. He shouted others when there were people that he thought were others were. That was around. a good. That was a good scene when he said that. I was yeah. Really, he really he got was, me. He helped Michael. 
Because he didn't know. I mean, there were others to him. He didn't know who they there were. Was, he was technically right. Yeah. Um, and um, so anyway, Jen. Yeah. I, 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 um, um, yeah, what do you want to say, Jen? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's brought us, I mean, even the early stuff, I enjoyed, like, the whole thing where he attacked Michael for the watch, and he got mm-hmm. locked, he got handcuffed, and that's why he had the handcuffs mm-hmm. for a long time. Long time he had handcuffs. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, you know, the, the sort of storyline there, uh, that was, that was good, um, and uh yeah, I mean, you know, he's sort of come a long way. He's he's had a similar arc to uh to Sawyer, I guess, uh where he starts out being kind of an ass and uh uh you eventually mm-hmm. grow to he, he eventually just gets better, I guess, and so you're able to like him. Yeah. Uh, you know, to the point where uh Yeah. You're you're He you're, never he never did enough to me to where I was really all about Jan. But he never was sort of disappointing like other characters. Yeah. You know, he was, you know, if you needed him to come through for something, he he could come through. Yeah. Uh, but you only, you only needed him a couple times. <laughs> ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, pre- it's been pretty rare that he, that he gets involved with, um, with the big plots. I, I did mm-hmm. I did like that scene with him and Echo where where the others walk by. Mm-hmm. That was a good scene. It wasn't really about Jin, but he was there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well uh, Jin uh was yeah, I think you said when when Jill Jin uh, did the karate on Mika. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was, that was a talent quite a we shot. didn't know he had. Uh pretty cool. It was good and it definitely um it definitely uh, helped them, you know. Uh, uh, Mikhail had stolen the phone, and uh, if they hadn't got the phone back, then, you know, <laughs> everything Jin now wouldn't be the, happening. Jin sailed Saeed to the north side of the island, remember? Yeah. Any, the whole Fortos dead, like all that, that was all Jin. That's like, right, yeah. He, yeah. Knew, he knew how to sail, and that was the big, that was the big mm-hmm. thing that, yeah. Yeah. That's we salute you, Jin Kwan, mm-hmm. and we hope we hope your death is valiant and respectful and, and humble and interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he and he also gets points in my book for you know for being there from the beginning. Oh yeah, well you definitely. Know. I think those was, those uh, original people like when they die, it's a little bit more of a thing. Yeah. Then uh, you know some of the newer characters dying. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. the tail section or the bow people or whatever. You know the others even. Because uh, 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 yeah, I mean they're somewhat of a thing, but the original characters, as long as they've been around, as much like crap as we've seen of their lives. It, it, yeah, no kidding. It's uh, <laughs> it, it does it does do something when you find out they're dead. So yeah, that's uh, you know. All right, you know it's it's weird because he 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 doesn't seem to really be dead yet, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's you know, but uh, he is apparently going. How, to how die. about we'll just we'll just pretend that uh, this eulogy takes place in that in 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 Sun's timeline. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, it looks like you know, according to Sun's timeline, like. I mean, they're going to be getting off within a few months, so he's he doesn't have too long to live. So. Yeah. 
It's uh, it's not it's not too crazy. We we know he's gonna die within oh, a few he's... months. Okay, are we done talking about Jen? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> sorry, Jen, we're done. Um, I wanted to ask because I forgot earlier. Um, does how does what does Desmond know about Michael? You know, I was thinking about that. I don't know what Desmond knows about Michael. I I. He, I, has he met? He's never met him, right? I I don't think so. He 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 almost met Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like Michael was around. Um, to the end. Michael was around, and Desmond were around. Um, at uh, roughly the same time, or at exactly the same time in season two, uh, when Desmond shows up, you know. Um, with the boat. But once Michael, once Michael leaves to get Wall, he only comes back for a short time, and then he goes, and then he's not seen again, right? It's because it's because cause while Michael's gone, isn't Desmond sort of floating around on the boat or something? And by the time he shows up, isn't that right around the time Michael comes back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael comes back. Well. Michael, okay, so first they go in the hatch, and, you know, Desmond is there, but at this time, Michael's on the other side of the island with the tail section, or or he's floating in the water, you know, he's basically dealing with the raft plot, Mm -hmm. and the tail section plot, you know, while while Desmond, uh, while dealing with Kate, and yeah, Desmond's initial hatch story, um, Desmond runs away before, um, before Michael returns the first Mm -hmm. time, Mm-hmm. You know when he when he returns with the tailies, yeah, and uh, so he comes back and then he sets out for a while. But but Desmond had already been gone, so they didn't meet that first time. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time, Michael comes Michael comes back first, uh, you know, and uh, and kills Anna Lucia and Libby, uh, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know uh, suggests that that that. You know those those five people need to go to the other side of the island to rescue Walt. Mm-hmm. You know, tell the story about the others. All this happens before Desmond comes back. Yeah, yeah, and because he leaves immediately, right? Uh, Michael, I mean, does Michael leave? No, no. My, I mean, Michael leaves with Jack and and Hurley and Kate and Sawyer. You know, and they don't leave until after Desmond has showed up again because. Uh, you know, Desmond's boat figures in. Oh, that's right. They uh, the boat. Yeah, Saeed ends up using the boat. And so so de- there was a time there where Desmond and Michael were in the same area and could have met. But Desmond was drunk. But Desmond was drunk, and I don't think they actually showed the meeting. Um, but it's it's possible for him. He should know, like, he should know. Of him. Of if he, Michael. If he heard the name, like. Yeah. He, he probably didn't. May not have seen him in real or whatever, but yeah, he could he could have easily people. seen him. He he could have easily met him, but neither was shown. So mm-hmm. uh, he didn't seem to recognize him. No, I don't think he necessarily did. Of course, Saeed does. So you mm-hmm. know that's you know if they both didn't recognize him, then it would be weird. Well, that was 1996, Saeed. So, um. <laughs> God, yeah. So I think I think Desmond. Um, uh, yeah, I think Desmond probably is not supposed to recognize him. 
he's probably going to go, you know, did you, do you know him? Yes, I know him. That's Michael. Mm-hmm. That's Michael? Like, yeah. he, he probably has heard of him, but he didn't realize who he was. That sounds right. I, I did, yeah, I think he, I think he knows something about Michael, but mm-hmm. he, he, he didn't have enough experience to recognize Michael, him. Michael, the one with the boy? Mm-hmm. The one with the boy was kidnapped, the one was kidnapped mm-hmm. from the raft, blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Um, all right. Well, that's all I want to talk about. So. Okay. Cool, man. Here's another one, guys. Put this in your hat. <laughs> uh, thanks and namaste. Namaste. Good luck.